I'm here. This is very, very strange. It's weird, isn't it? Hello, Mike. Hi, Eddie. Hello, Lance. Hello, Hello Ash. <laughs> Hello, people. We can we got eye in the sky. Hi. We've got two eyes in the sky. There's, there's cameras everywhere. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what we're doing. Challenge cam. We've got challenge cam. Eye in the sky. Camera car. We have made this rather chaotic uh space more organized oh, with andy's fun. amazing studio oh there we go, there we go. <laughs> that if you just press play and then just leave it there we go yes yeah. <laughs> got phil phil it's Dunn. happening hey hey folders let's rock the show on the road will morning what time is danny time unfortunately we didn't get around to sorting danny out um so we're gonna do a croydon hammond segment at some point we'll just get him on the show yeah and then uh, we'll, we'll post up that link to Ashland. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Marky Mark, Harry Badger. Morning, folders. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Richard McRae, morning. Silly Gilly, Defined Events, Fresh Meat. Good morning from Cornwall. Have a great show, lads. Anna Fraser, morning. Hi, Anna. Hi, Anna. Hello. Ian Harding, morning, guys. So, how much sleep, to clarify, have you guys had before we actually started this? Because a lot of people might think, oh, yeah, it's 24 hours. They're going to be a, they're going to be awake for a whole 24 hours. I haven't slept for like two days before this. <laughs> the Sharpies haven't been issued yet. No. Okay. They'll be issued, they'll be issued later on. <laughs> so tired. Yeah. Not yet. Give me a break. No, uh, the schedule for the show should be on Instagram and Facebook. Ah. So we're joined. We're joined by Ash, producer Ash Prodash. There he is. Um, so Come he's on. not on any of the cameras, but he's just going to walk in. Jump, now. jump, run through. Is going to be keeping us awake. Uh, Marky Mark, Marty's mic is a bit echoey. So, yeah, we're sharing the microphone, so that won't be us. We're sharing, we're sharing the microphone. Uh, Pradash is on the case. We'll, we'll get that sorted out. This is Lance is hard to hear. Speak up. You've got to speak from your groin. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, you have to. Um, you have to bear with us. Right, my mic's on. Does that sound terrible? Yo, 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 yo. No. Is my mic okay? Okay, right. I'll leave my mic on then, Mike. Right. You've uh, muted yourself. Oh, no, that's the trouble. Well, can we, is Mike getting picked up through my mic? God, this is so hard. <laughs> yeah. Mike, 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 your mic's not. Lance on his own mic is better. Lance on his own mic is better. There we go. Right. Hopefully that should be better now. Yes. Well, I'm on my own mic, so. Which is, See, no problems, no problems. I just need to maintain focus. <laughs> Marky Mark, let's get then get a little bit more intimate with each other. Mm. I'd like to say thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we've obviously got 17 is, people that have joined us at nine o'clock in the morning. Saturday, you should all be having a lay in. Yes, yeah. thank you, you very much. Knows, but thank you for that. Thank you for joining and supporting. 
and get involved with the, um, the auctions alive. The auctions alive. I'm just <laughs> sorting out the um, things now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go on to um, eBay, um, there are two listings currently open at the moment. Um, we'll, we'll put some links up on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I think it's going up very soon. As, not, yeah, it should right be now. going up shortly. Um, but there is a, uh, if you search NOFO charity, um, it should bring up both of the um, uh, listings. One is for a, a Sniper One uh, book, which has been signed. I don't know if you can see that. Throw that in front of your camera. Um, that's actually been signed by Dan himself, um, who we are getting on later on. So, so Sergeant Dan Mills will be on the show later on for a little chat and catch up. Um, for some reason, my mic's not been muted. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, so Sergeant Dan Mills will be on the show later on for a catch up and he'll be talking about the all the ins and outs of how this came to be and then the, the amazing story behind it. Yeah. Um, amazing true story as well. I like to add, and I've read this and listened to the audiobook countless times. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yes. So yeah, if you've not get involved with that. Um, and then we have uh, a charity hoodie. So this hoodie is rather special. It's the one that you see us all wearing now. Um, and there are only going to be these five made of this type ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. Um, these ones won't go on sale. Um, depending on the feedback that we get. We may look into doing merch in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully at the start of next year, maybe. Uh, now we know that we've got a, a good producer. Where? Or manufacturer. Oh, we meant that producer. Well, he, hasn't <laughs> he hasn't proved himself yet. He's <laughs> my producer producer. Um, but yeah, so um, there's only going to be five of these. Um you also have the option of having your own custom name put it into the bottom or call sign. Um, we do ask that the call sign that you choose uh, be respectful because obviously you are you will be representing the NoFo channel. Yes. Um, if you start, you yeah, don't call it like NoFo twat or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's, that's just, just me. Yeah. yeah. True, but <laughs> true, true, but accurate, but me. Um, but yeah, so those are both live on eBay now. Um, we've got the links up, so if you've got um, any socials, we'll we'll get those up on there. Um, but if you want to just have a Google on um, eBay itself and just put NoFo Charity, that should bring up both of them for you. Um, I'll also, I'm just about to put the codes, so occasionally you'll have a banner going across the bottom with the direct code number. And that's it. They're both live at the moment. So get bidding. And, uh, Let's get some money for this amazing charity that we're supporting. Today. Yeah, so in, terms of, in terms of the charity itself, obviously we're um, supporting Jigsaw Southeast. So Jigsaw Southeast will be on the show as well a little bit later uh, to talk about uh, the amazing work that they do to support uh, young people who have suffered bereavement or are living with somebody that's sort of in terminal end of life care. So it's an awesome charity, and I just want to say thank you because we've, you know, we obviously put the charity link up. Uh, slightly early, early in the week, and we are already on 28% of our target of a thousand pounds. So, thank you, everybody. I'll be honest with you if we get to like 12 hours in and we've hit the target, I'm going to up the target because yeah, absolutely, why you know, not? The last, the last charity thing we did, I think we hit 600. So, if we could hit a grand, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I, you know, hopefully, hopefully, we've pulled out all the stops to make this an exciting show. We're going to have games, we're going to have uh, interviews and guests. We're, we're going to have, have auctions, auctions and raffles. raffles. What else have we got? 
challenges. Challenges. Nighttime stuff. Amazing conversation. We've also got <laughs> highbrow conversation. If anyone is crazy enough to stay up with us, we have a uh, guest from the US with us. Um, hopefully, we'll get some US listeners as well. Um, and hopefully, we'll get some listeners from around the world as well. Hopefully. We should be. Um, obviously, this is all for charity. So, at the end of the day, the, the more you guys can share it for us and the more donations we can get, um, we're not getting anything from this. Can you quickly charity. do your echo cancellation on your... I've just put mine on rather than, rather than the studio. I think that might help. You told me to put studio on. Yeah, I did realise the echo was going to be so bad. No, it's, it's better on the other way around for me. It oh, really? Yeah. Is mine better now then? I've just put my echo cancellation. Sorry, everybody. This is terrible. <laughs> but we haven't had this. We haven't We haven't been together since Christmas last year. Yeah, Christmas no. one. To do this. And we, all, and we, and we shared what mic then. Yeah, we just shared Mike's mic. Pod Ash, is that better? Com like comms wise. Cool, cool, cool. Mike. Nine minutes in, and we're sorting the Lance, Lance is good. Mike is terrible. Thanks. Andy is, Andy is Echo. Who's front room viewing? We're in Andy's. We're My front room. Andy's house. This but is Andy's not what it normally looks like. If you like to pop around, his address is. <laughs> bring us treats. Bring treats. <laughs> bring treats. Bring lots of treats. Mike is in a bucket. You're in a bucket. You're in a bucket. Put Echo cancellation on. That's what I've done. That seems to have done the trick. I've had to put it on studio because it picks you up. Mm. I'm in myself at the moment and I'll come back in a second but I'll see if I can fix Maybe it. Maybe it's because I'm in the middle, like a vortex of voice. <laughs> a vortex of voice. That's a good one. That'd be a power phrase for the show. Can you put a banner up that stays there for people to give money, like the Just Giving page or something? Uh, I can. Yep, that's something we can yep, do, absolutely. That, definitely. We'll do that now. Uh, bear me two seconds because my band is probably just going to. Drew says Mike was better. He's probably better now because he's muted himself. Mike Drew has a bucket. Thanks, guys. Oh. <laughs> Let's hope she's not listening. listening. <laughs> uh, and then I'm just going to run the eBay codes through quickly. Mm hmm. Like oh, a KFC well. bucket. We, we have done an awful lot of uh, prep to try and get this to work. Try to. Try to. Um, to. Please don't think we've just... <laughs> yeah, in the last hour. <laughs> we've spent a lot of time so far. Um, also, guys... Now Andy has the bucket. The bucket's being passed around. This is a communal bucket. <laughs> well, I'm not going to touch anything because apparently mine's working okay. All right. Um... Audio. I've got mine set to yeah. Let's I've got reduced that... mic background noise and echo cancellation on. Let's see if that. See if people shout at me then. Um. So guys, already thank you. Uh, the hoodie is already up to fifty three pounds. Bloody hell! And the book is already up to ten pound fifty. Amazing! Thank you very much. So thank you very much, guys. Um, just make sure that when you do. Uh, whoever the winner is um i have put little notes in there but if you wanted to be shouted out on the show make sure that you put your name um and make sure you give me a message saying um what name you want underneath the um uh hoodie this bit 
whether Andy is or insignia. Insignias. Yes. They're wicked hoodies. I love them. Genuinely they're love them. Very nice. And they're not super thick either. No. So you, you should can, be able to so play in it. You can play in it and you can and you can layer it as well, yeah. which is good. All about the layers. All about the layers, about the layers, no trouble. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. So that's us. Right. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Mike's got microphone issues. <clears throat> so uh, should we give a little bit of info for people that might not have watched this before? Otherwise, yes. I think. Who are we? Who, Who are, are we? We are, are we are no fame. Um, we'll go around that way. Yeah. Morning, Andy. You, you can start, mate. Uh, I'm Andy. Uh, Andy Bob on most of the social medias or uh, call sign Quartermaster. Um, I've been playing for 12 years now. Um, my preferred weapon platform is LMGs or support weapons. Um, and I got into mill sims probably about nine years ago. And before that, I was a, a World War II reenactor. Um, so yeah, that's that's my background of SOF. I've unmuted now. Class. Well, for me, for those of you who haven't listened before, I got into SOF probably about eight years ago now, something like that. And that was purely by the fact that I was offered a little deal on a two-tone MP5 and a two-tone M9 pistol. That's blowback. Nice. Black and orange. Classic. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, why not? I'll give it a go. So me and my friend, we went to Apocalypse, uh, City Morning Kent, our first site. We visited there. We did a skirmish day. Absolutely loved it. Um, we got chatting to Big John, John Davies, who runs the site now. Um, wicked guy. Absolutely. And it's a wicked site. So, yeah, I do highly recommend you go and pay it a visit if you've not been already. Um, and he mentioned to us a thing called Milsim. I was like, what's Mil- what is Milsim? And he's like, basically, he's like, it means military simulation or like a military-styled event, weekend event. I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. He's like, basically, just like camping out in the woods, shooting each other through the night, through the early hours, this, that, and the other, cooking outside, camp. You know, I was like, sounds great fun. Yeah, I'm up for that, definitely. And just got bugged from there. So I think I did one skirmish day and then literally went out and just got a load of kit for straight in for weekend stuff and been doing that ever since you know i do the odd skirmish for like someone's birthday or something but other than that it's just been yeah weekend events all the way apart from this year apart from it i worked out i've literally i've not been into an event hardly at all this year like so i've been over six months yeah in a nightmare so yes hopefully more next year hopefully more next year yes definitely won't be as busy are you fixed do you want me to mute my mic? I think maybe we need to just, if we're not talking, just mute it. I think we're all I think we're all muted. We're all muted for a second. No well, one's talking. I'm unmuted. Can you hear me now? Very quiet. Very quiet. That's because you've already come through my mic. Shall I put my mic over here? Uh, yes. Oh, so this went well. <laughs> Yay! So this this that you're seeing now is our. Um, uh, what do we call it? Challenge cam. 
challenge cam. Challenge cam. For when we do challenges and stuff. We apologise. There we go. Right, how's, how's the coffee? Yeah, yeah. yeah the first. Yeah, that's, that's a different story. We still got guests come on yet. That could all just. But we're definitely here. <laughs> right. Presumably, everyone can now. Uh, yeah, we need Lance. Back. Lance has dropped into the middle of nowhere. I'm here. Oh, no. I'm right next to you. <laughs> can, what, what, how's the how's our mic now, Ash? You're coming through okay. There's still. Maybe a tiny echo. That could be. Right, there we go. There. My name's Mike. I've been uh, airsofting since 2013. Uh, I have the call sign 9 volt airsoft. Um, because, well, 9 volt because I uh, I forget a lot of things, basically. Mm. Um, typically, I'll rock up to an event and then there's about two things that I haven't brought with me uh, awkwardly. So the the call sign nine volt because my gun runs off a nine volt battery well the magazine does mm. and there was at least two or three occasions where um running an lmg where the battery doesn't feed is not particularly helpful right. so uh nine volt was the uh the brand yeah, of that the battery not even being in there as well Ooh, that was pretty awkward <laughs> yeah the worst the worst to be fair was nae so um one of the nae events there was a half hour walk to the game zone got to the game zone Went to fire the rifle, forgot to put the main LiPo in it, then had to walk half an hour back to the tent to go and get the battery, and then another half hour back to the game zone again. So, um, well, I, I would have given up at that yeah, point. I would have yeah, just gone, yeah, yeah no, nah, beer tent. My um, my brother would came with me, and he was just fucking swearing at me the whole time. He was like, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, in terms of places I've played, predominantly uh, Milsim esque scenarios. So if anyone watched last Wednesday's show, we were discussing what the, the differences are between mill sims. I know obviously you weren't there. We were talking about the differences between mill sims and normal skirmish events, um, sort of airsoft events in general. Uh, so predominantly mill sim style events. I do enjoy a bit of role play, dressing up. As, you love as, a bit as, of role play. Love a little know, bit of role play. Role play. <laughs> um, and yeah, so obviously November Foxtrot, we, we kind of started the concept as back in 2020, COVID had hit. That was you too. And yeah, so we worked out on the basis that we needed to talk to our friends still. So uh, we thought, well, let's start a podcast. Oh, miss my friends. Miss our friends. <laughs> we can actually touch each other. Um, so we started a podcast and decided that we would continue it. We called it November Foxtrot um, for certain reasons, which it's not going to on this particular show. Um, yeah. Oh, there we go. David. David's just chipped in. Yeah. NAE, if I happened more than once. Always forgetting batteries, mm. so yeah, not not great on that front. So uh, yeah, I think the worry for me is like forgetting things. I do forget things, but I think the thing that I get concerned about is that I forget to put things on the list, so I don't forget them. That's the trouble I've got. But we've made a list so now. I make a list of things, but then I forget to put things on the list. But we've got a list made up on the website. No, I know that. But I mean, <laughs> if I might say for this for this event that we've got today. I wrote a list, got something. but then forgot the things. Yep. And the things I forgot were not on my list, so I forgot to put them on there. So I'm so upset myself. So you, I failed <laughs> yeah. You've got two lots of things that you yeah, can yeah, now yeah, forget. Yeah. I need to remember to put things on the list and then remember the list. Yeah. <laughs> Having a list is great, but you still have to put the things on the list in the bag. Yeah. That's the problem I have. <laughs> so I, I need to make sure that basically my bag is like almost semi-permanently packed. Mm. 
because if I don't do that, what keep your basics in pretty much, yeah. yeah because do, yeah. If, if I take anything out of it, as soon as I take it out, it's dead to me. Like I don't know where the fuck. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll look at the list and go. I have all those things. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't even tick it off. Yeah. Don't even check. No, I, I have them things, but not with yeah. Them. See, I've because I've, <laughs> I've got the new Bergen and I've got rid of my old uh, X three hundred. Nice. Ash bought it. Um, pretty much got it for free. <laughs> it was a steal, wasn't it? But all, all my stuff is sitting in the in the room behind me at the moment, just spread out everywhere. And now I've got to reorganise everything into what pouches because it's a totally different setup. So I've got to re restart. So I've got to restart and work out what's going to be. Oh, that yeah. Just buy a new bag. Just buy a different type of bag. I need to get those ladies off the telly to come around and sort the lockdown for me. You know when they take you into that warehouse and they declutter? Or like Trinity and Susanna. I don't know if it's Trinity No, no, it's... um, Storage sorters. Storage sorters or whatever it's called. I I need them to lay out everything that's in my loft and say, right. Maybe we should do that as a segment. We just go around people's houses and be like, hi guys, we're here to... Yeah. Oh, this is is a donation. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put some shelves up. We'll just read... Yeah, <laughs> we'll take the scope of can you sort my Bergen out? To, we'll just redecorate the whole room. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah start with mine. I went with an Art Deco Gilly camo suite uh, mm-hmm. paint on the wall. Um, we've we've decided to put a few murder holes through the wall <laughs> yeah. to provide firing position. Oh, I, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to put glory. I was next door. <laughs> building <laughs> building inspector. <laughs> Building inspector said, "No, you can't do that." <laughs> but the funny thing was, he said that it was a fire risk, not anything else. He just went, "It's a fire risk," and I'm like, "Hang on, can I just clarify? You actually talk to building control about putting glory holes in your wall?" Yeah. Okay, fine, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, very well. Yeah, very well. It must be very friendly, surely. I'll certainly approach the subject. I have so many follow-up questions. <laughs> that are not appropriate. See, see, when you're here, things get weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, yeah, I was going to work out which direction we're going in, but uh, just this. We've got, we've started off really well. Going back onto the subject. I like of, how we've gone to glory yeah, going, <laughs> going back onto the subject of Milsom's alike. So we're obviously eating ration packs or all the equivalent of. That's my breakfast. Um, yeah, we ration packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I'm starting ration pack from lunchtime and then dinner and then breakfast yeah. tomorrow. So, um, because prior to arriving here, I'd literally had a packet of strawberry uh, pencils and a Mountain Dew. Mm. So, uh, just oh, driving. That's a in, healthy breakfast. No, I was just driving them into my Nancy's like, I've cut out sugar. Mike's gone, all I'm having is sugar. I'm taking your Lance's sugar. Genuinely, genuinely, I've had an aggregate like nine hours sleep in the last four days. Um, But, right, so we've got ration packs. I've brought with me a uh, Polish police 24-hour ration pack. Polish police Polish police. And the reason I went for this is because it's got meat pate, or I'm assuming that says meat pate and not just meat pate. Meat um, <laughs> paint. So this this is broken down into three different meals. Uh, this has meat pate, special hard biscuits, instant tea, fruit and cereal bar, and fruit jam for special breakfast. Hard biscuits, so fun. Yeah, and then dinner was a bit confusing to me. So for the dinner option, you've got baked beans. Yes, just baked beans. What, uh, no toast. Bread, 
instant tea, fruit and cereal bar, and then water with a flameless chemical heater. So just yeah, beans for lunch. Just beans. 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 <laughs> I can have the yeah. No, well, that's the crisp bread for lunch. The special hard biscuit. Yeah, so that's bread. beans on toast. Beans on toast, actually, for a rat pack's not bad. No. Yeah. The dinner. The di- oh, that was dinner. dinner Supper. Toast. Supper's the best one. Lasagna. What? Oh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I've got lasagna, more special hard biscuits, honey. I'd have put the honey with... I'd have put the honey earlier. Um, water sachet and more tea. And then it also comes with coffee candy, chewing gum, salt, pepper, uh, a toilet paper, refreshing towel and cutlery. Refreshing towel. Oh. The special hard biscuit. And it went off in November 2022. So... No, they don't go off, do they? Yeah, but the rest of the information's in Polish, so I don't know where... That's the production date. So it's five years... How can you tell that's production date? It's in Polish. Yeah, but that's the date. Yeah, we still. The only date they put on a ration pack is when it was made, and then you've got five years past that. I'm sure that's the case. Is that the case? Uh, not with my one, because. Not in Poland. Not in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> you have to Google it. Anyway, we'll go through these in a little bit more detail later on. Yeah. Um, when we open them up. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to be consuming. Yes. Mine, mine. I managed to get hold of this. <laughs> Anyone can read Chinese. Uh, that says meal ready I to eat. I'm looking at the screen when it's there. Yeah, it's like, right here. <laughs> What's that? What, what is, is that? So I went for, um, so this is the Chinese, what is it? Chinese Army Ration Pack 24 hour. Um, they don't do breakfast, apparently, in these. But I went for. There's so many jokes you can make there. So <laughs> Um. I went for menu five, uh, which is. So it's fried rice. No, well, nearly curry, curry fried rice with seafood. Okay. Um, is that for breakfast? This is just what's in it. I don't eat that on the toilet. Stewed <laughs> <laughs> beef fried noodles. So just where are you going? I'm going to have to have my lunch. <laughs> You need that thing that we're, you know, that poo chair, <laughs> the one that was looked onto the tray. You just sit there eating it like yeah, that. The crap strap. Seafood special fried rice. Yeah, yeah so uh, curried fried rice with seafood, mm-hmm. stewed beef fried noodles, uh, a fish cake, instant drink powder, chewing gum, chocolate, and chili oil frumenta vellit. Hippies, which doesn't sound very Chinese to me, but yeah, um, and that's it. That's what comes. The fish cake sounds dangerous. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and the date that seafood in there. Yeah, because it's yeah. The date that I've got on this is the first. I don't know how the Chinese write it. If they do month first or date first, but it's written backwards. So it's 2022, Mm -hmm. 12. Oh one. Well, so it's not going to be the twenty second month, is it? So it'll be no twenty twenty twelve zero one maths. Do you want to see? Again, yeah, very tired. But I went for that. It's, it's, it's two thousand twenty two. It's December first, or is it January twelfth? Yeah. It doesn't matter. But it's, it's still, yeah. 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 Ration packs have very similar dates on them. They're not too far off. 
So whether it's production date or best before, yeah, like, um, I would have thought it was production date. Potentially equally going to get both in the same year. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's production date, so it would make it the first. It would make it the twelfth of the first for me because yeah. you can't. When I bought it, that would have been the future. The main, the main takeaway. <laughs> the the main takeaway I'm going to just bring from your. We're not having takeaway. We're having no. Just a pun. Oh. <laughs> the main takeaway I was going to say is um. You're, you're to being a Chinese. For me, it would have been hilarious if it was just like uh, what's included, like menu 53, two, uh, two number ones, and a six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed there's no prawn crackers, but I don't know how yeah. they would. Um... Oh, no, fortune cookies. <laughs> fortune cookies. <laughs> just fortune cookies, duck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think fortune cookies were made in San Francisco. So. Yeah. Oh, like, well, um, yeah. What if you could, if you could, like, make military fortune cookies? What would your ones be? Duck. Today is a bad day for you. I love that Mike's first time I'm tired came 27 minutes in. Oh my god, we've got like uh, 23 and a half hours. So we've had an update from Podash. Uh, the Echo is Andy's terrible architecture. Apparently. Oh, so it's your fault. It's got to be the room. It's got, yeah, it would be. What can we do about that? Did you bring uh, your? I'll tell you what. There's a wooby in there. We can lay that on the floor. Did you bring your pads? There's one under the knee at the moment. The the sofa. That, yeah, that's kind of why I threw all this up. If we, um, if we grab the wooby, there's, there's a blanket that's only there. We just put it on the floor. That should dampen the noise down a bit. It's probably it's that. It would be there. We can't hang the wooby on the ceiling, can we? No, I'm not. Japan does month day year apparently. Month day year. Month day year. So yeah, no. You say month day year. If you say monthly year fast enough, it sounds like China. But then that means <laughs> that means I bought this from future future China. I know that because look, that's what's. It must be year day month. Is that showing up on yeah, there? It's got to be. Uh, it's got to be the first of. Uh, it's it's got to be the twelfth of Jan because I bought this like three weeks ago, and it wasn't the the first was yesterday. The the other thing I was going to say about that is I'm just. Oh no, 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 we're in twenty three, aren't we? Like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy is so 2022. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the 2022. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say, so they do one of those with the fermented choir leg in. Oh, oh yeah, the special forces one. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm not that. Yeah, I'm not that special yeah. forces. <laughs> yeah, but why is that special forces? <laughs> I'm just worried that I'm going to open that and you just get COVID. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the fish Oh, Andrew opens the Johnny's ration pack and rigidly, we all go back um, into lockdown again. <laughs> Harry has asked, where's the timetable for today? Need to plan my next 24 hours of viewing and when I can have a nap. Oh, wow. So the first batch of... Um, so that, right, okay, we, this is probably something we should have talked about. Yes, so the way that we're running the stream is we're going to be doing four batches of six hours. So they will still be continuous. Um, I wouldn't worry about ducking down. Everyone can still see you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got the eye in the sky. No, you should have put that on. Yeah, there's the camera next. <laughs> so the, uh, the podcast going to be run over four six-hour segments. And the reason that we've done that, we can stream continuously. 
but it would mean that we can't potentially upload that full 24-hour show. Um, I love being in person. Um, we can't do the full 24-hour show as an upload of one entity on YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> um, so the reason we're doing those segments is so that we can sort of portion them off and we can then upload those. So there'll be the full stream available uh, afterwards. Because what we're going to do is leave the charity fundraiser up probably indefinitely um, or as long as I can yeah, yeah. make it work. Because, you know, people will watch this going forward and hopefully we can um, raise as much money as we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And the hoodies in the book are only on. So they'll finish. Yeah, we're not running any No, they're... Yeah, so they're they're finishing at about half uh half eight quarter to nine yeah. so we can um like get the winner on to say how much we've um uh made for for the hoodies and and, and the book and stuff so yeah Wait. so yeah so what we will have to do to make that work is that each segment we will have to shut down the stream so you won't be able to stay on this link throughout the whole 24 hours you'll have to try uh, or you have to click onto a new link um, it, you'll know where the end of each segment's coming because we've got like a little play out um, which includes some videos and bits and pieces so please mm-hmm. please watch that all the way through that also gives us a little bit of time just to quickly pop off and have a quick wee or dump or whatever we need to do oh, uh, <laughs> change your pants um, change your pants change the pads <laughs> go get some food saw yourself clean, clean it yeah. up I got, um, I got my catheter in yeah Drew just said Mike does not what, the Chernobyl one yeah the one that yeah the old Russian one <laughs> I'm going to be well toasty in about an hour. That's <laughs> so horrible. Um, so timetable. It's something you find a crime scene. I think it's horrible. I want to see it. Timetable-wise, uh, we're putting these segment timetables up. Um, we're doing that on the basis that we kind of confirm when we know exactly what's going ahead. Because mm-hmm. appreciate over the next 24 hours. Someone, yeah, could, yeah. someone could get very ill. We can have problems, etc., etc. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll relocate the stream to hospital. Yeah, lots of interviewing us. That's a room. So there should be a fully um, Podash has put a segment up on Instagram, kind of the breakdown of the first segment. Uh, so there should be a timetable on there. So hopefully that explains that. Um, I get the segments when you're doing quiz games, cop bed raffles, interviews, etc. So it's a mixture. Basically, we've got a lot of interviews this morning. Oh, yeah, Andy, do you want to run through the timetable? Yeah, yeah. So I can run through it ever so quickly. Bear me two seconds. I'll just bring it up. It should be on our NoFo Instagram, Harry. It should be on there as a post. So um, (laughs) at 11 o'clock, well, hopefully at um, 10.15, we've got Sally. Uh, from Jigsaw um, coming on, uh, just to explain a little bit what charity does um, better than what we can, because obviously we, we read the spill off of the website, but she'll be able to go into a little bit more detail. Um, and then we've got a very busy morning. At 11 o'clock, we've got um, uh, Southeast, uh, South Wales Reading Group um, that are very affiliated with JBG. At uh, 12 o'clock, we've got Dan Mills, who wrote Sniper One. Um, one o'clock, we're gonna stop for a little bit of lunch for an well, hour. When you say stop, we might do that as a we're doing that. Um, and I'm not doing it up against the camera, am I? 
Then two o'clock, we've got uh, Take from uh, Kydex Customs coming back on. Uh, we've got, and then at three o'clock, um, we've got Kai from Prepper Shop, which yes. is a good one. Yes. Um, he's going to show us, uh, hopefully, around the new uh, store for yeah. people that haven't got down there yet. Um, Wayne, whatever his name is, Podge, Podge Airsoft, I can't remember what he's called on it. Wayne Fresh Meat. Fresh Meat. <laughs> That oh, man, because oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's Podge on Instagram. He's um currently down in Cornwall, oh, and he's oh, going in on Monday. We have a yeah, man, yeah, on man on location. I mean, we'll have Kai on location as yeah. well, who's we're actually interviewing. But if you could, we could have Wayne. For some <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Kai, Wayne, Wayne, if you're listening, get down there now. <laughs> uh, Kai is on at three o'clock. Three o'clock, Wayne. Wayne please get down to Prefer Shop at three o'clock, o'clock and just be in the background going. Just with a big sign that says, we love no <laughs> Yeah. Or go with a big poncho and start actively stealing stuff in front of them. What? This is what I've been told to do. Yeah. Uh, then at four o'clock, we've got a simple Q&A for us. Um, so if anyone has any questions. Uh, five o'clock, we've got Chris from uh, Vortex Optics uh, to give us an update of what's happening with them. Andrew got a t shirt. Yeah, Andrew got a t shirt. Six o'clock is the thing that everyone has been waiting for is the uh, Lance Cockbed Challenge uh, to see if we can actually put it together for people. Um, and to really burrow down gonna, into. We're going to help. We're really going to burrow down into where are the adjustment straps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I fell for that. Just also interrupt. Thank you, Harry, for your donation. Um, we're now up to 380 pounds wow. on our just giving. So, amazing. If we hit 500 pounds by like 10 o'clock, I'm, I'm going to up the target because I, do I don't want to achieve it. I'm, okay, I'll just change it now. Go on, Karen. <laughs> Why put a target? Just give as much as you can. Yeah, just giving has to have a target in there. Oh, does it? Because otherwise that percentage thing just... A million. Definitely. A million. <laughs> I'll make it two. Uh, and then uh, nine o'clock. Uh, sorry, no. Uh, so six o'clock, then seven o'clock. Uh, we've got you dinner. Me, you only give me an hour to set the bed up. Well, no, because I put lunch after that. So me and Mike can eat. 7 p.m. lunch? 7 p.m. dinner. Oh, okay. uh, I think you're fine. I'm having supper. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Mike can eat. Well, well, hilariously yeah, lovely. I'll one of you to interact with ballast. Ballast? <laughs> what do you look at me? <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to act as ballast. You look to you first, and I'll follow his look to see what he was looking at. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't mind being ballast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, position I've been training for for many years. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets stretching Usually get hired out by submarines and ship captains. Starts flexing. Like, yeah, this is my moment. Oh, silly. <laughs> Very silly. Uh, nine o'clock, uh, we've got my segment. Uh, which is going to be a direct comparison between the Yo, FMA uh, clone of the Team Wendy. So I have the FMA clone and a real Team Wendy. Um, and then at 10 o'clock, uh, we've got Mike's 
segment. I've made a is, game show! Which is a quiz, full-blown oh, it's game. It's not just a quiz, it's an actual game show now. I'm generally, so, so, so. generally worried about this. As long as you've got your glittery waistcoat. Oh, oh man, I could have brought that. I'll come up with a costume. I'll come up with a costume. Based on what we've got, that, yeah, what we've got here, what we've got here, I will. Uh, oh, science is at eight o'clock. Is that is that Yeah, we can do. Eight eight o'clock, we'll do science. Yes, yeah, so this is a USB uh, microscope, so we can actually have a look at Lance's smock to see. Make the said smock. S M O C K. I feel like we've gone in hard. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can really look at the effect of the wax on the fibres, yeah. basically. So we can compare that against some other fabrics and see what I've that looks other, like. I've got my other, I've got my smock as well. So um, and we, we have also looked at. Beef. <laughs> yeah. We've also looked at beef jerky, and we're not showing that on camera because no. that looks tremendous. Look but we might. Yeah, but we might do. We might do. Guess what we're zooming into. Oh yeah. We yes, might do guess. guess, guess yeah. <laughs> Might get might might throw away from patches for that one. Yeah, Not just throw them away. You just well done. You've guessed in the bin. Yeah. Oh my god! Can you imagine if it like said something else and zoomed up? We need to check this before we actually start. Like our addresses or something. I don't know why they'd be on the patch. But... Uh, right, carry on. That's right. No, uh, and then yeah. <laughs> Uh, 11 o'clock, uh, we've got uh, James and Kev from Defiance. Give us a breakdown of how Raid went and uh, give us a bit of info on what's happening next year with them. Uh, midnight, we've got Cost of Living, um, Meal Sims, learning from our personal mistakes of what we bought and what we haven't bought. <laughs> oh, I feel so alone. I'm not really far away. <laughs> We just blow him kisses. Yep. Um, one o'clock, if we can get it working. Uh, it was meant to be nighttime and thermal testing, um, <laughs> but someone forgot their thermal imaging, so it's just going to be have a look through. But, uh, to, to be fair to me, I forgot to write it down on my list of things not to forget. Yeah, so it wasn't on the list. So anyway, didn't really forget it. it was never on the list to start with. What we'll probably end up doing is what, what I'm thinking is we'll turn off all the lights and we'll see if we can get. <laughs> Ash is going to have to stand there with the. <laughs> so we're going to put the um, night vision in front of the GoPro. I think that'll look good. We haven't tested it at all, so yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it will be dark. <laughs> uh, at two o'clock, we've got uh, game ideas, um, what possible styles, storylines, game modes that you'd like to see maybe come up in the future. At that Dive point, into... and that's going to go. I've put that purposely at late. Yeah, because three o'clock's a witch. It's three a.m. is a witch now. That's when shit starts to get really yeah. weird. Uh, events three o'clock in the morning. Everyone's a bit yeah. like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. We've got uh, Randy, uh, which is from uh, one LM US uh, chapter. Oh yes, of course. At three o'clock, um, which will be really good because we've never had a US guest on before, which will be really exciting. Four o'clock. Tips and trips. Are they from Canada? No, they're not from Canada. 
Uh, tips and tricks for staying awake on stag. Oh, you'd laugh at that one. I'm oh, sorry. I was, reading, I, was, I, was, I was reading. Yeah, I was reading Drew's five by five. Lance's two by five. I've distance. rotated your mic round, so hopefully we get picked. Is that what that means? Is it? Thank you, Drew. We've got an online sound engineer. Yeah, love it. Give him feedback. Love that. Thank you, mate. Uh, five o'clock. Oh, five o'clock. I haven't written anything. Five o'clock. We'll think of something. Probably. We can continue the game show because the game show might go on for. A yeah. Moment. So that could, well, that will be a. Let's see what's happening. Yeah. Uh, six o'clock, we've got another Q&A with let us know uh, where you're playing and where you are. Um, Sunday. It's going to be Sunday, so there should be some players popping out for a little skirmish, hopefully. Well, we should be well gaga by then. Yeah, we'll be gone by then. If you are going out and playing tomorrow, um, put a, get a photo, tag us on Instagram. Yeah. We potentially can bring those up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. Us, Spread the word with the yeah. charity as well, guys, as well. Throw the just giving link out. Should we put like a little thing on that, like who's got the best photo or something like that? Like, yeah, get the most people in your photo to have like a thumbs up. That'll yeah, cool. there you go. Little challenge. Yeah. So if you are if you are airsofting tomorrow, send the photo on Instagram. Uh, just tag us in the upload, and then try and get as many people with thumbs up. And, and, then, and make sure they've all donated at least two pound fifty each to the charity. Yeah, I'm just giving, and we'll and send you a patch. You, well, yeah, I was just going to say we can, we can give a patch to whoever gets the best photo. Oh, yeah. yeah. All about the money today, not for us, but for the charity. That's what it's all about. It's all about. Um, and then at seven, oh, excuse me, seven o'clock, we've got breakfast. Um, I don't I don't get a breakfast. <laughs> I, I think my. I could do bacon and eggs as well. Oh, lovely. I'll have breakfast, bacon and eggs. Meat You're having meat These plates. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what it is yet. <laughs> Harris says anything past 2 a.m. We'll just be talking bollocks. Probably the most entertaining bit of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Yes, you know us too yeah, well. You meant, you meant oh, 2 a.m. So this morning. <laughs> <laughs> when you were just asleep. <laughs> and then from 8 o'clock, um, we'll probably run it a little bit past 9, just to make sure that we make sure that we do stream for a full 24 hours. Yes, because obviously we've the cut-off period of changing yeah. segments, yeah. Um, so from 8 o'clock until, we'll say, about... We'll running until we nod off. Yeah, <laughs> gone. Um, will be us closing down. Um, it will be um, doing, so this is Sunday, bringing it to a bringing bring it to an end. Um, getting the totals and things. Ashley's going to be doing some maths. Quick maths. Quick, quick maths. My guy. <laughs> and then that'll be it. And then. And then we will be going to sleep, <laughs> won't we? We'll be we, going to sleep for a few yeah, hours. Just, then I'll, then I'll drive home. We'll have a little cuddle on the sofa. And yeah. then a... I don't know how this is going to work, but yeah. it should be okay. I'm you're coming home with you. You're coming home with me, but I'm going to sleep first. I'm not driving home this is, a, this is a double sofa bed. Brilliant. So we can fold it so out. We can make a fort. We can make a little castle, sleep in here. We can make it into a castle. I've got a battery in the car. We could bring that in. We could do that at five o'clock. Disconnect everything just to make just to make a so just leave that camera camera (laughs) 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 but yeah so that's that's it that should be the show show. Um, I'll say the show the weekend yeah (laughs) Uh, things that things will probably go wrong life life will probably get in the way I'll probably end up on the toilet for an hour after eating that. <laughs> I really regret going for the seafood option. When I thought about it, I was like, yeah, no, seafood doesn't keep that well, does it? I, I, this, this, this amazes me, really, how they've got seafood in a ration pack. I mean, I know they put chicken in there, but I've never, I've never seen seafood in like, a British Army ration pack. Oh, yeah. tuna mayonnaise. Yeah, I mean, just enough chemicals. You can make them in a glass forever, can't you? Well, that's true, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Unless it's not actually what they say. Yeah, just fish wrapped in resin. It's <laughs> <laughs> a solid block. You can see it, just can't eat it. There's lots of celebrities that are still going that well, I'm pretty sure. Wrapped, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, pretty sure yeah, they're just wrapped in resin. That's absolutely accurate. Fish cake Botox. Yeah. yeah. This person won't decay for a thousand years. <laughs> just rigid like that. No cotton. The cotton's completely gone. They're just still there smoking. <laughs> With their fish lips. <laughs> Um, right, what I wanted to just say, obviously, thank you in advance to Podash mm, yeah, for um, definitely. helping us out this weekend. Um, it's massively helpful. And also, a big shout out to Andy for firstly turning his living room into this. Which is very uh, cool. Massively helpful. Okay. And it looks wicked. I mean, in terms of what we've got around the set, we've got our plate carriers and sort of various helmet setups, nice display pieces. There's Grenades, if we need to wake up later in the later in the event, absolutely, we'll be launching um, one of them off. Just stuff that we've mentioned on from? the show. There is a mortar round. There's three. There's three mortar rounds, yeah, and a tag grenade. You're not. What's your rig? Mine's the, the, mine's uh, the Agilite K19. Uh, is that your DCS that you we're going to get rid that's of? That's my DCS. That I'm not selling. <laughs> It's, it's, been, very, it's been two years. We're going. I'm not saying it. I'm saying it. It's worse. I don't know when the, I'm uh, going to wear it. Thing from oh, I, mean, I know. I know. I don't actually know when I'm going to wear it again. But I'm not selling it. I like. I do like it very much. Yeah, and it, it looks a lot better now. Plate carriers on it. It looks a little bit. KKK <laughs> earlier. Yeah, which I do not agree with. Around, but yeah, yeah. And there's me making three crosses <laughs> in the back garden, <laughs> and my neighbours are looking out the window, going. I'm know, super, yeah. super into I know, I know it's Christmas, but <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, this nativity is going to be accurate this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there are any wealthy benefactors watching, you know, say, say Mr. Beast just happens to come across this video, if you'd like <laughs> yeah. to buy a studio, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a pain in We've got used to give this. Like a million pounds good. to the charity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> or that. <laughs> <laughs> Studio Our target's cool. only two grand for the charity, whereas yeah. a, a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, there's a couple of comments that have come in, so we'll just run through those quickly. Uh, Mainly Harry, about audio. Harry says, <laughs> Harry says, I'm naked watching NoFo entertain me. Harris, uh, always. So I don't think there's any difference from normal. Right. Rage says, can I have a hoodie that says Lance is an urban fruiter? Yes, because of my man. He's 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 right, rage. I picked up on the man bun as well. He's yet to come around to the idea. However, um, according to Rage's wife, me and Rage are identical. identical? I sent him a picture of me and my man bun covered completely naked the other day just to see what was just to get his feedback more than anything, yeah. Yeah. And um, I think without the microscope, microscope, no, no, you can see my man bun without the microscope. (laughs) (laughs) We're focusing on that part of my body this week. Um, and his wife walked past and said, why have you got a picture of yourself on your phone? He was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> your wife clearly has great taste. So, uh, <laughs> um, Dan said, has Lance brought his poo chair? I haven't brought my poo chair, no. I, 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 when I knew Andy was supplying sofas, I didn't think I'd need it, to be honest. Did you bring your poo chair? No. Did you bring your, have you got your poo chair? I haven't got my poo chair. Prodash, poo okay. chair? It might be a chair in the car, yes. What, a poo chair? Is it a poo chair? It's not a boot Oh, it's sorry, mate. No, it's a small no, 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 no. <laughs> We don't want this badge to me either. <laughs> no, sorry, mate. I didn't bring my poo chair with me. Uh, Drew says, Andy, do you also do Warhammer? I do. 
Cool. Next question. How? how <laughs> well, no, I don't do Warhammer because Games Workshop is ridiculously expensive. I do a different game called Conquest. <laughs> yeah, I do. A, I do a different game called Conquest because it's even more. I do. I do a tax banner. <laughs> <laughs> Paint all the tools and different shapes. How do you know that battle like, spanner? <laughs> oh, you've been looking at my Instagram. We've got the uh, we've got the OnlyFans feed somewhere else in the house, like a diary cam for like um, Big Brother. That's behind this. Yeah, I have got a backlight behind it. So if someone wanted to do like weird, we do some weird things. What am I doing? <laughs> Late at night. <laughs> That's, that'll be, be the, like the Austin Powers. That'll be three AM. We'll get our US guest on, and it'll just be like, "Yeah, uh, hi, welcome to the show. What are we doing? <laughs> We've literally lost lost our shit at this point. We've got nothing to say. But act out things behind the curtain. That'd be five o'clock oh, when mate, things have gone mental. I feel like we're going in hard, though. I feel like we've already lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think we're going to fail? I think we're going. To... Well, I know. I reckon he's going to fall asleep. Gonna you're going to nod. You're going to go. I know you're going. You're gonna no, be like, I can't wait for you to go because I'm going to draw asleep. fucking all over you. Seriously. I don't think we'll fail doing staying awake. I just my my only concern is the quality of the content. Um, no, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, it comes with it. Get the man. I think once we get the guests on, I will do. I'll change out in a bit, mate. I'll bring some. I'll get some for for yours and Rage's benefit. I'll I'll get some. Well, I wouldn't quite call it a bun yet. It's more of a more of a pimple. Top knot. Not top knot. It's not, top I wouldn't knot. call it a bun yet. I've got enough bunnage. Bunnage. <laughs> to, to it's smaller than a bun. Um, a rock cake. Yeah. <laughs> Scone. Scone. Is a... I no, I don't think it's even as big is as it a scone. Is it scone or scone? That's a different one. A crouton, Dobal. Dobal. Yeah, Dobal. Yeah, Dobal. Dobal. Yeah, Dobal. 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 I was going to say crouton, but it's very, very small. Mambles. Mandible. Mambles. Can you do it in two? Can you have two? Two mambles. Two mambles. <laughs> with, with two Dobals. <laughs> if only. <laughs> I could do. I could layer up, yeah. yeah. Mm, we'll see. I've only, I think I've only got one hairband. We'll, we'll try. Whatever. I've got elastic band. My, my wife's upstairs. I'm sure she's got loads. Oh, she can do my hair for me because I really struggle to do it. She just hold it. <laughs> Stand behind like that. Can I go now? <laughs> so also, I just want to say thank you for Charlotte for letting yes. us. Thank you. Pick her upstairs. Yes. Thank you to Mrs. Bob's. Yeah. For letting us uh, use her lounge area kitchenette thing. Everything. All Everything. of downstairs. Add on downstairs. Yeah, the hell downstairs of the, of the building. I need to sort of like jump up slightly to go over the box. Call sign Chewbacca says, What are you doing? On the camera. Well, just tilt the um, screen well, towards you. Can we not put those in? Oh, the box. Go over the box. Oh, the box that the words are in. I look like that little um, thing at the, the. Can you not put them in a different place? see his forehead. It's like Ant and Deck. Right. <laughs> no, you can't live in just. Shut up. See, Lance has got to be like this. Call sign Chewbacca says, any of you playing at Octo 8 next weekend? I am not, because I'm still on... I am not, because I'm working, obviously, and I've got a family Christmas thing. So, sadly, sadly, no. As much as I'd love to go. I have a work thing, unfortunately, so I'm unable to go. So, no, is the simple answer. I'm I'm done for the year now. I'm not doing nothing until next year, unfortunately. December is chock-a-block for me. Yeah. It's pretty busy. We're all in agreement that we aren't doing any event. Uh, I might do some camping between yeah. Christmas and New Year. Right. What just? Well, we normally go for. Space. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We might be doing that. So I, I was just going to do the thing we normally. I do remember do. us talking about that. Doing yeah, it, we did talk about it. 
three Christmas and New Year, sleepy, sleepy. Yeah, yeah. In a hotel, yeah. Is it's gonna be, I don't know if, if, it's this, if it's this fucking gold, I ain't going I don't outside. Know, I think they like this cooking steak in the hotel, though. I don't think go to Miller and Carter, though. Well, take your own steak. We're just going to have steak in Miller and Carter. Oh, okay. Just thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Richard says, so Andy's going to be stuck in the bag for the next, or in the box for the next few days. Yeah. No, I'll be all right. I've got a cast iron stomach. Yeah, well, you should have. You should. You, you'll need it for that. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. If not, I've still got morphine. My ration pack is in the days. fridge because it consists of six, six, six ribeyes and dozen twelve, eggs. Twelve eggs. Uh, I've got a pack of beef. Cheese. And I've got some cheese and a bit of cream to go in my coffee. Yeah, later on. I've got some what coffee as well. What coffee? Yeah, and I've got some snacks. Here. So have you changed your? Because you used to like your New York. Was oh yeah, no York? more. You can't do no, that because it's got the sweet. Got the whitener in it. in it as well. Even even the no sugar, I find that because it's got the whitener in it. So no more three. I've got loads of three in one copies for Ryan to give out to the boys when I see him. And anyone else who likes him. I've got so you don't have this. You can't have the uh, whitener. Nothing. You, you can have got, powdered got, milk, or no. even though it's. Milk. I could if I choose to have anything in my coffee. I have a bit of double cream, full fat, the best double nice. cream. That's it. Yeah. So I've got loads of rations to give out to you, by the way. Already, when we're next to events, I'm just going to take the lot. Because yeah. I can't eat it. It's all got to go. Everything. Right. So many things. What were those buns we got? Maple syrup buns. Oh, yeah. I've got about 57 syrup. of them <laughs> in a box. Mike's, like, it's, it's Mike's like, I've got 57. <laughs> he talked me into order. He's like, you'll never go squat. I was like, what? He said, there's a, flash, like there's a flash sale on Preppers UK at the moment. I said, what is it? He said, maple syrup buns. I was like, oh, okay, I'll get some. <laughs> I, I really need. I, 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 genuinely, I genuinely hate the, the pepper shop flash house because it pops up. I'm like, oh yeah, bastards! They've got me again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a yeah. set of dental equipment from a pepper shop flash house. Like, like a so, surgical, yeah, dental equipment. Oh, really? I'm assuming you. <laughs> so, it's, probably, it's not from the same batch that Chernobyl catheter came from, is it? We buy weird stuff. Yeah, it's very <laughs> peculiar. Hey, I can't believe I spent so much time in the woods with you two. If I'm honest. <laughs> Yeah, but if you ever get a problem with your teeth, I'll have a go. Absolutely, yeah, yeah thanks. And I'll, I'll, I'll just fit the catheter for you so you don't have to worry about it. I don't think it. I need a catheter for dental treatment. Do <laughs> <laughs> hey, you imagine going into your dentist for a checkup? I'm just going to pop a catheter in. What? No, you're not. Just remember who's doing the dental work. Oh, God, no. I'll, I'll take my chances on my own, thanks. <laughs> well, no, it's fine. It's suddenly really good. So you don't want the catheter then? <laughs> Most people say no to this, but I always like to provide it as an option. You know, yeah. Saves you getting up. Yeah. <laughs> it's more good. Would you like come... me to wash my hands beforehand or afterwards? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, bit in the catheter. Do cat- you want me to well, wear gloves? Bit in the <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Uh, Why are you only worried about the quality of your content now? You haven't for the last three years. Who <laughs> <laughs> for that? Who do you think? Oh, well. Mr. Happy. Yeah, Mr. Happy. <laughs> well, I think... Because we know he keeps coming back for more, so yeah. there's no need to improve it. So well, Also, there's a worthy cause this time. Yeah. Right. If it, if it was just for us, then yeah, it'd be a bag of shite. <laughs> but we have, we have Jigsaw South... Southeast mm-hmm. to represent as well. So we got, got to try, got to try and not be as bad as one we One thing I did want to want to mention is that it's 
the number of times that I kind of um, talk to people about the show and they, the, the, the regular audience that we have are so much of a part of this mm. that, and I don't think people realise it, when you're on here a lot and you're commenting, because you guys are obviously putting comments in the chat and we're pulling them up, you, you are effectively part of the show. People know who you are. And I know Rage, because I've, I mean, I've talked to Rage about this, and he, he finds it frustrating because people call him Rage. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Rage. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It's his own fault. Yeah. It's his own fault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. If I message him on Instagram, I'll not know who he is. I'll say, hey, Rage. Because that's the start of his yeah. name. Well, it's kind of like everyone knows me. Actually, everyone knows me as Andy Bob. My yeah. name is not Andy Bob. No. Yeah, Bob is but not even anywhere. Phone, you're is Andy it not? Bob, you know? No, he's not. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I pushed uh, the wrong button. Uh, I've got to stop touching the button. Oh, he's gone. No, I'm still here, mate. I'm still oh, here. It's just, it's uh, it's like it's all technical Mike? difficulties over here. You're not meant to be pushing buttons. Yeah, we haven't told you about that. Just put the mouse over there. I'm Okay. <laughs> you leave it alone. No, I was clicking through the comments and then the. Have a sausage roll. Have a sausage roll. Thank you. Thank you. I can't see the um the the frame the start button. The play what? The start comments they've all disappeared to me. I can't see them. Oh, I I can read them. No, it's right. Uh, there were some comments coming in, but we're just going to ignore those now because I've Yeah, sorry, everyone. No, I've still got them. Sorry, sorry for me. I've still got star comments here as well. So, how far did we get? Uh, right. Oh, yeah. So, we got to Rage. Uh, then we've got uh, Danny, who has written uh, Toffee Knot. Toffee Knot? Toffee Knot. Okay, I don't like that one. Is that, is, that, is that really insulting? Is that like, is that like streets? Just street as fuck. I don't know, we need to listen well, to that video. Yeah, we'll put a video up in a bit. I don't do street stuff anymore. I thought it was a sport, yeah, anything without it, though. It's sweet, isn't it? Sweet, fam. Uh, sweet strut. Sweet strut. <coughs> <coughs> a nice walk. I'm very tired. <laughs> you can't be very tired, Mike. It's only an hour and two yeah, minutes in. We've got 22.5 hours to go. Minutes, hours. Drew has asked, what? Are the total so far? What's your total update? So, do you mean what we've raised so far, or what the? It's me leaving cause problems. What's an ask? What are you drinking there? Water. Should be drinking water. We need to dilute some of that energy you've got. So, uh, wow. Um, the sniper one book. Um, the science type of one book is up to £16 at the moment. Wicked. The NoFo charity hoodie is up to £126. Whoa, that's cool. Just Giving's at 380 Wow. So, Which gives us a grand total of quick, quick maths. maths. Rod Ash. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like, there on Grindr. He's swiping right. Just get my swipe on, man. <laughs> I'm in a new county. This is... <laughs> Ooh, unlock new features. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be honest, I won't. There's lots of Russian women in my area. <laughs> we've, we've, what do we get on the, the, the books up to £16, yeah. £3.80 on the Just Give In, and the, the hoodies up to £126. So it's 5 16 uh, That's 
Wow, well done. Well done. Oh, and we, haven't, we haven't even got Sally on yet to tell you why, why you're giving money. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, amazing. Awesome. Hopefully we can get In the next more few more. minutes. So yeah. Well. So uh, Classified says, when players ask me in Airsoft uh, what, what their name is, it just says, I tell them it's Classified. Which one's called? Cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, so said, uh, is your iPro just the black box? Because you can get, get the, uh, the black box. Sunglasses. Oh, spec ops. Oh, yeah, yeah like the spec ops. Yeah. Sunglasses. So that'd be pretty cool. The only thing with them is that they're not. You can't see from them. No, but they're also as well. You can see from them. What, the, what, the, what, the, yeah, the special yeah. They're not like a solid black box. Oh. They're like genuine they glasses. Don't, they don't issue black boxes to, to special forces. You have to buy those off Amazon, mate. No, you do. You don't. <laughs> I've looked at lots of books and they're all wearing them. <laughs> serious? <laughs> you see them all like, sitting in front of like a, like a pinky, like a Land Dark 110 of all the 50 cows and that on it and they've all got the fucking black... Oh, I'm reading something classified. I can't read this. Put the thing on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, there's, you know what I mean? Like that. All like that. They're all wear them. You can still see for them. They're all issued. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get let's get let's get <laughs> Harry asked um, if I was using the Zofram as a mouse mad. I'm not anymore because um, well, he's been told off. Harry, the mouse the mouse fell off. And then I left the chat. He's been reprimanded for his nonsense. Yeah, he's not allowed. I can't see any of the star stuff now. It's very frustrating. Good, I like that because I can see them. That gives me a little edge over you. I've got a mouse that works. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to point out as well that um, I've been doing the show since the birth today, and I've, today I've got admin rights. So thanks, everyone. Well done. Go <laughs> <So> me. <laughs> yeah. but when you said when I said to you, "Would you like admin rights?" You were like, "Well, do I need them? Because I don't want to like screw anything up." <laughs> and then you loved it, and the first thing you went is, "Oh, delete all." <laughs> That's the first thing I saw. All the episodes recorded. It's like the big, big, big button in the corner says, "Delete all." I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Is this paint wet? <laughs> is this paint oh, wet? Does it really delete it all, though? Does it really delete it all? <laughs> Let's put this to the test. Yes. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. Uh, Richard, um, we also need to say well done to Mike for getting uh, his chartered engineer. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Well, well done, sir. Ken, Ken. I, part of the reason I haven't had any sleep in the last tennis clap. I We know quite well that you have suffered. Yeah. All done now, mate. So, what letters will you get? So, my name is now Mike Censored. Um, censored. censored. I just, I don't know about putting these things on the internet. Like, I think everyone knows so, what your name is, right, mate. Technically, my, my you, might, you put Mike Fraser on. Yeah, so my, my name is Mike Fraser. Um, surprise. Uh, Menge on C N G M I C E. You're you're a minge. A men, a minge. Menge, yeah. You're a minge. That's you're genuinely. Minge. That's it. That's done. No, Screwline so wrong. You are right. now officially a minge. <laughs> I know. I know. We're all making the joke as if I'm not in on it. So originally, I started my. Have you got no choice in the matter? Can't you change them around a little bit? No, that's it. But originally, I was on a bachelor's of engineering at uni, uh, which would have been a B eng. And one of the reasons I wanted to go up to an M eng, so a master's of engineering, is because you'd be a minge. Because it'd be fun, <laughs> funny to be a minge. Yeah. And then. <laughs> And then, because I'm a member of the Institution of Civil Engineers, it would be my menge mice, which I thought was even funny. Um, but then, yeah, because you know, I'm chartered, I get senge in the middle of it now. So. Okay. Oh. 
If anyone can make up a what's the what's the thing where you can no where you move the letters around to acronym. make a proper acronym. If anyone no, can make a, 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 if anyone can make an acronym of Mike's Fraser's. No, title, you're on about a um like, like countdown where they jumble all the letters up. And you have to make the word countdown. Countdown. No, I know that's the game <laughs> show, Brad. Oh, isn't that the segment in the show where they jumble letters up and then isn't you that have just to... countdown? Jesus. No, 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 because they do the numbers as well. Oh, the challenge. Down. Yeah. That, that's so a, conundrum. Conund, thank you. Countdown conundrum. Oh, yeah. Conundrum, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that's the thing, isn't it? Sorry, I thought you just meant like, we've got all the letters. No, yeah. like, you know what, you do damn well. So we've got, we've got the no-fo conundrum. Yes. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Anyone can pick up a good one, I'll send them a patch. Hmm. What, out of November Foxtrot? No, 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 Mike Frazier, Minge, Cat. Whatever it was, cats, dogs, cats, and mice. Cats, mouse, yeah. <laughs> mouse, mat, mingy, mingy, mouse, mat, place. <laughs> anagram, an anagram, anagram. That's oh, what it's that, called. Can you say that? Countdown, countdown. <laughs> Just blurt that out. But it was countdown. Wasn't yeah, it? it's on countdown, but it wasn't yeah. called countdown. What's that? What's that game? Uh, I can't even think of what the joke I was going to make now. I was going to try and make a joke about the same thing, but with like, who wants to be a millionaire? What's that game where you win a million pounds? Oh, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, that's the one, yeah. I know that one. <laughs> the lottery. <laughs> that was really easy to play. Yeah. <laughs> always lose. Yeah, just yeah. always lose. It's a shit game. Yeah. <laughs> right, here's a game for you. Say that you had... Somebody came up to you and said, right, here's 10 billion... Yes, but you have to spend it in the next 30 minutes. Yes, on airsoft related things. What would you be off to go and get? Now, Ben, you've got 30 minutes to get it. I'd give every can't buy land because you definitely can't buy land in 30 minutes unless you're already pre Britain. Yeah, but you don't know. So, someone has just come up to you and said, Right, here's 10 billion. Yeah, but you have to spend it in the next 30 minutes. I'd go and buy an army base. Yeah, but you can't. There's no way that you can buy an army base. Prove it. Yeah, you can. You just walk up to the commander and go, is is oh, load of money. Can't do and you'd be like, yeah, you can't get to the nearest <laughs> army base. Right, so you've got to spend ten billion pounds in thirty minutes. You don't have minutes. to spend the whole lot, but you've got a, you've got. Well, just go to shop then and buy a fucking twenty Bensons. There you go. Spent some twenty Bensons. Oh, it's got to be airsoft stuff. Yeah, I said airsoft. Oh, stuff. sorry, I thought you just right, meant stuff. Yeah. Someone comes up to you, like, right? I've got ten billion pounds. You can have whatever you want that's airsoft related, but you've got to buy it in thirty minutes. From what? From from here? What are you getting? Where's the nearest airsoft shop? Is it within thirty minutes? No, it's about forty-five minutes. Isn't well, it? Fuck, uh, uh, no, online. there's there's one in St. Oh, Albans. Okay, I'd, 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 I'd go straight on to um, yeah. I'd go straight on to Empire and order one of everything. Uh, I'd buy a, Empire. To be fair, Kenny would tell you. <laughs> I'd go. I'd buy Empire and yeah. Kenny. I'd go. Yeah, I'd buy yeah, Kenny. Yeah, I'm just giving you a load I'd of money. I'd buy Kenny. By the way, I'm now Kenny. <laughs> you buy one of the brands, like BNG and LTT. You buy them or TM. But I don't think you'd be able to buy a brand in 30 minutes. No, no. Because of all the legal. Yeah, problems. I'd just go. I'd go. Like a point of sale. Yeah, if you give them enough money, they'll say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. I'd go. Empire, one of everything. If we have to buy things for airsoft, one of everything. Preppers, I'll go one of everything. I can class that as airsoft stuff. Boom, outdoor kit. I'd ring up, um, oh, where is it? Is it the tank oh, place? Oh, uh, Covington. So oh, uh, no, no, tanks a lot. Oh, okay. And I'd go, uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'll, give <laughs> yeah. you, I'll give you a billion for your uh, Scorpion. I'll just, give everything. I'll just say one of everything. I've got the cash in. I'll just, the whole lot, yeah. all of your stock. Here's, here's up to 10 billion, as long as it's yeah. not more than that, which it definitely won't be. Right. That's it. There we go. 
Sort easy. All right, that's fine. It's just a yeah. question. Yeah. I, I, I literally go, I transfer the money. I'd buy. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, you just go, I'm buying all your stock. Right, yeah, okay. Just say, would you sell your business for two million or two a billion? Of course you would. Yeah, but you can't you can't legally own something in that. No, but if you you can have no. a gentleman's handshake and say I promise I will sell it to you. That's yeah, good as a contract can be written on the paper tonight. No. This has gone. <laughs> this has gone. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a nice, light, hearty conversation. Rod Ash is having a chip in now to silence you. <laughs> cool. Where's Sally on? Uh, three. Sally, Sally's ready if we wanted to do it early. Are we doing oh, we need headphones? To, we need headset up. We need headset up. So we're making life easy for ourselves. Absolutely. As you can see. So if you're on the chat, Oh, this is weird because I can hear myself. Uh, can you hear well, yourself? That's you, isn't it? Yeah. Can you hear yourself? <laughs> it sounds like I've got a stroke kind of. <laughs> right. If you're watching the show, the reason we've got headphones on is because obviously we don't have all the guests in the studio. So we need to find a way to obviously talk to them and listen to them. I have to let me finish talking in my ear so before I can carry on talking. Why is he making it so important? I don't know. You're going. Uh, 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 uh. It's really hard to you do. Have you got a headset in? Yes. Yeah, like, oh my god! Why are you sleeping like that? I just think you're an earpiece. You're looking at me going. I've got to wait until I stop talking. And I'm like, why? Oh, no. No, he's not. He needs. He needs a glass of water. Yeah, go on, right. right. There we go. Hi, Sally. Hi, guys. <laughs> you, <laughs> you wouldn't think you'd only been live for an hour and 20 minutes. You sound a bit delirious already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we apologise about that. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you all. <laughs> no, nice to meet you as well. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. So, Sally, tell us about Jigsaw. We've we've tried to get to the point of what Jigsaw's about, but we're, you know, obviously having you on to properly explain it because some of us we we you you know this you were talking to us at like midnight last night so we can get stuff sorted out. So yeah. hopefully you can be aware that we're not necessarily the most with it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. So um, firstly, thank you so much for choosing to support us, guys. You know, it really does mean the world to us. We're a really small charity based in um, East Grinstead in West Sussex and we support children that are facing the loss of a loved one um, or have had a loved one significant family member pass away so perhaps a child that's lost their mum or dad or where a sibling has died you know a child in a family and we support their brothers and sisters um, it could be you know fam other family members grandparents that kind of thing but aunties uncles just where there's been a significant family loss. Um, and over the last year, we've helped about 525 children in Sussex, wow. Surrey and Kent. So um, it we haven't reached everybody by any means, which is why we're, you know, always kind of publicising what we do and looking for funds to support us. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the statistic that is given out is that a child dies, a, a child loses a parent every 20 minutes in the UK so you've all heard of the kind of program one born every minute and unfortunately mm -hmm. a parent of someone under 18 dies every 20 minutes in the UK so 
there's a lot of children in our local, you know, on our doorsteps that need the support. Um, so we're, we're, we're a really small charity. As I said, we've got under 30 staff and about um, six of those are our support teams. So they will work with the families most closely. Um, and then the others are kind of trustees of the, of the charity or admin staff like myself working in the office, helping to raise funds, apply for grants and that kind of thing. So really small charity, but with a very big heart. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely, fair yeah. Place, yeah. yeah thank you. Um, so the, the so, kind of ways we would give support, if I can give that as an example, it might be um, one of the most common things that we hear from any family that we support. The children often think they're the only one this has happened to. Um, so what's really important with the support that we give is kind of social events and group um, discussion so that the kids, when they come on, once their parents passed away, they would perhaps go into a support group with other children that are similar ages to them. And, and it's so common on that very first one for, for the light bulb to kind of click and these kids to go, oh, you've lost mummy or daddy too. They think they're the only one because in their school class, in their school, potentially, they might be the only one. But when mm. we together, they suddenly realise they're not alone. And that's really, really key to them feeling and having a normal life after this bereavement. Um, so that's really important. So we run those group sessions to bring kids of similar ages together. We run the social events. So they might go somewhere like Air Hop in Guildford or, um, you know, we ran a nice one at Wakehurst Place over the summer where we just get those families together and and a kind of, uh, you know, I suppose in the way that you might when you separate from a partner, you've lost that partner. You've got to learn to be a single parent. Um, but it's a very unique kind of environment because you didn't choose to break up with the person that, that has passed away. So pairing together families that can support each other on that kind of new journey is really important for us and and with anyone in the pre-bereavement so facing the loss of a loved one so perhaps when someone's diagnosed with a terminal illness we would then support those families on a one-to-one -one basis but still introduce them to other families that are preparing for a loss as well that's yeah, almost like creating that comfort blanket for them and that they've sort of like been missing you know bringing, exactly. bringing those families together and then obviously the, the younger children as well together they've got someone that on the same sort of level as them that's going through exactly the same stuff that. yeah you know yeah, and the brilliant. kids create whatsapp groups and the parents create whatsapp groups and we've always got a support worker there we we never sign off with a family so you know if you're referred to us and you can self-refer in if you know you're about to lose someone you love or if you've had a sudden death in the family you can refer yourself in but also professionals can refer us so when a family perhaps moves a family member into a hospice or um, you know, they've got that first kind of stages of a terminal diagnosis. They, the professional, so the doctor or the social worker or the school can refer into us. And that straight away, we plot that on a big map on the wall and we know the locations where people live. And we will match people up to, you know, get the, everybody from the same town kind of to a social event and things like that. So it's really important just to give them a network, a friendship, um, opportunity, you know, just some support. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. So in terms of, I've seen something about like a box that you guys yeah. do. Yeah, so our Christmas campaign, I don't know whether you guys have shared the video yet or whether you'll share it a bit later, but in the group, so when, when someone is, uh, we call it kind of the grief work, so once someone has passed away, they come to these structured sessions, if you like, and they're by age group, there might be four kids in the group or there might be 12, you know, we, we would tailor that to however many children we've got uh, with us at that time. And they come for six weeks or four weeks in a row. And so they're meeting the same people each week. And some of the activities that we do, so it's a holistic approach to this bereavement support that we offer. And one of the examples of an activity we do, the, the box, a memory box, 
they would create that box within the group and all the kids there are kind of might be painting you know felt tip pens drawing on that box with the person's name and in that box we encourage them to keep that home and put some of that loved one's things inside of so it might be dad's wallet or you know mum's favorite perfume all those kind of things can go into this memory box and there was a family I spoke to this week who we supported 10 years ago her 14 year old son was four at the time that he came to the groups but he's still got his memory box for his dad under the bed um and not many 14 year olds would probably admit that to their friends but for him that's still a really significant thing that yeah. is a memory of his dad and especially at this time of year run up to Christmas he's going to be thinking about when he lost his dad and you know at four it's such a young age that perhaps there aren't some memories there so every time he opens that box there might be a family photo of a holiday or um anything in there that just triggers a memory for him that's private but he can open that box in the safety of his bedroom and go do you know what this is connecting me back with my dad again yeah that's what so i need this today memory- I need to have a look and remember yeah. stuff yeah exactly it's not about it being a sad thing like loads of people say to me it must be such an awful job Sally how do you do it and it's hard the day we get the phone call for the referral or you know it comes through by email or somebody phones us we all in the office take a breath think about what that family's facing but a year down the line it's such a joy for us to see how that family has moved on it's not the pathway they were expecting but a year down the line two years down the line even six weeks down the line with some professional support we see those families grow and develop and change and just carve a different pathway for their future because life as they knew it just kind of stops at that point. Um, you know, we can get referrals for any reason. It's not just terminal illness. It could be a suicide within a family um, or a murder. You know, I know that sounds quite, quite gory, yeah. but it could be any of those reasons. It's not always cancer or something else that gets someone mm-hmm. there could be so many reasons that people pass away. And, and it's tough week one, but with that time, and we've always got people supporting each other. So we, we never sign anyone off. It's a really lovely environment to work in. So what's the best way to get referred to yourselves or um, like self-referral, just in case we've got any listeners that might be yeah, uh, interested in using your services at all? Yeah, so our, one of our key things is our helpline. Um, and our website is jigsawsoutheast.org.uk. Um, everything's there on our website so you can self-refer through our website or as a professional you can go onto our website to refer or we also run a helpline um and the helpline is open monday to friday half nine to half twelve so anybody can phone our helpline and ask for support it might be that they phone and say how do i tell children that we've just got a terminal diagnosis in the family or it might be we've lost someone last week can we kind of get your support so the helpline's always there and that's easy to find through our website, that telephone number. Um, but it, it's, you know, we're never turn anybody away. Even if geographically they're not in the location that we are based in, we would signpost them to the bereavement charity that's local for them. So, um, you know, it might be that someone just wants advice of how to give some support to a family. You know, it might be that it's your best friend whose partner or parent has just died and actually you want to support them. So on our news section on our website, there are loads of articles Um, about how to talk to children, ideas of what you can do to support them. Um, But we can back that up on on the telephone line. Um, And as an example, kind of financially, that telephone line costs us about £1,000 a month to run. So the help is a really good example that if you raise £1,000 for us, that would cover our helpline for a whole month. So it's it's a really vital tool 
that's there and anybody can phone that number you know family themselves friends of that family professionals teachers schools anybody can get in touch there well that's amazing no brilliant yeah well, let's hope we can raise more than a thousand. Well, I hope so. Yeah, let's, well, give you, I, let's at least give get you enough for a couple months. of months. I'd yeah, say. definitely. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, well, I mean, four hundred on just giving. So, I was oh, wow, watching this morning. Yeah, it's really lovely, and I think you know some of the kind of headlines we give out. It costs us about five hundred pounds to run a social day. So when we go off somewhere like Airhop in Guildford and invite perhaps 40, 50 families along, that's the kind of cost we're looking at because we feed everybody and it's a, you know it's not just a one-hour session, it's a long day. So yeah. it's about £500 to do a social event, about £1,000 to run the helpline for a month um, and £2,000 pays for 13 children to attend that six-week bereavement course that I was talking about. So that's the kind of, you know, the funds that we're looking at, at raising on a regular basis and you know, there's so many. Our Christmas appeal, which you mentioned, the memory box earlier, it costs us just £15 to buy that memory box for the child and two other items, which is a memory workbook. And that's something they work through at the six weeks group, which, again, is something most children keep for a very long time and will refer back to. Um, and a jigsaw teddy, which might sound silly when it's the teenagers group, but that teddy means a lot to a lot of people because it's got a little T-shirt on with our logo. And it just reminds them we're there because... As I said, we don't sign anyone off. They don't leave us at the end of that six-week group. Our doors are always open to bereaved families. And it doesn't matter because as that child changes, we might have supported them when they were seven or eight, but they're going to hit teenage years and hormones kick in and other people mm. are talking about parental issues or other bereavements happen around them. That can trigger a lot of stuff. So mm. we're always there for them. We never sign anybody off. No, it's yeah, amazing. amazing. It's creating an extended family for them. And obviously, they've gone through that, yeah. that loss, but then they're sort of coming together with these different families, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I'll say it again, it's like it must be a massive comfort blanket for them, knowing that there's other people going through the same shit, basically, that they're having to deal yeah. with, but they're not alone and going through it. So, you know, it's fantastic. The work you're doing is brilliant. It really is. Thank you. There's, there's something called puddle jumping, which we teach parents week one at the course. And I think it's a really key thing to learn um, because actually when children are struggling with grief, it's so different to how adults process everything. So as an adult, when we're sad, we wallow. We sit in that sadness and that grief. And that's OK because we're adults and we can manage those emotions. But mm -hmm. kids don't. They do something called puddle jumping. So when the really good example is one of our trustees, Debbie, and you can read her story on, on our website in the news section. Um, she lost her husband. He went to the gym on New Year's Eve or the 30th of December in 2005. And he didn't come home. He passed away at the gym. So she had to tell the two children, daddy's not coming back again. And her little boy sort of went, well, he's left his shoes here, you know. <laughs> and she said it was just a sentence like that. How do I answer that sentence? How do I tell him where he's gone to? He doesn't need mm. his shoes. More than that, it was the 30th of December that he passed away. On New Year's Eve, the kids said, we're going to a party, though. It's, it's party day. And, you know, she said, I couldn't believe. I told them less than 24 hours ago their dad was never coming home again, but they still wanted to go to the party. And, and that's mm. puzzle jumping. So for children, they will sit in that block of emotion for a short amount of time, and then they'll do the fun thing. And it's okay because that is how children handle grief. And, it, you know, she said she was yeah. heartbroken. As, as they drove off and they're... They did go to the party with her sister. She didn't go, but her sister took them to the party. And they were shouting Happy New Year as they were driving off down the road. And she said, I was broken. But 
she didn't realize at that time about puddle jumping and kids will move from one emotion to the other much more quickly than adults will but they pop back into it have a good cry and you know it's like if any of you've got children they fall over and cut their knee and it's the wor- end of the world two mm, minutes later, they're running down the road again and the tears have gone and that is puddle jumping and they feel that with grief so on week one of the course when we explain this to the parents so often the parents will say I had no idea I just thought they hadn't processed that the person had passed away because they they keep forgetting almost about it but that's how children protect themselves that's how they deal with grief so it's giving the parents that we support the the tips about what to expect and as you said that's a comfort blanket because you arrive at the group thinking you've done something wrong thinking you're not you haven't the message hasn't got through that the bereavement has happened but Mm. when they hear about puddle jumping they go oh I get it now that that makes so much sense and so things like puddle jumping are all listed on the news section on our website as well for people to to dip into and not feel alone if they haven't got that information no, no uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know about puddle jumping. Well, it's just, I suppose, well, it's it's the way that kids process stuff, isn't it? I yeah, mean, you know, yeah. With my two, I mean, I've got a twelve and a ten-year-old. The way they process things, sometimes I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Say <that> again. <laughs> How does that compute? And I think that when we when we put those parents in a room together, they go, mm. "Oh, yeah, she did this, she did that." We we heard a group very recently that a a, a mum had told her daughter you know the cancer's growing and you know the doctors can't make it any smaller now and the little girl went oh that's really sad can I have his golf trolley (laughs) 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 I've just told you we might be going to say goodbye to your dad but it wasn't real for that child at that point and for the mum that is heartbreaking but for us to be able to say you know and I don't want to call them funny stories but for us to be able to share these snippets of Mm reactions and behaviors just normalizes it for the parents that we're with so it you know all of those kind of things as I said are on our website and we just it's important to spread the word that your child isn't reacting wrongly they are pressing processing the information but just yeah, it's literally it. just the way they process things isn't it mm. yeah absolutely so yeah yeah so it's, it's more help like you're helping the parents as well or the or the parent that's that's left to understand what the what the child's going through which is mm. Yeah. I can only imagine, like you'd be, you'd, obviously you'd pass on this tragic news that you know, your mum or dad's passed away or going to pass away and the kids just sort of like processed it in their way, but you're not aware that that's their process. You're going to be like, well, you shouldn't be acting like, you should be reacting yeah, like yeah. this, you should be upset. Yeah. You know, you I suppose that must be a real like an mess, adult. With, mess with the parents' head sort of thing to think, well, why aren't you upset? Yeah. But obviously yeah, you that's... don't realise that's how they're processing it. Yeah, the word comfort blanket that you use, there's generally big sighs of relief week one of our course that mm. we go through these groups because parents and kids, they all just clock each other and realise we're all feeling the same sorts of things. And that is why the network, the support, the comfort of each other is is mm. so key. Um, but without a family that doesn't perhaps reach out for that support, that would be what I would say they were missing. And, and Debbie's article, if you take a look at that, she said in there, she didn't. In 2005, when her husband passed away, she didn't seek any. She got counsellors for the children, specialist bereavement counsellors. They work with one to one, but she didn't go to any group environments. And she said now as a trustee for Jigsaw, that's her biggest regret because she felt she was protecting the children by not sending them into an environment where they would not only have their own sad story, but everybody else's sad story to deal with. And it's not like that at all. It's so joyous in a way in a group because kids puddle jump 
that they get to the group and somebody else's sad story makes them feel happy because it's very like their story. Kids just want to be like each other. They don't want to be the odd one out. So that's what the support of a group gives is, is that feeling. You know, and you guys have all found each other. This is your, you know, your network, your togetherness. And if you were all bereaved parents to have found each other would just gel you in that way as well. So, mm. yeah. If you'd like to join us in obviously donating and trying to rate money for the show, uh, you can do so on the links below. So we've got the Just Giving link through there. You can also find it on our website. Um, we've got the hoodie that we got up for auction on the eBay. So there's the eBay code there, as well as the Sniper One book as well. So please, please do consider generating it. Uh, it's really hard to talk with this thing in my ear. Uh, <laughs> You're struggling, aren't you? Donating yeah. <laughs> um, towards the cause because it's a it's a brilliant cause, and you know, it absolutely. I, I'm really struggling. I've been quite quiet because I'm being struggling to not get emotional. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been very stern. Yeah. <laughs> We have a few clips that we've taken um, from the Jigsaw YouTube channel that we've sort of um, we'll, we'll have sort of playing throughout the the twenty four hour show. Mm -hmm. And having edited those together a little bit, that was very hard. I'm not gonna lie, just trying that. to because I've, I've watched them so many times now that it's just oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got to admit when we when we decided on the charity and I went on the website and had a little read of it, and you kind of think. Oh, I need to stop for a few minutes. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back and have another bit of a Yeah, read. I'll come yeah. back. I'll have a. Have well, a it was the same when we done them. When we done the Milsim in the bag, so we done Sally. We did a, a competition a couple of years back now, and it was to win everything you'd need to sort of go off into the wild for a couple of days, like you did a shelter, a sleeping bag, stuff, equipment for cooking, and all that sort of things. And it was like uh, the sort of the the, the, the contest, or what's it call it, a contest or giveaway, if you yeah. like. It was to um, nominate somebody who was sort of most deserving of it. Like if you, like, if I was to nominate Andy, or Andy was to nominate Mike, and send us an email and the reason why and why you'd like them to be like the recipient of this bag. And we didn't realise the effect it would sort of have, and the stories that we get from people. And I literally, I was in pieces trying to read through these emails. And but it, it, it was a brilliant when it to give to, to do the giveaway, and we actually got the guys on the show. Um, who, who the, the nominator and, and the, like, the, 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 the recipient the of the bag. Yeah, we got them both on, and it was brilliant, you know, getting them out and about and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's going through some mental health problems and bits and bobs, and you know, the anxieties of life, if you like. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's, it's always been close. Really, you know, if I can say that's that's what's really lovely is when people like you contact us and say, we want to choose you as our charity. It's not, you know, having the opportunity here to speak is amazing. Thank you. No, but pleasure. it's not about coming in and saying we need this money. We do need the money, but what we also need is people to raise awareness of us as a charity because actually the more referrals we get, the more we can apply for from places like Children in Need, who are one of our biggest funders. And if we don't get those referrals in, you know, we, we can't get the funds in. But ultimately, yeah. I really want to help who is on my doorstep too. Um mm you know, my kind of backstory and the reason I joined the charity this year was that in 2018, my sister-in-law passed away from terminal cancer and my two nephews at the time and my brother suddenly became, you know, my brother had worked, my sister-in-law hadn't, she bought, bought the children up and he suddenly had to do everything that she was doing and, and all of that admin, life admin and the stuff that was getting in the way without Jigsaw's support and his network of meeting a few other dads, you know, he wouldn't have coped without with through that time. And so I saw everything firsthand that Jigsaw offered. Um, mm. And when the opportunity came up for me, I only joined 
Jigsaw in February this year, when the opportunity came up, there was absolutely no way I wasn't going to apply for the role because I could see what it had done. So I can yeah. speak heart and say the difference it's made to my family is massive and you know, my youngest nephew has just started secondary school in September and he's gone in there without a problem you know and we hear of other families at work where they're getting bullied at school because they're the one without a mummy or a daddy and I just you know if they'd have just had that support from the start to be able to handle their emotions but it's because people raise awareness like you guys are doing and actually you're all sitting there saying I have felt tearful about this I have felt emotional about this and that's that's really key for us to spread to spread the word about the charity as well. So thank you. No, oh, no. So it's more no need to say thank you. It's our pleasure. It's our pleasure to do it. Isn't yeah. It? It's, uh, I mean, I must admit, I mean, it was my wife Louise um, who sort of initially put us onto the charity because we were sort of like thinking, oh, what what, what could we do sort of this year? Because we try and do sort of one charity event a year sort of thing or charity episode. Yeah. Sort of mentioned this one, and we were just sort of looked it up. It was like, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. It was unanimous, wasn't it? Almost straight away. Pretty, yeah, it was absolutely. Just, yeah. I was, this like, is the I was like, like, I was like look at this. Done. I said, read it. I said, I've already cried. I'm not reading it again. But there you go. <laughs> just, just look at this. <laughs> you know, and it, it's businesses like where Louise works that we get that support to be able to go and do a bucket collection or you know, we've got mm. loads of local businesses that will contact and say, actually, we've got volunteering days. And, and this weekend, I'm at an event where... Um, they pay for staff to kind of run these events and actually we come as volunteers to the event and we'll help with you know I was on car parking duty for two hours this morning but they pay the charity then for my time and we get lots of local businesses that will say to us we get you know two or three um, charity days a year that we can take paid off to volunteer somewhere and actually it's businesses coming forward like that and saying feel free to use our charity time or to do a bucket collection at our business or something like that, or just to have a Christmas jumper day. You know, everyone puts a pound in the pot or a bake sale, all those kind Absolutely. of little things yeah, really yeah. add up. So it's about, you know, someone that's listening might think, actually, I could put Jigsaw Ford as our charity of the year at work or something like that. All that kind of stuff really helps us. And again, you can just go onto the support us section on our website and click to get in touch with me um, and I can point you in the right direction for anything that you might need. So, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Oh, now, mm. We've had a few comments and we've got a question uh, as well that's popped up uh, from uh, Ryan. Um, he's asked, um, does the uh, puddling, puddling yeah. sometimes puddling help yeah. Yeah. <laughs> parents cope uh, too soon as the kids may process? and come out with uh, interesting quirk uh, and almost bring uh, a comedic value to, yeah, sorry, <laughs> and may uh, distract on the occasion. Distract. It is hard with the headphones. It is, it's really <laughs> off here. You know what you can do? Yeah. You can just take it out while you speak and then put it back in. Yeah, I'll that's not bad, it? <laughs> just going to throw that one out there as a little idea. For you, you, guys you, you, you can read. <laughs> you, can, you can read. What so Ryan Connor says, then, does the puddling sometimes help the parent cope too? Seeing as the kids may process and come out um, with an interesting quirk and almost brings a comedic value and may help distract from the occasion. Yeah, 100%. The puddle jumping. And as I said, when we explain that in week one in the group, so many pair the penny drops, literally, they're like, oh, that's why. And I think sharing those comedic um comments like you know daddy needs his shoes or can i have his golf bag all those kind of things that go on um just helps to lighten the situation and the moment you know what it's like if you're feeling a bit down and you watch i don't know stupid 
cat climbing a Christmas tree video on YouTube or on TikTok. I, I see that, that in real life at home, don't. <laughs> you just watch something like that and it turns it around. So I think the, the puddle jumping definitely helps the parents to cope. Once they understand that, once they understand the kind of process of grief, and I think those kids coming out with those little things and, you know, the relationship with the schools or with grandparents, other family members, just to to note those funny moments, it just lightens the situation a little bit. It doesn't take away from what's happened, but it just is a, a reason. And, you know, it's not something you're taking the mickey out of the child for, but you can always just bring that back as a memory 10 years down the line and say to them, well, you, all you were worried about was getting your dad's golf bag, you know? And for that family, <laughs> it's always going to be a standing joke. But you've got to think then every time that child goes to play golf with dad's golf bag, they're closer to their dad again for that memory. And, and that's why these things are just lovely for us to bring up in a group environment or to use on our articles on our website to, to make it real life with people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I think I've got a bit of hay fever going on over here. I am. Um, I'm going to take this out while I talk. So last was I left. Uh, so I put Poppy down to bed last night. Uh, Poppy's two and a half, basically. Um, and she's uh, she's laying there. She does this little really sweet thing. It's like, oh, good night, Daddy. Um, and like to think for me, like, oh, this is really hard. If if I wasn't to come home or whatever like that, and like that was the last thing she'd have, just be like yeah. proper sweet and stuff like that. And it's just the grief that I can imagine would be left behind would be really hard. Yeah. And like, oh, so it'd be. Like, I just see this as such an invaluable thing. So, it is yeah, it's all, it's all hay fever. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, mate, and absolutely. Think, you know, there's so much at this time of year, the stress of getting Christmas presents, making everything perfect. You know, ultimately, you ask a kid what their memory is. And one of the other things we do in groups, we create these memory jars. And so on the table is all these different color sands. And so the support workers and our, our volunteers, because we have quite a few volunteers that come back to us and they might be retired doctors or, you know, pediatric people, teachers, all that kind of thing that will volunteer with us after they've retired. When we do the sand exercise in groups, the kids will go round the table and they just basically fill a, a jam jar with sand and that's their memories. So, for example, someone might say, I remember playing on the beach with daddy. So they'll put a bit of yellow sand in the bottom. And then it'd be like daddy's favorite food was candy floss. They put a bit of pink sand in and the jar is just a, you know, when you've been to the Isle of Wight when you were a kid and you made those sand yeah. things, it, just <laughs> looks like that. it doesn't mean anything to anyone else. But for that child, those layers of sand, the different colors are a memory. And when they look back at that two, three, four years on, that is the memory. And it's not about material stuff ever that we hear in the group. It isn't, oh, daddy built me my xbox they might say we played together on the xbox but that the color of the sand then is about the time with their parent not about the xbox itself mm. and i think it's so you know we do unfortunately about 17 percent of our referrals are through suicide deaths so it's just so sad that those families you know aren't necessarily going to have a good experience I say a good experience of death and that probably sounds really wrong but when someone's terminally ill and they're in a hospice and the end is coming and you know it and you've got time doesn't make it any easier but you can create memories when a death is sudden that's harder for the family to process and that's where all these memory boxes the memory workbooks the sand jars all of those things come in because we've got time to help them pull out the good stuff because the death is so sudden 
And that is a shock. And it takes time for everybody to process that. Whereas a, a terminal illness, and I'm not belittling because death is awful in whichever situation, but our pre-bereavement team will spend a lot of time with a family that's preparing for a loss, making memories, getting sound bites, recording videos, taking photos, which are a lot stronger than a family that experiences a sudden death. Um, but it, you know, it is emotional. And I know you said about the hay fever and we're often in the office, you'll just hear a sniffle in the corner and you're right. And we'll all check in with each other, but it, it, you know, death doesn't discriminate. It'll pick who it wants and we can't pay for it. We can't choose it. It could be any one of us on the drive home tonight or anything like that. And it's an awful thing to think, but your little moment with Poppy last night, pocket it up there, you know, and Sheila pocketed it up there as well unbeknownst to you and that might be something that she would draw on if the worst was to happen but memories are creative memories is what i'm trying to say at any point because you just never know when it's going to happen exactly that yeah, exactly yeah. that yeah yeah enjoy what is it they say enjoy every day as if it was your last yeah. So, you know, yeah, I so can, I'm going to spend 24 hours with these yeah. two. <laughs> I can agree. And for that, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can fully agree to that. Yeah. It can happen at any moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like yeah. everyone knows that I had a car accident that just came out of nowhere. Okay. Um, well, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was totally unexpected. And it's it's laid me up. Luckily, I'm still here, but mm-hmm. people aren't that lucky sometimes. No. Um, well, literally on the way here. Yeah, the M25. There's a car lane outside. Ambulances, police, fire. Yeah, and like it doesn't take much. These things happen no. pretty sharpish. Literally the yeah. blink of an eye. Literally the blink of an eye. I mean, it's like anything. I mean, I did a working at heights refresher safety briefing at work, and it's literally yeah. like ninety. Like, well, not ninety percent, but like seventy-five percent of all industrial accidents is from working at height, and from a, normally it's from a really minuscule off a step ladder, tragically. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. neck broken, this or that. You know what I mean? It was a life changing injury from a very simple, silly mistake that you wouldn't bat an eyelid at. Yeah. But, you know, especially at this time was... of year with everyone putting up their crazy Christmas decorations on the front of their houses. That's more got... the reason I don't, yeah. I shouldn't do it this year. I need to tell them that. Yeah. I'm not going to take the risk. I'm just going to leave my front room like this. That's it. I've decided. <laughs> I think it's lovely. Yeah. Very festive. Yeah. Sally, we've had a, a question coming from Empire Airsoft about where does the money go what, from what's donating, how does it help? Could you just do a refresher of that? Because I know you covered that earlier. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the examples, that the Christmas appeal that we're running at the moment, £15 um, would buy the memory box, the memory workbook and the jigsaw teddy. So that immediately gives us the, the funds to support one child on the first day of the course. Um, so that's a £15 example. But obviously, you know, Families are two or three children, so that might be £30 or £45 for an example to support a family. Um, £500, as an example, would go on a social day. So that allows us to have all of a kind of bereavement group together at a social environment. So it might be something like air hop or, um, you know, an outdoor event where we get them together in the summer. But we kind of feed everybody in there together for a kind of 10 till 4 period of time. Um, £1,000 as an example, runs our helpline for a month. And I always think that's a really tangible kind of expense yeah. that is something that is invaluable to us because we get you know several calls a day of requesting help. And £2,000 actually pays for 13 children to go through our six-week bereavement programme. Um, so there's loads of kind of different examples there. We, are, we don't get any government funding at all for the job that we do. So everything, we rely on um, fundraisers like this. 
things like children in need is a big um, part of our income each year. And then it's about other charitable trusts. So, you know, if you did something like shaved your head for us, would your work match fund? Because quite a few companies will match fund any any fundraising that's done. Um, you know, bucket collections at workplaces, bake sales, sponsored events. We've got people running Brighton and London Marathon for us next year. So all that kind of thing goes on. Um, and it's amazing when that kind of check or fundraising link pops through on my email. And I'm like, hey, it's so exciting that people have heard about us. <laughs> and, you know, we had there was a lady literally two weeks ago who'd done a bake sale at her workplace and it was 44 pounds. And she emailed me and she said, I'm almost embarrassed to tell you we only raised 44 pounds. I said to her, that's two kids that have got their, their books, their yeah, memory absolutely. books. It doesn't matter if it's four pounds or four thousand pounds. I'm very grateful that you've chosen to support us. So I said to her, it doesn't matter. Just do another bake sale for me next year and top it up to what you wanted to do. So, you know, she supports us on a rolling basis, but she was embarrassed that it hadn't raised as much as last time. I said, it doesn't matter. Um, You know, £44 still covers two children's equipment for me. So that yeah. counts. It's literally every penny counts, isn't it? Like, mm. You've got to think, what, 30 people will put in a pound. That's, like that's enough. For... £15 does a memory box yeah. and the teddy bear. And it's like... Can I just make a point though? We're not shaving our heads. I know you mentioned that, Sally, but our audience gets super involved and they pick up things like that. Yeah. Well, Mike, we not Mike regularly no. shaves. You both shave your heads regularly, so you should do. That. I shave my head all the time. I'm not shaving my head. <laughs> I am not shaving my beard. I've done that once. <laughs> yeah, we can get rid of the top knot. No way. I've got, oh, this is an achievement. This is a real achievement yeah. which I've just got. I've got. I've got shavers sit upstairs. Yeah, they can stay upstairs. <laughs> um, we had a question coming from Rage. Uh, are Are you just based down south, or do you have other locations across the country, or do you signpost to other charities and organisations? Yeah, so we are Jigsaw Southeast. We're not part of a national charity. We are only based in Sussex and we cover Kent, Sussex and Surrey, basically. If someone phoned us that was out of county, we would direct them to the, the bereavement charity that is in their local area. The only time that we deviate from that is if someone lives here in Kent, Sussex or Surrey, but say goes to university, for example, in Nottingham, you know, somewhere else then we will support them because their home postcode as such is here. And equally, if someone from Scotland came to the University of Surrey, we would support them because we're based in, in Surrey as well. So, yes, we, we cover Kent, Sussex and Surrey. But if someone lives permanently elsewhere in the country, we will direct them to their local support charity. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there are. Uh, would you? How would you find out about the similar charities uh, in sort of different areas of the country, Sally? Uh, that are like jigsaw for people to. Yeah. Like, so, like someone um, in Scotland, for example, would, what would be their sort of local charity or? The best thing to do is there's um, the Childhood Bereavement Network, and they've got a website and they list all of the charities that are registered with them that are across the UK and Scotland. So. You can go on to that at any point. We've got that directory in our office. So if someone phoned our helpline for support, we would direct them in, in the right way. But yeah, you can go on the Childhood Bereavement Network website. Um, and there's also on that network, in case you want to share the video later, there's a brilliant video about puddle jumping, um, which really explains it. It's an animation, so it's quite fun to watch. But the Childhood Bereavement Network is almost 
none of none of the smaller charities will do any kind of political stuff we don't lobby the government or anything like that we might sign a petition but we don't want to spend our funds on that we want to spend our funds on supporting families but the childhood bereavement network looks after all of us if that makes sense so when mm -hmm. there's something that needs to be passed in parliament they'll be the ones that push that through um so we can focus on just helping the families but they're kind of like our our umbrella if you like the childhood bereavement network right okay so they'll be the sort of the main ones to go to for like the rest of the uk to sort of find yeah out absolutely local and, information i mean sadly google if you just google bereavement charity and pop your postcode in it's most likely that it's going to come up anyway to to say who would be signposted to you but we can always help with that on the helpline as well right okay well, that's perfect yeah you'll see you star in some stuff I've seen you doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it turns we're getting out, a lot of <laughs> lot of interest with Lance. It turns out that you did. Airsoft <laughs> will donate two hundred and fifty pounds to get rid of the top knot. There's a lot of hatred for That's my a hair. Lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money, Lance. It's, a, it's not enough money. Is there not thinking... enough, it's not enough money for me to deface well, myself. I was sitting here chatting to Sally. You know, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep pushing. Sally, what would two hundred and fifty pounds do? <laughs> so £250 would pay for half of a social day. So really a full social day is £500. Thank you, no question. <laughs> I mean, some <laughs> of the things that people do, shall I go through? They stand on planes and do wing walks. They run marathons. They shave their head. That. Um, I'm just we don't do running. I'll do um, the wing bit. <laughs> on the plane. I mean, parachute jumps, we've had a couple of people do that for us. So... Who knows what the future yeah. holds for you guys? Yeah, we could do that. Is there an yeah. instructor? <laughs> do you reckon there's an instructor out there? Oh, this is that could take all three of us at once. <laughs> and a parachute do, jump. I'm not doing a quad jump. Why not? <laughs> could be the first ever. We could break a record and raise loads of money at the same We're time. Raising more money if we do it without an instructor. You might need support if you do it all together, though. That's my concern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, Sally, leave it with us. We'll work on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll work something out. Yeah, yeah, We're not yeah. willing to shave our heads, but we will jump out of an aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Yeah, sounds good. We'll be right up for that, yeah. Um, the only caveat with Empire Airsoft, they want to keep the hair forever. So this is definitely not happening because now he's made it creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Well, Sally, thank you ever so much for coming on. It's, it's yes, been an thank absolute you so pleasure much. having you on. Um, yeah, thank you so much, guys. Please keep up the good work as well. Yeah, it's actually I mean, been a, a watery eye opener, as yeah, I, I might definitely. say. There's been a lot of. <laughs> yeah. we, we actually have. I was going to play one of the videos just to sort of close off from this little section of the show. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. Yeah. Perfect. Sort of when when Sally goes, but I didn't want to kick her out. So. <laughs> <laughs> on your way. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. It really does mean a lot that you've chosen to support us. And as I said, you know, raising the awareness is just as important as raising the funds. So thank you for having us on. And the Christmas appeal, I know you've been linking it, but it's there. So feel free to donate if you can. Thank you. Thank so you the, so much. Um, for those that don't know, the Christmas appeal video is on our website mm -hmm. um, under the charity, because we've got a charity raffle as well. So for, under the National Lottery and Raffle Regulations, um, we can't, uh, there's complexities to it. So we are gifting raffle tickets for every five pounds that's donated. Um, at some point towards the end of the 24 hour show, we're going to have to, one of us is going to have to duck off and help Ash to write down all the names and work out how we're going to make the raffle tickets and stuff. Yeah. But, um, we've got a, a list of raffle prizes, which I don't have to hand at the moment, but we've got some wicked prizes that people can win. Uh, so it's a free raffle. All you have to do is just donate towards 
jigsaw. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. through the just giving. So if you so, donate on there, you're automatically entered as long as it's over a five pound yeah. and you get yeah. a raffle ticket for every five pound increment that goes on there as well. So yeah, it's just, our, just donated 250 pounds. Yeah. It's just our thank you to well, the people who donate. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, sorry, I didn't put the headset back in again. You need to put your headset back in. No, no, come on. <laughs> Can't really. Come on, keep yeah, thank you. Like, we, we're not even two hours in yet. Come no, on. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just a bit concerned if you leave the raffle ticket sorting out till too late into the 24 hours. Because Oh, don't worry about that. We'll do it. It's going to be yeah, a problem. We're well organised. If we leave until then, I reckon it'll be a Bruce Almighty moment. It'll just be like, yes to all. <laughs> <laughs> You're all winners. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much, guys. It's been lovely to meet you all and good luck me over too. the next couple of hours. And I can't wait to hear how you get on at the end. Send me a WhatsApp. Yeah, we'll, we'll see we'll you do. Sunday. Thanks very all much. Right. Take care, Thank guys. You. Bye. Bye. See you now. Let's, um, let's play one of our charity oh, videos. Lance. Yes, let's. Hello, everybody. Here's In March this year, our dad passed away. So we just needed some help, just, you know, like, just try and get through the process. At this time, I was going through my GCSEs. Like, they've talked to me about how I'm feeling about my exams, and they've given me strategies to help with that, and they've really helped my family as well, which has helped me. They have helped us cope through a really hard time, which not very many people go through, and they have helped us feel better about it almost and made it easier. Heather like has helped me and we've done craft activities. They have just like been so kind to us and so helpful. There we go. Well, <laughs> not hard going to be rude, but just yeah, yeah. It, it makes it a little bit more like we we can we can explain why we're doing it, but it's always nice to have someone that's um, and obviously Paul Sally having to deal with it direct as well. Um, we've lost Lance. He's had yeah, he's big, he'll come back he's, in a second. Um, we've got the next guest lined up. They're pretty much ready to go, so we'll bring them in a second. Uh, just a couple there's comments. Oh, there's loads of them. Um, Drew said, "Yeah, that's fine." Mike, shall I contact the Army Parachuting Club? Uh, yeah, go for it. I'd be. We're well up for this. We'll go parachuting dressed in our full kit. Well, that one. Yeah. There's a rage says, "Can I say that it's impossible to articulate how amazing organisations like yours are? Absolutely amazing." Oh, how they are absolutely amazing. Yeah. Great. Thank you. So, um, I don't Yo. know if anyone saw that. Lance needs a booster seat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's me. I think it's a sofa. <laughs> well, I'm sitting on the same sofa and I'm. Yeah, but you're... my camera's on a tripod. It's not angling it up like yours. Is. Mine's not. So, there. Uh... Oh, okay. That's so, right. We'll... It's all right. We'll, we, can, we can keep going. Um, so, our next guests. Uh, depending on who turns up, is this like um, is this going to be live from the ranges or is it? So I think one of them is going to be live from the ranges. So there may be bang bangs in the background, but he's not doing video, so he'll be voice only. Okay, um, I think he's got video. 
He's got a video. Yeah, he's sitting there waiting. Ready. Oh, oh sure, man, oh man, in the field. Yeah, yeah, we'll just throw him on. Do you want to drop my camera off for this one so it's more space? Because I'm massive. Jesus. Oh, it's how you're right. How are you doing? How are things, mate? You're right. Yeah, all right. You look cold. <laughs> mate, it's fucking ice just out here. <laughs> oh man, that looks Baltic. Yeah, mate, but... it, it's it's pretty nippy out here, like. So yeah, obviously we've got the others coming on. Um, just one yeah. way. You want to give um, our listeners a little background to yourself? Yeah, mate. Uh, so Taff. Hi, I'm Taff. I'm absolute rats. Oh, <laughs> fucking cunt's never made a HR in his life, apart from this one. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Charlie. Give us an icebreaker, mate. Icebreaker, go. I've already been on this. It's your time to shine. Yeah, yeah, we know Charlie. It's all down to you, mate. <laughs> We're waiting on Jared as well, aren't we? Uh, he's getting fired up from the TA at the moment, so I don't think he's going to make it. How is he? <laughs> he's part-time soldier shooting a real-time soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, they oh. are. Summed it up, mate. I'm just a fuck off ramp, so there you go. <laughs> Where are you, Taff? Uh, fucking Catrick, mate. Oh, what on a Milsim or working? No, 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 mate. No, fucking working. Oh, fuck, fuck that. It's not nah. all fun and games. Nah, nah, mate. Not all of us get to have a good time all the time. Do you know what I mean? Nah, not about that life anymore. Oh, yes, it's the um, England v Scotland. Matching it at Carrick, yeah, it's Sterling, yeah, isn't it? Hear it, it's like uh, they're, they're like maybe 20 minutes down the road from us, and you can hear the pyro going off. They're play, fucking have Ukraine soldiers must over. Be thinking, Fuck, they're coming yeah, over again. <laughs> it's just England v Scotland, it's happening yeah. again. They're doing their fucking bashes, mate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just get the lads over and just give them a proper fright. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, go steam, just steamroller through the whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself over to this fucking harbour area. Contact the fuck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wicked, wouldn't it? Can you imagine it? I'd literally shit my pants. England <laughs> yeah. versus Scotland versus this rogue element. Yeah, no, who the fuck's that? So, well, they're over there. Who the, who the fuck's that then? Who is this third team that's just randomly joined it? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Any hell though, because there's all going. So I, I don't know Tim how Wales have just rocked up. <laughs> the White Angels went out this morning to take them over to Winnie Hill, so I don't know how the fuck they've got England v Scotland going on over there. <laughs> just as um, so, Taff, can you give us a bit of background information on yourself? Obviously, nothing that you don't want to, um, like how you got into airsoft, what you're currently doing, uh, things like that. Yeah, mate. So, um, oh God, I started playing airsoft six, seven years ago. Um, obviously, joined the army, done this for a bit, leaving now. Um, started our own um, sort of company up. We're trying to run events um, literally this year. Um, yeah, obviously involved with Charlie and his lot through the courses they do, which are fucking gleaming. Yeah, wipe that smoke grin off your face, mate. Actually, that's something I want to do next year. Is get on one of them. Mm. I want to do that next year. Oh, mate, honestly, can't recommend it enough. Like, come on, leaps and bounds for our lads. So we got a mixture of civvies and ex-military guys, and just across the board, everyone's fucking really improved. 
wicked. That sounds cool. So, yeah, Cheers, that, mate. Thanks for that. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll just sit here. Charlie, we've had we've had you on before. Um, uh, yeah. For the people that may not have caught that episode, uh, can you just give us a little background to yourself as well, mate? It was just an episode of him taking the piss out of me for not putting a cop bed together. That's all it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you need to... Six o'clock. I don't know if you I know, seen I've seen it already. You've got... <laughs> Go over there, staring at me now. Just give me the eagle eye. I'm just thinking, yeah, you can stay packed up as well. You ain't coming out. Have you seen the retention strap, though? That's the reten- yeah, there is a retention strap on it. It's not an adjustment strap, though, is it? He's getting angry already. Honestly, mate, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, yeah so... For weeks. <laughs> Oh, for Christ's sake. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Charlie, um, one of the founders for JBG. Uh, did about seven and a half years in the army. Got out. Uh, went to one game of Airsoft for a laugh. And then it literally um, went to this, where it's like a part-time hobby, part-time company sort of thing that we're trying to run. Uh, obviously doing the events and stuff like that. Um, bigger events coming sort of like next year. Uh, obviously, massively focused on the CQB training sort of stuff this year. And then ran our first outdoor one the other month up at uh, No Man's Land. Bloody freezing. But yeah, it was a really good time. So next year, I want to do a bit more outdoor sort of stuff, uh, Milson based uh, training events sort of thing. So get guys ready to go out to like bigger events. So they're not going there, not unprepared, but to a good level of knowledge where they can just go there to defeat the opposing team and then go back home winning. Wicked. Yeah. So you've got um you've got a training session in January and uh, you've got a yeah. sim in February, haven't you? Yeah, so the January event is held at Gloucester Prison. It's gonna be like a, a CQB event for fifty people. Um and it's involving uh explosive explosive method of entry, manual and mechanical. So we're letting the students, the candidates, run through with dems, um, bolt cutters, sledgehammers, all that, just to get into the use and feel of it. So when they do go out to different events, they're not on the back foot if they see it, and they're like, oh, I've never done this before. And they're like, yeah, I've already done that before. Sweet, I know what to do straight away. Um, it's just something new, something which not everyone gets to do every now and again. Um, get a bit of steam off your back, and just let them go for it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll enjoy it. And then, yeah, February is a... Uh, joint Milson with Bad Wolf Tactical. Uh, Danny, who runs it, he's ex, uh, I think he's Coldstream Guards or Grand Guards, I can't remember, he'll probably beat me after that. Um, really good lads, get along with him really well. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to that event. That's going to be a, a really good, I think it's 24 hour uh, straight through Milson. Yeah. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. Are you booked on, Andy? February. I, I'm booked in. Oh, Where's I haven't seen who's booked on, to be fair. North North, proper North. Yeah, like, like, he's not actually Andy North North. North Yeah, <laughs> further than, than what, this. Further than this. Further than this. Oh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's North. It's very North. Real North. Yeah. It's like um, John Snow North. <laughs> so, uh, Optac, the Kingdom. Yeah. So it's the one that I said to you about. What did Divine run one there? The Kingdom, Optac. I don't know. Can't remember now. But it's the one that I said to you, and you said you can't because you work in the Friday. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, do. yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Happy days. Oh, brilliant. Uh, well, uh, Taff, 
let's go yeah. back to you, mate. Now, now you've gone back indoors and you're warming up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Baltic out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him better when he was outside, to be fair. Can't you go back outside? Well, the, the pretty background. <laughs> the background was nice. Yeah, go back outside to have to freeze your ass off, mate, for the benefit of the show. Come on. Um, so, um, explain what um, the South, South Wales Raiding Group uh, consists of and what you guys do. Um, you said that you were going to start up um, doing events and stuff as well. So, if you could go into a little bit of detail about that. Yeah, so um, basically, we started because it started as a group of lads who were just playing this off together, a bit like what Charlie was saying about JBG. Um, and then we sort of seen that there were no like big events in Wales or anything like that. Like, if you want to go to something proper, you've got to get across the border into England. And as you know, nobody from Wales likes going across that fucking bridge because <laughs> you've invaded. We're not, we're not fucking, we don't want to know. So, um, <laughs> started out as like, right, let's start putting Melsims on. So we did, that was last, or this year, sorry. So we did a big charity game and then a Milsim, uh, both of which went really well. And then obviously we were doing stuff with Charlie in the background, like going to his courses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I basically, I had to chat with Charlie after one of the courses. Like, this is what we want to do, which was just try and increase Airsoft in Wales. It's not a very big sport like we've got maybe five sites in south wales and for some of them you're traveling three hours to go play there wow yeah um so it was more so like we want to try and get events on try and increase the number of people playing increase the standard of airsoft being played from like the sunday skirmish up towards that milsim stuff um obviously charlie has been great with us like he's given us a lot of advice uh, so we've got an event coming up in January, which Charlie's coming down as a guest instructor for. And then we're trying to plan a FIWAF called Fighting in Woods and Forest um, in conjunction with JBG, but we're just trying to pick a site for that at the minute. That sounds oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. I'll be well up for that. Yeah, 100%. I'm happy to travel across the border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going a southwesty sort of way, isn't it? So, yeah, I can do that. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> That's why so many of you are coming across, you fuckers. <laughs> Taff, what sets your events apart? Like, in terms of being an organiser, what, what are you kind of looking at and going, right, we do that a little bit differently? He's so, Welsh, we're English. He <laughs> <laughs> um, makes us better straight away. <laughs> Pick up a second language on Taff's events, didn't you? I'm <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> Card with all the Welsh phrases we're going to be using at the start of the day. <laughs> um, so, a lot of Milsims I've been to, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys can say the same, but I just Sunday skirmish on steroids. Like, there's no real flow to the event, there's no um, sort of structure. So, we're aiming to do it in a way that one objective will lead directly onto the other. So, if you capture an objective, you have some sort of advantage, and this, it allows it to flow almost like not scripted, but if you get what I'm saying, like you, your actions have outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, so we, you guys draw on your um, current experiences uh, within the services at all, or? I would like to say, yeah, but you've also got to have that element of making people feel Ali, because there's nothing Ali about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not really, is there? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think like drawing on from the good and the bad, you can really narrow down what the 
players want to do. So, like, if you want to wax on on stag for 12 hours, you know they're not going to enjoy it. But that's part of the job. Like, that's part of the Nilsson. It You've got to do it because if you don't have a stag, your camp's going to get raided. Um, if you don't push your security out, everyone's going to push past it, get to where the objective is and stuff like that. Bye, Taff. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't upset him that much, did I? <laughs> the language barrier. Oh right. Use right. all his credits up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, that's the fucking signal pounds. inside is fucking shit. So I'm oh, that's better. Oh. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, much nicer oh, around here. Very Christmassy. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, how, uh, how much discount off that January course for me to go fucking make Snow Angel? <laughs> Five pounds. If you're Fuck that, not worth it, mate. And um, you you want Taff to go and make a Snow Angel? Put a little donation in there with the with the tag in there of like what in his skin, to in make his, a Snow Angel in his skins or clothes? Clothes on? Uh, depends on the amount, doesn't it? Yeah, mate. If, it's gotta be. How much, much, how much have you just did your cacks? <laughs> Triple figures, mate. Gotta be. <laughs> Who's, around? Who's around at the moment? We want to see. We want to see other people pennies. in this. <laughs> oh, can you imagine fucking squadron start major walks around the corner? Going on, yeah. <laughs> They'll be right with it. Don't worry about it. Just, just tell them you just wanted a discount. You, you offered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mate, I was expecting him to go free course. I would have been like, yeah, sick, I'm there. Wow. <laughs> the Snow Angel must be good. Mate, yeah, I better be, be naked as well. It, it, it's pure ice. It's not even snow at this point. <laughs> oh, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, for people that obviously don't know JBG, because I don't think we've actually covered who JBG are in this chat so far today. Who are JBG? Um... JBG was a group of ex-service um, blokes, which myself and Lewis were obviously friends with. We were all in the same platoon, the same section. Uh, we played with for over a year. And then one day it just sort of clicked into a group. Uh, the name Johnny Big Gun came from a guy who we used to work with again, um, but he'd never played airsoft, so he just found it funny one day. So we went to a game at Bristol uh, Crown Courts, which was like a big CQB area. Uh, came back one day, went back into the block where obviously we were living at the time. Uh, the guy was drunk, but he was a funny drunk, so it was just him. you just have to have the imagination right now. He goes into one of our bed spaces where we live and he sees a Glock on the bed. He gets the Glock, he puts it in his mouth and he, and he shouts, look at me, I'm the Johnny fucking big gun. Me and Lewis looked at each other and we were like, yeah, that's the name we're having for us of our like team. Career, <laughs> like um, and ever since then, he's gone to work at Through Dark. And I'm just like, how have you done this? I don't understand. Like, <laughs> you now work of XSF and yet you've just done that. But he's a character now. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the name. I'm happy with that. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> so that's how the name came around. And then it's just turned into... Um, just a group of like-minded individuals wanting to get together and then just carry on doing this, really, just training events and stuff like that where we just want to better people. Um, a lot of people also say, like, it betters them even outside of the airsoft world. So 
I had one guy message me the other day. I need to get back to him actually. It's, I just get overrun with messages. Uh, he said like you know it's great on his uh, like mental sort of like fitness in a way. He's like coming to our courses, learning that he can push himself like beyond the barrier, and he goes back into like his normal city life, and he's doing the exact same at work. So it's really good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course, I'm just helping you for the airsoft thing. It's also helping you like mentally getting out with the lads, having a bit of steam off, just enjoying life a bit more, really. So with that so saying that then, Charlie, so with your courses, do you offer it to is it sort of like is it like an open book to sort of anyone can sort of do it? Like yeah, do you yeah. do like a, like a rental package for like the equipment or, or a rifle or is it like someone who's not an airsofter basically or a mill yeah. if you like? Could they um, book into a course and just turn up as like a no vlogs down the road? I've never done airsoft, but I'm gonna do like you say, sort of challenge yourself yeah. or sort of like push yourself a little bit. Um, we've had a couple of people come on and obviously like the rifle that we've brought us broke so we just lend them a rifle for the day we've had one or two guys come in and they've never done anything before so we've given them a rental package and it's like we just give them a spare rifle for like an extra 10 pound for the day that's it um, abuse it as much as you want i don't care we'll get it fixed either way um and we just let them crack on really which literally foundation level up so they walk away from it still better um they really do enjoy it. We've had so many like compliments from it. So it's just something we want to keep on doing, really. No, fair play, mate. Nice, nice. That's cool. And so, what about you? That's right. With your, like, your, like you mentioned, like, obviously for next year, like your February event, things like that going forward, are they still going to have an element of sort of like looking at the training side of things? Or are you, is it going to be more focused as like a, like a, uh, a tasking focused event? as opposed to the training side of it, like bringing it more immersion <laughs> and things like that? Or will you keep um, that training set in there? I think for February one, I think that's full immersion. So speaking to Danny, um, he's done a lot of the planning for it, bless him. Um, we just haven't really had time to communicate as much as I wanted to. Uh, it's just full immersion. So we really just, just stick him in the thick of it and then just see how we get along. And then after that, we'll look at doing like a FIWAF course and outdoor course again, stuff like that um where they can go to these events and they can actually put the skills into practice um so speaking of like next year we would love to do like a a two-stage event so the first stage of it is the training and the second stage of it is obviously the um putting the skills into you so on the cqb courses we run the scenarios at the end of the day from about halfway onwards so they have an hour and a half of just full-on force on force onto each other learning the skills dialing back in how we're going to rerun this and we obviously use it on that day It'll be the exact same for an outdoor course. They do it for the full day. The next day, they'll do a full day of like a seven-hour Milton, Bowson, whatever sort of thing. So they do get to see the skills being taught into use, and then they'll walk away happy because they know it works. Definitely. That sounds cool. So do um, the South Wales I can't speak now. South Wales Raving Group. Two hours in, Andy's lost the ability to talk. <laughs> yeah. Those guys, those guys and those guys work together. Are you planning to do like uh, more collab events uh, together um, at all I in think- the future? Because you said, Taff, that you uh, were working with uh, Charlie quite often. Um, so yeah, we've we've spoken about it. We started trying to plan it, but the the site fell through, unfortunately. That we were planning on running it. So I think that was Charlie. Correct me if I'm wrong. Early March, we were planning the course, wasn't it? Yeah, early March sort of time. 
yeah and that the site fell through and uh and then i got dicked with this shit tasking um so <laughs> until i'm out of the army mate it's a bit up in the air but uh hopefully that'll be next year so yeah i hope you mean I your parents it's... asking not talking to us i think it's always good when you get around like-minded individuals as well so obviously we've come across a few other ex-vets who are either either too much or they're too little so they're like i'm not that interested anymore or you get the ones who are too much and they're still trying to aggro you even though you're out of the army and it's like what is happening here <laughs> um so it's a really fine niche trying to find other like-minded individuals like taff danny uh Hades and stuff like that. Once you found them, it's almost like a godsend because you know you can work with them straight away. You don't have to do like the full planning procedure sort of thing. But yeah, definitely more collab events in the future with like, other companies and stuff like that who've got, like I said, the same sort of mindset like, okay, this is what I want to achieve. Um, not just for like the financial gain, but the actual gain to see people better themselves, develop themselves, go on to more. Uh, events because a lot of people I spoke to they um they said how should I approach going on to a Milson like should I just turn up what do I do what do I need to do and that's when we're like well we could just run a course like a half a day course on like how to approach into a Milson how what to wear what to pack how to pack I mean obviously you guys did one with uh, Ryan James mm -hmm. yeah yeah who's now busted up his leg bless him oh, no. yeah <laughs> yeah poor um, oh, Ryan. <laughs> we signed up for all these extra classes you signed up yeah. for in Cyprus, and it's, it's, I think it was the expressive dance one. <laughs> yeah, I heard it playing football. <laughs> yes, it's football, but we all know like it, it, was, it was expressive yeah. dance. What you're yeah. trying to do is a pirouette. Yeah, <laughs> just giving mean, like all black black jogging bottoms, tight black top, white gloves on, jazz hands, very black swan look. Bust the knee, yeah, definitely, that definitely happened. <laughs> very much up his street there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know it, <laughs> Charlie. On the um, subject of collaborative events, can we just talk about that? Because there's a rumor apparently that we and you are organizing an event together at the moment. Did we tell you? We're we not doing an event with them, yeah. Did you, not? Did you not know? I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I remember speaking of it on um, one of the I think past... we briefly talked about, yeah. yeah. We're not currently There's, organizing anything. I've no idea. What no. <laughs> There's been a lot of talk. Personally, I'd love one, but Mike comes yeah. up with a very good point of you guys would do a lot of the work and we'd be standing there going, Yay! Hercules, Hercules, Hercules! We spoke about it. I remember this. Yeah. But as to date, we. We haven't really set haven't a date yet. That no, that's fine. I just wanted to make that clear because mm. I keep getting messages through our personal stuff and, and the NoFo stuff and all that. It's just, oh, when's the uh, when's the NoFo JBG event? I was like, I don't know. Sorry. This is what we've had as well. Um, but I would love to do an event with as many people as possible. Um, well, obviously, Lewis as well. Um, Especially that you've done obviously the like introduction into a Milson with Ryan James. We we know Ryan anyway from work. We know how mm. he thinks, everything like that, speak to him. So an event like that would be great to walk into and be like, right, before you go to 
um, an event, you could do this one where it sets you up for that event. Um, some of that would be amazing. The idea, and he's going to absolutely hate me for it, is actually from Hades Airsoft, so Dan. So out in Grand Canaria, bastard, um, he runs... That's not uh, worldwide. No, that's yeah. my <laughs> sitting there going, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's 35 degrees plus all year round. It's absolutely fine. Enjoy Catrick. Um, <laughs> Thanks for me, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's running like um, uh, like a 24-hour package of uh, an introduction to a Milson. And he's done, I think he's done two of them now, really successful events. Um and basically, before they go on to do this um, event company called E Milsim, who run like all the Milsims in Grand Canaria, like the really good ones, um, you have to do, I think it's something like two little Milsims first, which they recognize. Um, and two of them are actually from Dan. So you can go on there, do a package where it's like a, we learn, uh, he teaches you how to do Milsim. So, you know, how to patrol, how to, how to sleep, how to set up your tent uh harbor defensive locations attacks and stuff like that runs for it all for 24 hours on his own blessing with uh like three other guys and then they get the green lights gone to one of these big emails from events which yeah, i'd love to do that even amazing, though yeah. do you know what yeah. I mean? I'd, I'd, that just sounds like wicked fun anyhow because he's a wicked I, I bloke, do like you you got to do one training event a month, and then in December you get to do a proper meal sim. I'll be like, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah, sign me yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that the frustration sometimes lies with like the hardcore Milsim players who you know live and breathe for Milsim. Like they'll get up, they won't even say goodbye to their wife and cook food. It's just because they're hard routine in it downstairs, and they're just you know cold food rations, and then they go to work. I mean, you get the guys who have just started to play Milsim. They're not really fully into it yet. And you get the Sunday skirmisher who goes to a Milsim. And then mm. the frustration gets in between them. They're like, oh, why didn't you watch your angles? Why didn't you hold that position sort of thing? It's because they don't know at the time. They've got to learn it. And it's like, you know, they go on there to learn. Um, which is where... Well, they... It's like you get them as well. Like, Mike, I think mentioned that the other day. They'll turn up to an event expecting to have a tear up and they won't fire around for like mm. the first 12 hours potentially. And then That's... it's like... And then yeah. you can see him. You can see him getting itchy and twitchy, and just like, oh, yeah. I, I need to fucking shoot something, even if it's that puddle yeah. for a bit. Just let me oh, let, empty a mag into a tree or something, please. <laughs> just like, just need to chill out. <laughs> it's starting to scare me. <laughs> They're the best times, though. <laughs> just rubbing the rifle. What is it? Um, so, in terms of like training events and Wilsons and stuff like that, you guys obviously have. A fuck ton more experience in the real world than we do. <coughs> no, you do. Trust me. Like, not no, but they obviously do because that's what yeah. <laughs> I, I I run up the stairs tactical all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a bit of a like a learning point yeah, for our current audience, uh, yeah, just like Whoa. Um, what are kind of some key? What are kind of some key points that I've got to take that earpiece out? Anyway, what are some of the sort of key points? That, that anal bead. What is even that? Anal bead. It's a freaking Samsung pod thing that it just sits in my ear. Um, what are some of what are some of the sort of the key points that people could take away? as like thing really common things that you know you could in the space of a couple of sentences go. You know, if you consider doing this differently. Um, I mean, for example, we always talk about cardio, mm. um, you know, physical fitness, I think for a lot of people is probably one of the biggest barriers mm. with airsoft as a whole, because yeah. like, I mean, I'm 
prime example of that. Um, but sort of from you, from you guys, what would you kind of say is like sort of a few th- key things that people could improve on to um, really get the most out of it? Um, I think the discipline side of it, maybe. So um, on the last course we ran the other weekend, um, we obviously said to Berg, it's like, if you're in a CQB environment, don't let the barrel go below the waistline because you've got a, an easier chance of bringing it up straight away to engage that sort of like target of like muscle memory of like how tall an average male human is, uh, British male. Um, so it's for discipline, like keeping the rifle obviously in high, high ready or low ready at all times, not just dropping it. So the barrel's touching like the kneecap or anything like that, or you're just walking around. If you're looking at a door to cover it, you're not looking away because someone's talking to you, you're hearing them and you're communicating, but you're still looking at the doorway sort of stuff. Um, I think really easy stuff like that, if people actually put into play into games, then they'll see a lot less walking back to the safe area and just dominating the field in a way. Because no one goes to an airsoft game to just do cardio forward and backwards to the safe area. You want to keep pushing forward. Um, you know, you want to get past the enemy. That's the whole point of going. But the little things like that, like so, like the discipline, I think that's one thing which I always try and put into people's heads straight away nowadays. Go on, Seth. Yeah, so for from me, it's sort of like three things. So comms is the first one. It's like Charlie was saying, like getting used to communicating, but that for the regular like Sunday skirmish or somebody just getting into Milsim. So we had one in uh, mid Wales where like a guy who was completely new to Airsoft. His first event was a Milsim, a 48 hour one. I was like, fucking fair play, geezer. He's never to be seen again. So, like, we like, all right, just tag along with us. And but like he's actually asking questions as opposed to just being that like you know shadow person who just stays at the back of the section, last man delta, fucking just following on. So actually asking questions. So like don't be afraid to communicate whether that's like I need you to watch this angle or geezer, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Can you just square me away on side here? Um <laughs> and one of the other ones is just getting used to your kit. So how many times have you seen somebody go to a mill and they don't know where they've packed their fucking spare socks and they go shit pants man down because they're flip. Wait, <laughs> you pack spare socks? What? After the last mid-Wales one, doing a fucking river cross, I was like, I am never not bringing spare socks again. Holy <laughs> shit, my fucking rag. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's just like little things, like getting used to holding a rifle so you aren't doing this fucking like just slinging it or god forbid in, in a milsim taking it off and putting it like out of arm's reach so then you get fucking contacted at three o'clock in the morning because some fucking pesky bastard like charlie has decided that like this is fair game <laughs> yeah. I don't I've, got to, I've done that once and i won't do it again like, I've, literally, I've, left, I've left the LMG like four foot away yeah. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there just stuffing my face. You get contact and you hear that inevitable lad. Has anyone seen my shooter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say there's still an L85 out on one of the training grounds and they're not been acclaimed, isn't there? Mate, he didn't come back. He just kind of went, I've lost it. How the fuck do you lose it, though? <laughs> I, I'm just going to put a green bit on it and it gets, like, blends in, doesn't it? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 
protection commander's come along and just gone, butchy rifle, that's mine, and like dashed it in a tree. And it's just all day. What would be, um, like for someone to like, your opinion, say that's obviously February, that's not going to be the warmest time of year. Um, would you still work on like newcomers to, to try it out, or would you say, you know, suggest like maybe trying on like a like a spring summer sort of event where you haven't got to worry about so much of the insulating kit and things like that? You can you can get away with taking a bit less to a summer event than you could like a winter set up with the weather's really inclement, you know what I mean? Um. Oh, that's a hard one, actually. I think, no, I think everyone should yes. try it. Oh, like, <laughs> absolutely. I think everyone should try it because if you can get through it in the winter, you can get through it in the summer. Um, yeah. And, you know, as long as you've got, like, the correct layers on, you're not overlayering. So when you're going out on patrol, you're not wearing all your warm kit, which we found on the No, uh, the no Man's Land event. Loads of people have patrolling in, like, softies and God knows what else. And it's like, wow, like, you're going to suffer any minute when we do contact drills up and down this hill all day long. <laughs> Um, so, so, it's, so it's stuff like that which I think if you get used to like okay take your warm kit on take your warm kit off on off on off but get into the drills of it I think you'll be absolutely fine I don't think the weather should put anyone off I think it's just an element which no one can control just get on with it either way it, you're there for fun of at the end of it if you look around and everyone's miserable just laugh about it like that's what I was used to like, that's probably the best time where you see everyone else miserable and you're like, yes, we're all miserable together, though. I always think it's great on Milton's when people are miserable because it's like, you're not just miserable, but you've paid to be miserable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have actually paid out my hard-earned money for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm hearing <laughs> food out of a bag that was made like 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm cold. Oh, mate, nothing grips me more than when people say Simmy's pay thousands for this. And then you go to a, like a winter mill sim and you see some poor lad absolutely hanging out who hasn't packed the waterproof. And you're like, no, no, Simmy's do pay thousands for this. Just give a little thumb up. You're just like, yeah, enjoy that one, mate. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's worse than taps. Like, Simmy's paying like, to be a mill sim or like, serving troops like yourselves getting paid from doing that for you as a job and then paying to go and do it. It's like the definition of fucking madness, isn't it? Yeah, I, a point, I so much, I pay to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> nah, for for Milton, mate, it's gleaming because like we can turn up and just go, like, fuck am I doing that? <laughs> and nobody can say anything. They're like... Mate, you're on stag. I'm like that. Let's bash it down, mate. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Fuck off. So you, both, you basically do Milton to do the shit that you're not allowed to do when you're out on X. Yeah, pretty much, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Priceless. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it, it, it lets me live out my fantasy of telling some fucking frog one pit to fuck off. Not <laughs> 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 like, the commander who's like big shag. You're gonna go on a wreck. I'm like, oh my fuck, mate. I am enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I am not moving out I'll of it, this I'll bash. Stay again all you were. <laughs> Stay again all after you're a fucking. That would be brilliant. Did you hear that, Pat? What Mark just said. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, mate. No, sorry. No, I was just saying, I'd love it if you uh, you come off a meal soon weekend and you're sort of you're back at work and then you forget where you are. And then someone's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I need to do this. And you're like, nah. I just, yeah, I just fuck off sound. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Rops? <laughs> <laughs> if you're at the guard room, 1800, big shag. Oh, Roger. <laughs> just do it on your last day. I'm off. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's tempting when when I'm in that resettlement period, mate. It is tempting. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you're gonna love it. <laughs> What's that? You need something to do front gate guard. Oh, that's a shame. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I can't oh, do it. I'm on a mill set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, mate. I'm going to play squaddy for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play proper soldier. <laughs> yeah. So, Tap, Mate, how it's many all people laughing anyway. The... Sorry, I was going to say, how many people are in the South Wales raiding group? Oh, so we... One. It's, Just it's, that. It's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so we've got, like, two groups. So we've got the guys who are involved in putting on events, like, um, going to the bigger courses, like Charlie's stuff, going to Milsims. And we've got a couple of lads who just sort of tag along with us to like Sunday skirmish and stuff like that. Uh, so in total, it'll be 20, but the guys who actually do like the bigger events is about eight of us. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say there was the South Wales and the North Wales group. But <laughs> 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 East and West. Well, I don't think there is much East and West. And Wales is quite thin, isn't it? Well, there's always an East and West. There's always going to be an East and West. <laughs> yeah, at a certain point, the East side. Maybe, we start one. Side. Maybe we can start the East side of the Wales. Yeah. And when we go over the bridge, we can just instantly turn into the raiding group. Yeah, but, then, but what, what, do you call fucking, what do you call East Wales? Because we're technically Newport, which is as far east as you can get. Well, you're East then, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but South East groups a bit long, isn't it? <laughs> South East. <laughs> that, that, that sounds a bit uh, a little bit long, mate. So yeah, we just shortened yeah. it. I couldn't even say I couldn't even say South Wales raiding group a minute ago. So start throwing other words. That, 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 it doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? Yeah, that's yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. Fair one, yeah. I'll shut, shut the fuck up. Lance, when you did um I can't remember which episode it was, but it made me fucking laugh my head off. It was um you were talking about the last AI five hundred and then one of mm. you guys said Oh, it's in an abandoned shopping mall in Wales, and Lance just went, "It's just in Wales. It's not abandoned." Breached <laughs> <That laughs> me right up. Don't be so fucking rude. That <laughs> absolutely had me howling. So that oh. AI five hundred event, right? I don't yeah. know if you like it more, but I'm going to talk a little bit of shit here. So that is like twenty minutes from where most of us are based. So we're all talking about going there, and then we're like, "Hang on a minute, it's Festival Park," and we've all been up there because it. Like it is abandoned now, but obviously it was a, like one of the bigger shopping centres around by us. They're like, that's not going to accommodate two hundred people, mate. <laughs> There's nowhere to fucking. <laughs> it's all linear. Like you're going to be sat in a shop, like fucking shooting across into another shop. It, it, there's no point. And then one of the lads did end up going, and he was like, "Lads, it was shit. It was fucking horrendous." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "People's cars were getting peppered up in the car park," and I was like, I "Fucking told." It was like the Dover one, wasn't it, though? That was just as bad. We, it was we, fucking we really awful. try to be positive, positive and enthusiastic <laughs> and like, create this environment under November Foxtrot of like, you know, let's let's get rid of the negativity, but there are certain events you're like, that was fucking cack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was just going about, it was fucking shit, that. 
<laughs> it was like everyone. It was like the start of the the AI five hundred at the at the Citadel at Dover. And there's everyone's all tooled up, and he said, "What? Well, like three, two, one, game on!" And literally, everyone just went. Nah! <laughs> and just fucking run. The bottlenecked on this point, and you had like two two points, like like a pincer movement, and there was like 150 people there, 150 people there, and everyone's just going. <laughs> oh god! It's like there's like 19, there's like one bloke on the corner of the wall, and then there's 19 others slowly moving out from him. Also, we can all try and shoot the one dude that shoot them from the doorway. All trying to get him, and I was just stood back and I was like, "Fucking paid for this." <laughs> <laughs> I'd best win something in the raffle, otherwise I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> I want my fucking money back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah this is yes. I'm going back to my tin. <laughs> I do, I do like their unique locations. Yeah, but they need a better organising. Yeah. So, so what's this? No, you what, mate? What's this? They didn't even chrono folks. I don't mean I chronoed when I was at the Citadel. Uh, yeah, one the last one in at, at this year's one, right? I was <laughs> this year's one. I couldn't. I couldn't. You rocked up after, after that one. I won't be visiting again. <laughs> yeah, you, you, apparently, you rocked up. Just walked in, like signed in or whatever, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah." So you're on tan. You're over year. Fucking went over. He's like, "Right, where's Chrono?" And they're like, "Chrono, what's that?" <laughs> yeah, there's right, been a couple like that. Yeah. Yeah. I got shot at by the marshal. One of the last oh, yeah, that was bullshit. Well. So what I started that, returning bro? fire and then got told off for shooting the marshal. It's like, and then got told, then got told by a separate marshal that they were checking people cheating mm. by shooting them. I was like, well, firstly, I wasn't cheating, and secondly, if someone starts shooting at me, I'm going to start returning fire. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the marshal was cheating as well, then because he didn't yeah. think, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I, you can call that, mate. Oh, I'm the marshal. What the fuck are you shooting me for then? Exactly. Yeah, it's literally that's what it was, wasn't it? It's was ridiculous. And there was, the, did you see the bit where they moved my cover? I crouched down behind cover, right? I'm putting rounds down, and we had to retrieve this pack, uh, package or, or or something. Or some it was like a palisade top. Yeah. The the they knocked up these pallets all. Like barricades or whatever it was, and I'm crouched behind it, and I'm fucking putting some rounds down. This guy's moving, and then these two marshals come, one either side of me, just picked it up and fucking walked off. And I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "What do you want to follow you? What's this like mobile now? Is it?" They're like, "Oh yeah, no, we need it over there because it's um, there's something going on. No one's got any cover, so we're moving it." I said, "Yeah, fucking cheers." <laughs> right, I'll, I'll go back. Here, shall I? <laughs> I'll just fuck myself. Yeah, <laughs> That was funny. We did have a laugh, though, didn't we? It was a laugh. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't on that one, was I? I was a... Where were you? Where were you? I don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> he was out at 500, so I was like, yeah, probably not. Yeah, you probably, yeah, you probably saw it. You were just a sensible one. I said, yeah, no, you're right. I'm going to staple my head to the floor. I'm going to win instead of... Mate, what was it? Like 90 quid for Festival Park? Fucking daylight robbery. Yeah. It was the same for the Citadel, wasn't it? 90 quid to go there, mate. It's fucking shit. <laughs> Yeah. I won't be. I won't be doing that one. In the Ashes of Abbeville, and it's horrendous. On this podcast, <laughs> we try and promote positivity. It's fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Such a squad. Positive. Positive <laughs> vibes. On that. On that positive vibes note, should we see how we're getting on with our fundraising? Let's uh, let's get some numbers. Um, up. So just while they're calculating that. Um, I've had a very interesting question from our uh, producer, Ashpridos. I've changed his name. Ashpridos? Um, Ashpridos. I can't even say that. How... 
He's asked, in your opinion, uh, what are the advantages and disadvantages of high and low ready? Um, oh. High ready. Um, Sorry. I feel like you can snap the rifle into place straight away. Um, I feel if it's that high ready as well, really? you can use a like a marker. So the end of the barrel, you can use that almost as a marker straight away as you move in. So wherever the barrel moves, your head moves sort of thing. You're right, dog. Um, and then low ready, I feel like it's better for a safety reason. If you're stacked up behind other people, that round's only ever going to go down, but then obviously it'll ricochet elsewhere. Um, but it's good if you're trying to move in like a compact area, whereas high ready is almost like you're making like a little barricade in front of yourself. Um, but yeah, I personally prefer high ready. I just think it's a bit easier snapping the rifle into place for like muscle memory and pushing out of a barrel so the sling doesn't get caught in your kit or whatever, stuff like that, really. Gone to happy you hitting up with you facts. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> fucking ramps. I, I don't do oh, speech. Yeah, it. Um, <laughs> this case, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, good to go, mate. I'll just sit on my bag and watch the fucking section attack and just go, glad it's not me. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, but I personally just be high ready. Um, I find I can get the rifle in nice and tight and then, like Charlie said, you can punch it out easier. Um, but for real steel shooting, there's advantages and disadvantages to both airsoft. I don't really think it matters too much. It's just personal preference. I know we did some training the other day. But it's like having it high ready. If you're stacked up behind someone, if they go down, obviously yeah. it brings your rifle yeah. straight down behind them. But I yeah, guess I suppose, in airsoft, I suppose if they're yeah. up, the only place they can go is down, really. Yeah. So you'd have it gone stacked up. But with I'm airsoft, people obviously don't just go, arm oh, hit and fall to the ground. Yeah. They go, <laughs> Hit and they flail the arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I prefer high. Get out of the way. Yeah, I, I, I just I want just it a lot more comfortable. But I, some of the lads, like in our team, for low ready. But I mean, for Charlie, will be able to obviously give you a bit more. For the S80, whenever you're maneuvering or you're moving, the rifle's always up. So I think for soldiers coming out of the army or soldiers who are playing airsoft, like, Naturally, that's where your rifle's going to go. Yeah. And I guess, I guess if the person in front of you mate. doesn't go down, you could just slap them down with the rifle. Yeah, yeah fucking hit them on the Get out of the way. Yeah, Fuck off. Not, yeah. <laughs> just judo chop them with the end of your... You've been shot in the face, then their, sh their shoulder just goes as well. <laughs> Ash, did you do the trenches with Tom? Yeah. Yes, I did. So that was all high ready, wasn't it? Or was you stacking over shoulders? That was... <laughs> Stacking over shoulders, so you pushed it and you, you were next to the shoulder pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. But I was always thought I, I read these good because if you get someone in the compound warning you, you just jab them in the face you go. Bottom on it. <laughs> yeah. And they, they I was just thinking you get thrown off for it or something, mate. Right? <laughs> I was just going to say, you jumped on the rubber end. end. <laughs> not, not, not an airsoft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, as long as you've got your classic airsoft rubber fist on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> like the old tango advert, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's, if you are close to it, then that stage is you're going to hit them somewhere where it's going to make you think and step back. Mm. That's why full face pro protection is such a blessed relief, isn't it? Yeah. 
just oh, yeah. fucking jabbing the face. Which none of us wear. wear. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Does anyone wear your face, bro? <laughs> no I, I'm, I'm contemplating a gum shield, though, I must admit. I think about getting a gum shield, but it's all, all this talk of CQB, which makes me really hot and sweaty. Um, well, normally over your comms, you can't be heard anyway, so a gum shield's not going to make any difference, is it? Yeah, I've got to admit, I like, I like wearing a snood. I've spent mm. too much money trying to sort my shitty teeth out. I might see my teeth are shit, so I don't really fuss until they get smashed out. The quicker, the better. <laughs> I'll get new ones in. That's fine. I could just get them all removed and just have dentures, and then when you go to play a game, you just take your dentures out properly. Then you can get different ones. You can get comical ones, Tap or you get like vampire ones. Yeah. Envy Tactical, mate. Plug the sponsors and that. What's that? Envy Tactical. Got to plug our sponsors. NB Tactical, of course. Oh, yeah. they're yeah, the, yeah. Um, like the little mesh ones that with the. the... Yeah, no, they've got. Yeah. Got... yeah. What one have you got? Uh, is it NB Tactical? No, NB no. Tactical. They're a Netherlands um, uh, company. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you can NBA get them to operators in the UK. Yeah. Uh, I've got one of those at the moment, but it's basically just a loose mesh. There will bridge over your nose and you put value over it to hold it in place. Oh, so you can wear it with anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout. But yeah, that's that full mesh like all mm. up in it. They've got different cuts depending on the shape of your face and stuff like that. It's like a bigger like Delta Mark or Lone Star type mm. thing. So it's like those kind of just fitting in uh, that that area. It's, 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 all the way over, yeah, does a proper proper seal. Yeah, see I'm a Delta Mike because I like the real thin I just cover my mouth. I don't care if my nose gets shot. Yeah, ball gag. Do you guys? Um, you, you mentioned I'm that they're sponsored. I'm not allowed them anymore. <laughs> I partnered with them. Do you, do you have like a code? Yeah, uh, Charlie's got one as well. I think. So I was just SWRG10. I was just JBG10. Everything is just JBG10. It's just so much easier. Lovely. Well, do you? Um, we've got a few more minutes left. Did you? Have you got any other sponsors that you'd like to plug? Um. Like we're happy to help out teams that are on and, and companies. So, if you got any companies that you want to uh, plug while you're on? Charlie's the only one here, any? <laughs> okay. um, yeah. So uh, next year we are speaking with obviously like Hades, we're really good friends with and Nico. Um, there's big discussions of like doing a couple of events with Nico and Hades, getting Hades out here to the UK. We're all obviously ex riflemen and stuff like that. So we're going to form like a little event company called Trinity. Um, but yeah, it's just something that's been in the works for like the last sort of six months now. So we're looking at doing something. Something different, really. The only other one for us is Agilite, who keeps sending us gleaming kit to test out for them. Oh God, I hate you so much. I've been trying for I've been trying for years to get on their testing. Every time they put every time on. they <laughs> every time. I've got their plate carrier, I've got their pack, I've got their um uh pool, you know, the pool system that they've just uh, the the drug absolutely love it. Putting a good word for me. <laughs> I want more. I'll do my best, mate. Uh, I make no promises about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm willing to go down on these. <laughs> Good play. Yeah. <laughs> like, you really like it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just got an update on the amount that we've raised, by the way. Oh, go on in. Drum roll. Uh, so, uh, at five past 11. Oh, no, sorry. 
Uh, 20 to 12. Uh, 20 to 12, because it has gone up subsequent to this. Uh, we're at 839 total. Whoa. Wow. Well done. Thank you very much. And yeah, the eBay's? I know that was that was total. Oh, so it's, oh right. Okay, I thought it was to just yeah. giving off. We're at well, 715 on its own, just on our just giving. So if you have well done, everybody. Keep going. Good, yeah, What's well done. Keep the money's coming in. That's brilliant. Well done. Yeah, good effort, boys. Thank you. Nice one. So, what are you both up to for the rest of the day then? Apart from Tav freezing his ass about something. Yeah, Tav's going to sit next to a bloody heater. <laughs> Tav's going to go get his, both, both his feet fucking amputated. Fucking <laughs> like, like trench foot, mate. Good to go. <laughs> uh, I think I've just got admin for January's course. I think that's literally it. I think Dan's probably getting sick of me voice noting him with admin, admin, admin. For a man who lives out in paradise in Grand Canary, he gets fucking molested by me on WhatsApp, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so sorry for him. I had fucking wretch has got his eyebrows, mate. So he's going to hate Jack. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just admin, admin my side as well. I've got to go back to work. Ideal. Yeah. Out <laughs> for an hour. I was like, I, I'm, I'm off for an hour. They were like, sounds whatever. Walked in, mate. I was like, right, I'm off. <laughs> see you in a bit. <laughs> see you. See you. <laughs> what are you doing? Admin. Admin. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Just before we have to say goodbye to you guys, um, what's the best way to get information in regards to uh, your groups, um, any future events and things like that? What's the best way to get in contact with you or keep an eye on your uh, future events? Uh, so we've got a website at jbgsoft.com, uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, everything like that. Uh, just ping us a message on there. I'm overburdened with messages. I've sort of like taken a step back the last few days from airsoft completely, just focusing on obviously normal life and work. Uh, Andy, I do need to get back to your message. I will do it's today. Right. No rush. Um, That's why you said yeah. it. That's why you brought it up, Charlie. Uh, yes. <laughs> subtle, subtle hint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> your fucking house in order, Charlie, all right? <laughs> yeah, it could be <laughs> oh no, I'm a shit bomb at the moment, honestly. Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, anything like that, really. Uh, Instagram for us, Instagram or TikTok. Not not difficult to find. So, type in South. Yeah, I was about to say, what's the TikTok's all about then? Oh, mate, just shit videos. Is it a just an expressive dance thing. <laughs> no, so I think the only two we've got on there, one of them is Charlie taking a fucking tectonic to the face. Yeah, uh, that, uh, <laughs> that really fucking hurt. I was videoing from um, a safe area and Taff yeeps in a, a, a tectonic grenade and you see it come at me and the camera does that and I get twatted about here. I'm like, oh, it's just a punk of metal to the grid. Oh. Mate, got to get that grenade far and deep into that room. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> Back left corner, mate, good to go. <laughs> I thought it was the safest area of that room. Absolutely not. No, not with <laughs> that. Man, mate. <laughs> mate, it's not even the first time I've seen it happen either. Is that you oh. there, Tad? 
Yeah, that's the one, mate. Oh, look at this. <laughs> if we get time, we could we could publicly show it if you're happy for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Johnny, like, yeah, 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 get crash on it. Mate, honestly, I think there's only like one yeah. thing on it, you know. <laughs> I can't remember how swear it would fucking be now. Yeah, I've only there's only got one video on there. It's like a really dark video. I can't see. I can't see that. Is that the one? Is that the one that's got the um, round to the face? Oh, is is the tectonic one on your TikTok, Charlie? Did we just repost uh, it? Yeah, you might have just reposted it, mate. I'll right, have a quick look now. Uh, I, I can't. Yeah. If I go after this, it's fucked. Yeah. Uh, I'll send it over. So if you go on the JVD one, you scroll down, it says airsoft grenade gone wrong. <laughs> Depends on who you ask, mate. That was a fucking hoof into a... Fucking hurt. So I didn't even realise this had happened what? until after the course when he sent me the video as well, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your TikTok, um, Charlie, for JVG? Uh, just type in JBG Airsoft, mate. Oh, okay. The Airsoft usually brings up the narrative. There's an awful lot of JBG on TikTok. Unless you put it's Airsoft. Awful, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you scroll down uh, a bit to where it says Airsoft Grenade's gone wrong, you should see that. Oh, yes. I don't have a TikTok account. It won't let me scroll any more than three videos. I'll have the XP bit at the end. <laughs> so I shut down for the day because it just whacked me. <laughs> like, we'll I, I didn't even realize, like, I didn't, I peeked into the room, couldn't even see Charlie. So I just fucking you can't even see you, Taff. Yeah, that's magic. Charlie, carrot signal. Like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> so I peeked around the, the side of the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a better signal if you lay in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> better spread. <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced it's not snow and it's just ice. Is any, can anyone see you from the buildings that are in, that are around you, Taff? Is there a lot of people occupying the buildings in it? Keep going back, that's it. Keep going, keep going, keep going. The med centre's just down there, so there's people in there, but these buildings are empty. Oh, uh, I was just if you did just lay down and just start doing a snow angel, whether you just get Yeah. Mad Sergeant will just be looking out of his office going, what the fuck's that geezer doing? Yeah, yeah. We've got another one loose. There's another one loose out of the grass again. Getting sectioned, mate. <laughs> Fair play, nice. Some Provo Lance Jack coming out, get off the grass! <laughs> yeah. I'm cleaning grass. it. <laughs> I'm warming the grass up, mate. Yeah. It's fine. I'm just painting it for when the king comes to visit. <laughs> oh mate horrendous <laughs> well uh, guys we had a question coming from Defiant Events oh. who's Ryan yeah <laughs> <laughs> you like Ryan <laughs> poor Ryan poor old uh, Gammy Ryan Gammy Ryan Gammy Ryan <laughs> Gammy Ryan will not be coming back over to the UK anytime soon. Gammy Ryan's staying in Cyprus. Is he definitely <laughs> staying out there for treatment? I don't know, to be fair. I need to contact him, to be fair. He, yeah. I reckon he'll come back, to be fair, for a couple of weeks. They always I, come back. Yeah. Mate, I, 
Hopefully. Hero coming home. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Get a hero's welcome. <laughs> His battery career is over. I want to oh, put flight back into Gatwick. I was just going to say if we could find out when if he, he, if he, he was flying back, back on a civvy flight or not. So we go meet him. Yeah. yeah Big fanfare. <laughs> I'd hire a band. I would. I'd pay money for that. I'd pay money for a full brass section to join, meet him at fucking Gatwick or something. That'd be hilarious. Pay some money meet to the local courses or something. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> and get him, a, get him one of them buggies that the. Like, like the mobility buggies that take you through the airport. <laughs> they run over all the able-bodied people to get the disabled people to the plane. <laughs> I'll get one of them. Decorate that. Decorate the shit out of it. Let's do it. I'll find out. I'll find out. We'll yeah, find out. If I'm in the army, find out how Ryan's getting home. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Ryan. Because <laughs> he won't tell us. You know we're fucking planning something. Well, no, because he won't this just sounds like it's turning to fucking saving Private Ryan, doesn't it? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm recovering myself. What are you doing? We have to take your own big bag. Come on. Yeah. If we get you back, we all get to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Got the heli on the pad waiting. Yes. <laughs> One time's chin up here to fly you out, mate. Let's go. Yeah, all right, Ryan, you can bring your jazz club. It's, it's just Ryan on his own. In like that massive hat, like the, you know, the back of the plane. <laughs> just on his own. Yeah. In his medical bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great straps all the way across. Just holding the one bed down. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back in the bed now. I'll nice. fill the move request out, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Gotta be done. I was just saying, guys, thank you ever so much for coming on. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Pleasure, mate. All is a pleasure. Have we'll hope to catch up. I hope, I hope to catch up with you all soon. We'll yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, definitely, mate. Enjoy the rest of the uh, what was it now? The last 12 hours, 24 hours. 12, I fucking know. 21. 21. 21 hours to go, mate. So I left. Yeah, it's a couple of hours, yeah. It flies past, don't we, having fun? Yeah. flies past. <laughs> this could well be our last ever episode, by the way. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're gonna have a, we might have had enough of each other by the end of it. <laughs> Although, having said that, we have got 24 episodes if we just do these in our segments for the next few weeks. Yeah, Perfect. Anna said to me, she said, um, why did you do an episode on Wednesday? <laughs> I don't know, so we could have not done that. <laughs> Just keep rhythm, you know. <laughs> Don't like change. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Just Stockholm syndrome. That's all it is. Right, gentlemen. Thank you very much once again. Cheers, lads. Yeah, yeah lovely. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. For the challenge. It's was six p.m. In it. Yeah, six p.m. Come and take the piss. Fuck. Will do. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll be tuned in. You will. <laughs> <laughs> and Taff, you're allowed to go inside now. Cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Thank you. See you later. Well, Wonderful. there we go. That's... <laughs> that's it now. Just us three. Oh, look. It's just us three. Oh, that's nice. Six. Uh, right. Right. So the next guest we have got on is uh dan miller 
but we're just having a little bit of a um, delay getting hold of him. So we're just going to wait and hopefully sort that out. So we're going to have a bit of a filler section. Do you have any questions or anything that you want to throw out to us? Um, well, there is a comment from Drew. I can take this earpiece out now. Thank God. There's a um, comment it's from really Drew. Huh? Really oh, it's, it's a very, very difficult. Like, I think, I don't know if it's worse. <laughs> it's on at 11 tonight. Not 11 in the morning. The last message we got is I'll do, I'll do this slot. <laughs> we'll read that. That's fine. Um, we've had a message from Drew to say, guys, the Army Parachute Association email has been sent. Oh, fuck. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, potentially, yeah. I've He's also emailed Mr. Beast. <laughs> I've got 2,600 connections in there that should be seen by a few. Also emailed Mr. Beast. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm up for it. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. If it's raising money for charity, absolutely. Andy, as long as it doesn't mean defacing myself. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, no, that's fine. Chatting. Yeah, it's only just. Apparently, Tony's mentioned it. Um, I'm just going to read you because about there we go. Right. I'm going to temporarily just disappear because I need a little little toilet break. <laughs> and I need to get some water. Huh? I didn't he went. Not on the schedule. No, you're not scheduled toilet break yet. Alright, break out the catheter. You should do big break and uh, oh, we bit were of big... talking about the little peapot, weren't we? She wheeze. Not the she wheeze. Look at that Hoover in. I'm just looking at I'm just eyeing that up at the moment. <laughs> Is it a wet back? It will be. <laughs> Oh, Ash is opening the treats. <laughs> oh, he's got heroes. Ed says, I love the organisation. It actually makes the whole episode much more spontaneous. Really? <laughs> this is organised. <laughs> We've just got our AMs and PMs mixed up on, on one of the 11 WhatsApp interview chats that we've got going. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit difficult. <laughs> Um, something I will mention. So, obviously, briefly discussed the raffle earlier. Um, uh, the raffle. If you would like to enter the raffle, so as I say, it's a little bit complicated, and we've tried to make it as simple as possible. But if you make a donation, so or if you've made a donation, what we need you to do if you want to enter the free raffle is if you go to our website forward slash charity raffle. So that's NovemberFoxtrot.co.uk forward slash charity raffle. We need you to just fill out a little entry form. So there's a little form on there you can just fill out. It's basically the name that of the uh, donation. So if you donated it from um, somebody says to the birds, um, we all know who that is. Mm -hmm. um, so if you put that on your donation form, you need to put that name in the charity raffle form because what we're going to use is that form to just match it up against the donation. Um, and it means that we can then get your email address because there's no other way for us to get the email address to then contact you uh, about collecting your prize, basically. So we exactly. need to be able to match that up. Um, there's also some terms and conditions that we kind of need just to sign up to. Um, it's really nothing major. It's just in terms of the, the raffle, you're only eligible if you're in the UK, unfortunately, and that's just to do with postage and some of the prizes that we have. Um, you need to be over the age of 18 due to the nature of some of the prizes. Um there's an incorrect thing. Oh, no, donations also need to be registered by 5 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning so that we've got time to do the actual raffle tickets and get everything sorted out. 
Um, so if you wouldn't mind just doing that, it's to say novemberfoxtrot.co.uk forward slash charity raffle. There's a link on our banner on our main website as well. And um, there's a little green box. If you tick the green box, it should take you there as well. Um, but if you go over there and register, I think we've had a couple of people register so far, but I appreciate it might not be the hundred, the, the most clear, um, but we've tried to make it as simple as possible. Um, raffle prizes wise, mm-hmm. I'm not 100% aware of what all the raffle prizes are. I know we've got a day at the races. We have. We've got a, a day. So our friends over at Lingfield Racecourse have provided a day at the races for two people. That's be your entry. It'll be a welcome drink. Um, some form of meal type thing, I think. I'll have to check that. But it's a day at the races at Lingfield. I think it, I think it's a day of races at your of your choice. Uh, obviously starting next year, I'd imagine. Um, and also a uh, a four-ball golf, 18 holes of golf at Lingfield Park Golf Course. Um, so there's the, uh, one of the raffle prizes is a round of golf for, for you and three of your pals. Or you can give it away as a gift to four people that you know who play golf together. So, yeah, that's two of the prizes that we've got coming up. Um, there's also uh, a riff or two, yep. which we'll have to just double check them, which I've got over there, which I just need to unbox. We have an MP5. We've got an MP5. I don't know what the brand of the MP5 is off the top of my head. I'm very tight. It's been kindly <laughs> donated. <laughs> by... I am very tight. Mine's very tight. Headache. It's been kindly water. donated by one of our regular <laughs> listeners, so we thank you very much for that. Yes. Um, we've got Wayne. a... Wayne. Wayne donated. Wayne, of course, well, yes, he's dropped down my house. Um, we've got a South African, I believe it's a South African, or it might be Dutch, um, assault rig. Yes. Set up in a, in a, in a, like a wood, I think it's a wood, pretty much a woodland DPM in it. So we've got that to go into, that's going into the pot, which is over, just over there. Um, Should we just give away stuff in Andy's house as well? We've got Andy's, um, <laughs> how do you like, yeah. this well. TV. Telly, <laughs> you can fuck right on. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's not here right now, yeah. but if you'd like to leave a message. <laughs> An evening with Andy. So, yes, we've got a few bits uh, in the raffle. So, yes, yeah, get your entries in. But yeah. the main, obviously, the main thing is obviously raising that money for, for Jigsaw Southeast. So, but yeah, it should be good. Should be good. Yeah. Harry Badger says, Oh, yeah, sorry, just to end that bit again, website on the bottom there, so novemberfoxtrot.co.uk forward slash charity raffle. Um, terms of if you do apply, please go and check those out on the website. Um, and make sure that you'd, you'd... I don't want anyone to basically register thinking that oh yeah I'm in for a chance and then they're ineligible and stuff like that just just double check everything and gets it all squared away and we're all sorted then. absolutely um, eligible uh, under 18s for example oh uh, Phil says wifey watching under duress she thinks Lance is cute Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are cute I, yeah, you am, I, am I? Am I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you think yes. I'm cute? <laughs> Not bad. I'd be like that. <laughs> wouldn't say no. <laughs> Damn right, you wouldn't say no. Or well, more precisely, never had said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Never given the chance I'll to say no. no. That's probably. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk. <laughs> uh, you Put can me go, off. You can go for a piss now if you want. Oh, thank you. Uh, Harry says, I'm just waiting for a boring moment so I can pop to the shop. That hasn't been a dull moment yet, you fuckers. I need subsistence. Oh, it's like ASMR proper. At least mute while you're ASMR, whatever it is. Mm. Oh, it's so crazy. You like one? Oh. I'm okay, thank you. Eat one. I'm okay, thank you. I really don't want it. Yeah, but, but if you have one, one, I don't want it. Um, if just, you eat one, it'll, it'll 
help All right, from a pull puff. No um, just a quick update on our just giving so far because it is moving very rapidly. We're now up to seven hundred and sixty-five pounds. Um, that's just on the just giving. Um, producer Ash is just hurriedly getting his calculator out and he's fingering it away. Oh, I mean, typing away. <laughs> producer Ash has got his calculator out, fingering away. <laughs> typing away on the calculator. Um, I was going to say fizzy fingers, sorry. Can you just I stop with any weird, the weird hand? Just stop. Put your hands down. Put your hands on your knees. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Creepy hand gestures. Really. Current total is nine hundred and nine pounds. Wow. Nine hundred and nine pounds. Oh. So bear in mind as well, our last so the last kind of proper charity thing we did um with like the just giving and stuff was obviously for the RBL. Line. Yeah, it was. That yeah. was six hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. So we've already, you know, one and a half times what we've raised previously. Yeah. Which is wicked. Thanks and thank you ever so much, everyone. For yeah, it is really appreciated. Yeah. Sort of getting involved. Um if you have already donated, appreciate really appreciate that. And I'm not gonna ask you to donate more, but if you could consider sharing and kind of trying to get the word out there that what we're doing mm-hmm. um share the life yeah because yeah. ultimately you know we, we can't all donate vast sums of money i completely understand that but if we got a million people to donate one pound that's yeah maths that's, that's really an awful helpful. lot of money yeah. for charity <laughs> no yeah. i know i know but i mean and we're not going to get a million people to donate quick but never say never more, we'll never say never but the more people that we can obviously get to see this and to hopefully mm-hmm. sort of get involved the better mm. um so if you could if you wouldn't mind sharing we don't normally ask people to share stuff you know maybe consider giving it a like and stuff but not active but please yeah. i'm encouraging you to actively go out there and throw this in front of all yeah. your friends whatsapp groups anything like that shove it down their face really shove it in <laughs> their dirty face holes yeah. <laughs> But like any any local groups that you've got that we obviously might not be able to have contact with, um, at the end of the day, it's not it's not for us. No, uh, it's for Jigsaw um, and like the children and parents or parents that is left after a bereavement. It's not absolutely. It's got nothing well, to do. Well, it could be the parents because it could be a sibling. Oh, yeah. One of the stories. Oh, was I think it's one of the stories yes. later on. We might hear, but I can't remember now. There's so many blimmin' sad stories on this thing. It's just heartbreaking. But I know that it covers siblings dying as well mm. um which is yeah just horrible Tragic. to think about but. but yeah it's not it's not for us at all um, no we're just we're, we're giving them a voice in the airsoft yeah. community basically mm. isn't it? we're literally taking nothing from this um it's just basically our time which is worthless well, for ha- us. Watch, yeah, anyway. which i'll happily donate for yeah. a cause like this so. <laughs> just, um, just some context to this as well if you don't mind so for, of course Get another ninety-one pounds. That's two days out. Four pounds on the phone lines for a month. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. So ninety-one. And that's yeah, two. That's 15, not just that. Wasn't it? Fifteen people, fifteen families that are affected. It's a day day out. Mm. So if we can get another ninety ninety-one. Ninety-one pounds. One pound. That's two days out. So that could be a possibly a third. Two days out. All the phone lines for a month. You yeah. can always jump in on the mic if you want to. Yeah, you I know, got but it comes to crop, okay, so... Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, I can't maybe, maybe we should just... He carry, he's, he's, Ash, makes his voice carry better than us. <laughs> we try and do that, and we end up just dribbling and making <laughs> a noise. <laughs> <laughs> what group are you with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we've had a question come in from Phil uh, down over Australia. Have you done... Go, Phil. Okay, you all right? Uh, have you done a rundown on the three rigs behind you? So if you want to start talking about that one, and then that gives me enough time. No, to I think Mike should start. Inside. Yeah, I think Mike should start. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you need to go for a wee wee? No, yeah, go think, for, go for a wee wee. I'll talk about mine first, and then we can come back to it. That's not a problem. 
Um, but no, we're going we're gonna to have the questions coming then for you to answer. Oh, I'll come back in a second. You talk with yours. Well, we'll wait for you to come back and then we'll, you can start. So we'll just sit here in silence and wait for you. Yeah, we'll just uh, everyone sit here in silence. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everyone. But Mike's got a Skype I don't know. for a minute. Is it, is it my screen? <laughs> yes. Is it my screen or does my beard look like it's got glitter in or is it my screen? Um, no, so that's because it's a small screen at the moment. So it's um, Dan made AS Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Toilet. <laughs> so I genuinely would. <laughs> I was going to say it looks glittery. I haven't got glitter in my beard. No, no. If he was on a beard, yeah, it looked nice. Like, what glitter? glitter? Christmas Eve. Hmm. Oh, we should have got the clipping ball balls, beard oh. balls, beard balls, beard balls with your dough balls or man yeah. balls, man balls, dough balls, beard balls, balls all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> So did you want to, should we start with you? Because I've got to move my camera around. Okay. Well, I've got, yeah, as you see here in figure eight, uh, Warrior DCS platform. It's got the Warrior Large Admin Assault on the front. Uh, triple mag pouch behind it. Uh, I'll keep it very, very basic. This, uh, don't know if you've seen my video of my loadout options that I've done. But um, I like to run this in conjunction. I can run it with my shooter's belt or... It'd be if worst case scenario, worst case scenario, but if I chose to, I can run it more webbing set. So I, look, I like to keep all the sides and that pretty much clear. Um, purely for accessing webbing pouches, like flag pouches on the webbing to be in there. Um, I've got a one litre camel bladder on the back, um, which I'm not going to turn around, and it's, it's running two four kilo weight plates. So it's got eight kilos of added weight in there already. It is heavy, but it, I'd really, it's so comfortable to use. A single point sling, uh, which I rarely use because I've got the Quite sphere tactical. I can never oh, just, yeah, the speed body, thing. yeah. You can hang your own body weight on it. And yeah. Just do pull up. It is good. Yeah. Sort of I can't thing. remember yeah. the name I've of it. Well, I can't remember the name, the, the name of it. Um, I've got one medium utility pouch on my right hand side. Quick release buckle system on there for getting in and out of it. So there's no Velcro screaming. Um, helmet wise at the top, it's just an FMA repro um, with uh, an FMA cover. Uh, I've got the Eomore. M30, MR32s, yeah, which I yeah. very rarely use. They're good, but I don't know how long they'd last because I barely rarely use them. I, they're just purely for, for protection. I don't really run with comms. Um, and I did have my J Armanet for my nods, but I've so, since sold them because I didn't use it because I'm a thermal. Um, and it's, yes, yeah, just a basic lid that I'd only ever use really for when I was when I played a longwall and we did a lot of building stuff. So I'd, I'd usually stick a can on my head. Just, just stop getting shot in the top of it when you go upstairs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So other than that, I rarely wear the helmet, but it looks nice. It does look nice. <laughs> it's pretty. It does look pretty. What's the? Do you know the make of the uh, strobe on the top? Mm. Sorry, well, you're right. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you had an accident while you're looking at your face. Very last wall cupboard. Last left. That's it. There's um, something there. I think that's an FM. I think that's FMA. That no, not martini glass. Smash that! You <laughs> not a martini glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's an FMA um, red light. Red light. Yeah, that's cool. It's nice, nice and compact. I've had it for years. I've never changed the battery, and that still works. Yeah, but it probably doesn't work now. So I'll, yeah. I'll go turn it off. You got to prove it now. Oh, oh no, we will get Mike to prove it. Mike, no. put, turn my press my top of my helmet. You break that. You've got my wife to deal with. Yeah, because that's that was a. Because that's the last one that she's got, I think. Ever. So I'm not going to break it. What am I pressing? 
he oh. says as he keeps hanging over. Is it on? Nope. I think you have to hold it, don't you? I, I think it's dying. It is on, but it's very dim. All right. But, so I've had that like seven years. I can't turn it off now. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to hold it down. Is it off? No. I'll just leave it. It doesn't matter. I need to do battery now. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll I'm, run sure out of battery. I'm sure it's made by FMO. And it was like 10. It is, yeah. I've got one on mine. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, you, um, so you can't replace the batteries on these, just so you know. You can take that. So why did you run my battery out by picking them out of the back? <laughs> you can uh, basically, the, these units are completely sealed. Do you see that? Yeah. You can't replace the batteries, by the way. How do you like that? <laughs> you, you basically have to replace the the whole unit is encased in silicon. Oh, okay. So if you, you could obviously open up the silicon and replace it, maybe glue it shut. But you can just buy a new insert. Mm-hmm. So if you ever buy the mounts or anything like that, you don't have to replace the whole thing. You can just replace the actual light unit. I don't know why there. I've got my headset in. A tip on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so that's my shot. So unfortunately, I've had to uh, borrow um, Pegasus's Ash, she's helmet, uh, because mine is currently taken apart for the uh, talk later on. Um, you are such a twat. <laughs> Uh, what this is the K, uh, the Agilite K19 um play carrier. Um, it's got um, please go a, a bit of the hydration. Um, HRT uh, front pocket, uh, which I keep, um, I do keep a first aid pouch in one and then fire in the other. Um, at the moment, I'm just running a single uh, mag pouch on the side. Um, my radio normally is in a double pouch. Next to it. Oh, I just noticed a pistol on the side. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so you can have a pistol mag on each side, or um, it fits um, two Mark Fives in there as well. Oh, okay. So Pyro. Um, it's got uh, it's got the admin pouch already built into it, um, and that is basically what I run on, on a regular basis. Um, it's got the NU zero six torch that I spoke about last week. The little night cool one. The night oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then next to it I've got the FMA um, hydration clip because I was getting sick of it just flapping around and that was a recommendation from you they're good though they're also very yeah. good for retaining antennas as well oh, are they? those um, bladder clips yeah really oh, good I'm another one of those I've got I've got a packet of them um, black olive green and desert tan like them clips as well as like the um, like little fast clip like the Grimlocks mm-hmm. okay. what's that Twenty quid, you can get like yeah, 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 so I've yeah. got somewhere to. So I'll come back on. to. I mean, because you've got the one on your left side as well. Yeah. Mine's it because we've got the same plate carrier. Yeah. Um, I never detach it. All I find is if I run anything down that left shoulder, the like cabling wise or cable management. Worst case scenario, you have to it's going it. to have to detach. That it's all going to become a bit of a mess. So I mean, do you find that it because you've got one either side? Do you find that that stops you from running anything straight over the top? No. Well, presumably your hydration goes straight over the top. So my hydration goes straight over the top. You've got a comms wire there as well on the left-hand side, don't you? Or is that uh, yeah, so I tend to use the um, Velcro cable ties that you can get yeah. from like the reusable cable ties. Um, I tend to use those quite a lot because um, they're 
really secure, the ones that you've fed through yeah. and they click on themselves, they're so secure. I even use them on my weapons as cable management. Um, but I've never found, because they, they sit quite low. They sit about here. <laughs> um, and I tend to have my PT quite high. Right. Um, just so it gets out of the way of the rifle. Um, but I've never had an issue with it. They recently bought a new kit out. Uh, add like where you can change that to a fixed buckle, so it, it's a fixed strap. Oh, uh, okay. Well, um, so you take off the um quick release. So I'm, I'm probably going to look into changing one in, keep one as quick release, probably my left hand one, mm. and then my right hand one where my uh, right shoulder my rifle. I'll, I'll make it just a velcro. So no, just, so, um, with the camel bladders, the, the 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 drinking straw, I've always run it under my arm. Right, as opposed to coming over the shoulder, because there's another thing to go over the shoulder, whereas not really a great deal goes on there mm. when you put your play carriage, you know mm. what I mean? So I've always run mine underneath and have it coming up, and also then it's like, if it does a little bit of excess water, and it's not dripping down on all your shit, it's, it's yeah. upright. So my mum would come under there and clip into that, and it'd always stay upright. I, I really hate things. I just blown your mind with that. <laughs> no, the reason I did it is because the cummerbund, obviously, the, again, the quick detach on ours, mm. like, like left and right detaches. Um, I generally detach the right hand side. Mm. Like, I, I, oh yeah, no, I don't like, grip mine. Just I, the way I, that, that I, I take mine off, I always just undo the right hand yeah, side. Yeah, you lost video. Um, oh, so I, I don't generally try to. I try to run nothing over the kind of points where it can come apart, just because if it does come apart, it's obviously going to put pressure and tension yeah. on whatever's running across there. Um, yeah, so I, te I tend to. Um, like because I've got quick detach on mine as well on, on the uh cumber buttons, mm. I only ever tend to do one side, but it's one of the reasons why I can't run HPA. I it bugs me beyond all belief to have something underneath my arm. I feel like I can't tuck myself in. I know it's mental, mm. but I literally I can't tuck I don't miss in. mine so much because it's it's because it's there. Do you know what I mean? It's I yeah. don't really feel it. Because it's all only back, it's not like you're running a separate backpack with a hose coming out of it. No, well, so are, for me, I would be because my bladder goes in, inside. The... Oh, see, mine's on the back of that because it's so because it's, when it's empty, it's just so flat, anyhow. Yeah. When it's full up, it's only a, I mean, it's, I can't really get it, but it's only sort of like half my back, if that. Yeah, see, mine's mine's the Agilite. Oh, I've forgotten the name of the bag, but it's uh, the one that uh, attaches direct to the plate carrier as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing your video you've done. Um, so that literally attaches straight onto the plate carrier, um, and you have your bladder pouch inside that, and the opening's right at the top. That's the dog. Someone's <laughs> knocking at the door. Um, so that literally it comes out up the top, and then it's just easy just to drop it straight down because mm -hmm. it comes out. The new bag that they've done has a bottom uh, port. Right. Which you could then run along your cummerbund and up. Okay, yeah, because mine's only got the bottom. My the bag itself's only got the bladder, the straw at the bottom, it's come up out of the bag and then straight down my back underneath my arm. Just so it's out of the way. Just mm. so I've got nothing running over the shoulder because I hate having it as thick as I like the foam padding. The there, foam padding. I've got other stuff going through there as well. You know yeah, I mean? but trying to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, because especially if you're on. putting a pack on and taking it off all the time, the last thing you want is just more. Crap yeah, so them, I've got mine's, mine's actually threaded in under the, the strap. Mm -hmm. So I try 
as much as possible to keep everything pinned down mm. um, to like retention straps and anything like that. Just just so I don't have all these loose things. Yeah. Because um, like, yeah, it's snagging and things like that. I, I spend a lot of time on my belt buckles scrolling around through mm, exactly. scrub and all of that. And it's a nightmare when you're sort of trying to catch it. And, right. you know, that's and like, smacks back and smacks you in the so ear. That's what I quite like my, my um, radio yeah. pouches because they don't really compromise being, low, uh, being dragged on because they sit on the inside. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I can undo that. So you can see there with that the actual comms sits on the inside there. So it's not actually going to come on the belt, but I mean, plus I've got that pin tail of any which is, well, sticks out a little bit, but not as much. But um, yeah, there used to be a problem with them being on, and on the outside. I used to find, I used to catch that on Starfall, like a rifle sling would catch it. I've not seen that. What's that front pouch? That's my. That's the more we're adding pouch. Yeah, picture is it? They are good. Matt posting that in it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm not sure it works. He's like, I'll put it in the on the background. No, I can't see. <laughs> that is still flashing on your head, by the way. We're all having light for night time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And it's quite good because you can literally just do that. If you if you have to bug in a hurry, you haven't got to just do <clears> that. You've got that retention kit there. Do you the find, because obviously you've got mags behind that as well. Yeah. Do you find lying on the ground that's uncomfortable? Not massively, because I'm, I'm usually you're usually up on your elbows. Yeah, I or you move, you're moving forwards on your elbows, and yeah, so that the bit of a void there. It's mm. actually quite nice. You can just sort of like uh, onto it a bit. Yeah, yeah, I find I find with those because that sticks out roughly about the same as what yours does. Yeah, yeah, it probably does. Yeah, um, I find the pouches actually give you uh, a little bit of comfort because mm. like considering one's got a first aid. Pouch, you don't have a dangler though. Do you find the dangler? Because I the, the dangler is the one I found the most uncomfortable. Mm. So. I'll be honest, the reason I've got this is because otherwise my belly hangs out below the plate carrier, which I just hate the look of. And like, it really gets me upset when I see photos of me from the side and like just bits of me like bulging out in places. So oh, I use bits of me. I'll predominantly use this for um, bits of paper, maps, uh, maybe a pen. But I found I can't put anything bulky in there because yeah. I'm laying on it. It's just uncomfortable. That's why I got rid of mine. Yeah, because exactly. I used to I used to run a dangler on all of it for the same reason. More mainly because I'm I've got a short body, long legs. Mm. Um, it was mainly to protect hits from my more groinal area. Mm. Um, but I was the same as you. When you're running, and you're trying to get down low. It just crunches up, and I ended up for a couple of games, ended up taking the stuff out of it and folding it up mm. underneath. Mm. Um, so I got it, and I. Oh, my, mine was the same reason as yours. It was to uh, uh, stop the gut look, but I don't give a fuck. It's all things I'm No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> the reason I got it originally was for admin and stuff like that. And, you know, just, just on the, it makes the, the plate carrier uh, more elongated. Um, and I still run it. That's the, I mean, yeah. it's still on the plate carrier, and I use this um, pretty much most of the time. But I mean, it's mostly full of dirt and stuff crawling around. But, um, yeah, it's, it, I don't have anything bulky. I, I, for example, an Allen key set or something like that. I used to put it in there, but I don't go in there anymore. No, no, uh, mine's usually soft, that soft head cover, pair of gloves, or whatever. Mm. I mean, or, or I, I did once upon a time contemplate running, like putting like a couple of Mark Fives in there, and I thought it's just going to get bashed about, especially if I'm prone, it's like breaking or busting over. Yeah. You know? So, but I literally, I might keep smokes in there, as in my vape or something like that, and then it'll just be like. If, if I'm not using my gloves, my gloves and a sort of soft head cover 
or like a little snoods or type thing mm. that are going in. Something, I'm, perhaps maybe my phone, maybe, but um, yeah, not a great deal. <laughs> but I like that because obviously I keep like with a lot of milking with them. Oh, you got your, you got banger yeah. hangers in there as yeah, well. I've got two nine mil or like a billy torch or you or a, or like a uh oh, mutzel anything like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they they can yeah, go in there. there um and obviously it's got the elasticated bottom for like a tq or anything like that see i have mine on my belt because i run mine slightly different to how you guys do don't i i i have a um a belt set up that i run that doesn't change um depending on uh what kit i'm wearing if i'm wearing that or if i'm wearing the chest rig so the, the more essential parts like um knife like um utility knife um first aid kit and stuff all goes on my belt yeah so my belt's a little bit more bulkier than what it could be but because, oh, okay. because my belt is what i have all my stuff on all the time so the important things I, I have that, and then I don't have to worry about changing my. That's the same, much the same as that. Everything that's on there stays on there. I, I never change that. Yeah. The only thing that comes out of it is my, my radios to go onto another rig, yeah, exactly. but that all just stays as it is. And that yeah, that I never changes. I need to get another uh, dual pouch mm. made um, that's got. Um, so normally I have a radio, it has a radio pouch attached to that because the only downside with the Agilite carrier is that it's only got three Molly on the side. On the cummerbunds, on oh, a lot of a lot of utility pouches are fours, aren't they? Yeah, which yeah. is really awkward. So I had to get a custom uh, pouch made. That of was course, three, yeah, <laughs> which was which was three three Molly, but has the um, mag pouch and then a radio pouch nice. combined as one, um, which is currently on my chest rig because that's what I used last. Right, okay. Um, but I need to get another one so I can just put another one on that, so I'm not having mm. to swap that around all the time as well. I'm very modular. I don't like having to swap things about that much. I don't mind swapping around the front panel because that's a bit of Velcro and two G-hooks. Mm. But if I can get my chest rig and my plate carrier exactly the same. Yeah, very similar to I'm my chest rig yeah, and my just, plate carrier. Just making it easy. So all I have to do is change the, the actual stuff that's yeah. in there. So like your radio and things. And I think modular setups are... That's what I've got. The plate better. carrier, chest rig, shooter's belt, webbing set. Yeah. them for and I, I and i combine them as and when i see fit yeah, or depending yeah. on what the event are doing yeah because i've got my new webbing set that i need to test out Ooh, and Ooh. see that a bit showing tail in a little while yeah that's upstairs. Nice. that's upstairs i can yeah, run up and get that. that yes please do um but yeah i, I try to keep everything the same i miss it i ended up missing because i've never run a uh webbing set before i ended up messaging ryan of course name, and the the guru and i was like where'd you put a sidearm he's like you don't get one yeah. and i was like oh don't like webbing sets anymore <laughs> well, especially, worry about. Yeah, especially as like an lm like fair enough a lot of milsim now is a playing adult rules yeah so you can pull auto into and out of the building but not while you're in it which is fair enough mm -hmm. um well it's an lmg at the end of the day yeah. pull auto, exactly, short control yeah. burst yeah but you've grown up about it exactly yeah. um but a lot of places now are saying that you don't have to like a lot of sites used to say that if you run an lmg you had to have a um uh you had to have a sidearm mm. to enter a building which is why but there are a lot of places tend not to do that now that much mm. which is nice i do miss my pistol i like it see i've got my high high ride on my drop leg yeah 
it's like um it's not like knee bashing low you, know, you no, see, no, see no, some no, people yeah. with drop leg holster and it's just like oh, when they're running yeah, it's like mate you need to really retain that a bit more but mine sits quite high up on the thigh so you got you got mid right it sits below it sits below my webbing all right, under right yeah, below yeah, my yeah. Couch, it doesn't it's not compromised the draw on it because it sits off ever so slightly um it's mm. the worst well, the it's the um the man himself beyond like kydex yeah for my uh, my we 45 yeah, I've got Kydex. Look, the, I've got the Caramore SF carrier and then the Kydex now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the exactly what I want. And it yeah. just makes it just sit off that little bit, which is nice. You know what I mean? It's not tight to you and you haven't got to go under your pouch to get to it. It's just there. As soon as yeah. you put your hand down, you can feel it. So, yeah, that, that's a bonus. And what I've done with mine is I've obviously got the two retaining straps that go around the leg. And then I've put a uh, uh, Osprey Mark IV number buttons. Uh, male and female T-bar clip. Oh yeah, yeah. The retaining clips that go on the front, in the line of three down the side. Mm-hmm. Just use one of them. So I put the female um, T-bar into my behind my commander's pouch in the first row. What Molly? Yeah. And then I've just got the little female clip sticking down. And then so what I can do is I can just literally just clip the clip the high yeah, yeah. right on and then just put the two straps there. Cool. And it sits the same for my. I don't think it's on there. Um, my shooter's belt. Um, not my Warriors, my Waz one, my previous one. It's got the little H harness on it. Desert harness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got one that's got the same clip set up as well. They're cheap as chips. Those, um, those Osprey T-Bars, they're like, you can get them like 10 a penny. But they're obviously, they're, they're the proper clip buckle mm. system. Do you know what I mean? They're wicked, wicked strong. And you can literally utilize them in any way you want. And that's what I've done with that, with that holster. Just a quick Yeah, click, nice. Good chat, actually, yeah. See, I can't get anything mounted to my leg. I've tried it everywhere, and that's the best place I've found yeah, it to be yeah. most. See, I like it on the belt. I've got off um, belt setups, mm. and not belt setups, harnesses. Mm-hmm. Like, I just find having, because a harness is basically a belt setup. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. Yeah. But obviously, you've got all the kit. Mm. It allows you to carry more on a belt yeah. if you've got the, like, little like, like, braces sort of set. Yeah, sort of I like suspender set. The capability yeah. of having stuff mounted to me up here. Yeah, because like my comms and stuff like that with a PTT or anything like that, I need that mm-hmm. here. But like, um, I mean, things like my knife, which actually isn't in there, I'm gonna have to get out. Um, when we did the uh, kill pyro show, there we go. Um, big rag and stuff like that. I like having stuff here, mm-hmm. so I've, I've really adopted this whole plate carrier or chest rig scenario. Yeah. Um, but with the belt and the pistol, I really want to kind of get a low ride setup. The, but mounted on my belt. So it sits like the sits so the very it, base of your belt. Yeah, it's, it's mounted to the belt, so it's not going like if it does shift around, it's only to shift around with the movement of my waist. From yeah. Did you not leg. get a Did you not get a low ride? It's just got the single strap to go around your leg, just to access. That's what I've got. No, so I just, I've got mid. No, no, mid Yeah. So you're not relying on it being stuck to your leg. It's just purely there. Well, Positioning sort of strap. What I've been sort of seeing if I can find, and I might have to have a chat with Take some point separately but i really like um so i use a black hawk surfer system with the qd mount mm-hmm. so all of my pistols are all set up so that i can just snap them onto any belt setup because they've all got the qd system so if i buy a new pistol that's not a glock because most of my pistols are glock i get the the associated qd system and holster for it so i can just literally end the day go click click off right that's done yeah, yeah, in yeah. The holster, still. yeah yeah and then if i get another one i can just click that on and job done but I'd like a low ride version of that, so it's mounted on the QD system on the belt, mm-hmm. but then sits lower, so it's effectively rigid. 
from that point down. Right, okay. Because it doesn't, for the most part, I don't need to, as long as I can sit down in like a um, vehicle or something like that, or, or just, if I'm But tired. then you'd need, that, you'd need it to move with your leg then, wouldn't yeah. you? You'd need well, the no, I'm not suggesting it's that low. I'm just oh, okay, it's right. it's on the belt, but just lower off the belt. So it's like offset. Like almost yeah. like an old school holster where you've got like, the big loop which which your belt would go through yeah. and then the holster sits underneath yeah, that sort of thing. Like, um, so that'd be low. Uh, guys on that, you, you, you want a mid ride mm. and um QRS system, which I, I run up people. Oh, well, that's what I'm running. So that I can run up and get it. Holster and stuff like that. Mm. It just literally clips into a section yeah. and it will sit. Probably Yeah, that's what yeah, I want. Like, just just like upper between like the pocket and the belt, if that makes sense, yeah. rather than on the belt. That's yeah. exactly what my mid ride does. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it, it drops down. I can run up and get it in a minute. Yeah. Whatever. Well, uh, we've no, got enough time. We'll go and have a look. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll uh, be able to squeeze that in. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one thing that I like. Yeah. Uh, because I used to run the uh, Warrior Universal, mm-hmm. um, and I found that because I said to you, didn't I, when I had to draw my pistol, you were behind me, and I was catching myself yeah yeah so, so, so space. Pull my arm out and i was elbowing in in the chest mm. and he's like what are you doing that's not very nice. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean like, i'm literally <laughs> doing that and i can't get my pistol out god ash has had enough he's gone yeah <laughs> yeah he's got his oh there you go yeah just um, don't put the pistol in it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's okay everybody it's just a top yeah, but we're not touching them. No, we're not touching them. Yeah, we're, we're not touching them. We're just pointing. Yeah. So um, with, the, with carrying on about the belt setup, so I like the idea of having like a few fundamentals on the belt. So if I take the plate carrier off, you know, you've got a sidearm. So if you're around fob or anything like that, you mm. know, you, you've got the capability that you're not completely undefended if something happens. Well, you should have your main rifle on you. Yes, but when you've got downtime or you're just oh, yeah. tabbing about, the, you know, just padding about in the fob, um, Having having like um, a Leatherman on me on my belt, for example, yeah, it's great having it on there. It's easy access. But if I've taken that off, I haven't got it. Yeah. Um. So there's a few things that I would keep on me. I don't always carry around like a jet ball and stuff, which is obviously the the, the issue I found with a, a harness setup. Um, not a harness setup. Webbing. Webbing. Um, because again, I don't need all of that on me the whole time. Mm-hmm. So if I was to carry that, it just goes in the day sack. What I was debating. Is whether I can have a dangler off the side. So my, your... my, pistol sit, my pistol sits on my left. So I was thinking about having it off my right. So effectively, you've got. I think Ferrero Concepts do one, which is got the side mounted dangler. Is it so rather than having like another pouch there, because I don't need the pouch on my belt by yeah. the time. Is it Ferrero Concepts, Ash? Have like do the side dangler. dangler. Someone does one, don't they? Yeah, you've got a dangler. It's like a yeah, dog I think pouch. it's. I think it's Ferrero yeah, Concepts. Yeah, but I want it like. You want it like that? I want it a bit more, something like that, or like the one you've got, but just hanging off on the, the sides would be helpful. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, sorry. That's exactly what you want. Yeah. So it's the legs. The problem I have with leg straps is that my legs change size very quickly. They're yeah, elasticated. On... Yeah, yeah, that one's not. That one's pretty good, <laughs> but it's really adjustable. No, see, I've got an elastic. I went for the elastic strap. Yeah, so my, my holster at the moment sits there. Yeah. Basically. And it's exactly that. So you've got more arm movement to get, yeah. the, get the pistol. Whereas that just knocks it down just that little bit more. Well, so you're not going to get compromised if you're wearing a jacket. No. I also don't want to go and buy a whole load of more holster setups and everything like that. So Brilliant. I need to find some sort of way of adapting 
But no, you just need to get the adapter for your current holster to go on, don't you? Yeah. Surely there's, surely there's not a... What's your, yeah. what's your well, holster? QD, right there the Q, no, it's a Blackhawk. So the QD... He does I'd be surprised if Blackhawk don't do a they drop... They might do a drop down one. A mid-ride. Tate does one. Every time I talk to Tate about my holster, he's always like, no, don't get a Serper because they're terrible. People die with Serpers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you've got a load of adjustment sections on the back of those. Yeah, but if I've got that with the additional the QD mount, but that that will replace your QD mount. That's what I'm saying. So I'd have to buy a new a beef. Yeah, for everything. Yeah, they're right. And I've got like. 15 something quid. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's... It's a hefty buckle as well to click that in. I'm about satisfied. Oh, they are great. But yeah, no, they're, they're um, QLX. Yeah, the only thing I do like with my uh, the, the QD one on the Black Hawk is it's rotary, so you can literally that's obviously a straight in, straight out. Yeah. Whereas the the Black Hawk one, you can put it in at any angle, which I've never needed to do any other angle. <laughs> but well, I like nice to fact, know. I like the <laughs> fact that I could potentially be laying down, and the person behind me could draw my pistol out if I wanted to orientate it that way. See, the one thing Very polite. Because I because I use it for all my setup, it's like a standard set. Yeah, it's quite weighty, so I ended up getting the Warrior uh, suspender set. Mm -hmm. And what I find is when I had the elastic strap, when I moved over to that it's pulling down the trousers a little bit so now with the elastic strap that goes around the leg and these um uh, suspenders mm. it actually keeps my trousers in exactly how i want them without putting too much weight on the shoulders and then you can just wear you can wear your plate coat because they're proper thin oh yeah yeah um, yeah any belt setup you definitely need yeah. an over harness on like the number of times that you've got anything rigged on that and you put weight on it mm. like oh my warrior my Belt like that with the Velcro internal. Yeah. That that's a very light setup. That's literally got a holster, couple of nine mils, one five five six, and a dump pouch and a little med kit thing on the back. So that's there's not there's not yeah. low, I don't run loads of kit off that. Pretty much that, mate. But I've got the um I've got the white so the the my M4 pouches on the belt. I've got the white sphere tactical that's got the five five six inside the dump pouch bit, which is just just wicked. I love that the best. Still not yet to use it at an event. Mm -hmm. We tried it. Yeah, you know, it's got the five five six inside the dump pouch. So yeah, I love that. Well, yeah, Apparently I can't your, not buy that. Your mic's not on, by the way. Just so you know. There you go. Um, you. Apparently, our just giving has just hit eight hundred pound. Woohoo! Wow. Well done, guys. Thank you very much. Also, if people could just give us a like. Uh, on and shares on Facebook, it does actually. The more likes and shares that we yeah. get, puts if people just do a random search, it can push us to the front of their queue on their searches. Um, so that just helps us break the great. We need to break the internet. We break the internet. We broke the internet. Never mind, Ralph. We did it with <laughs> the um, the harness setup. I was just gonna say, the so do you most harness setups are designed that they're adjustable. I I'm currently toying around with my new chest rigs and bits and pieces like that. Um, my, my plan is that once I've got something that I proper like and it's set, to sew it in place and take off some of the adjustability. Yeah. Because it means I've got no these uh, ladder buckles and things that get in the way. Right. Um, to try and I mean, okay, 
if I change shape and size, etc., in the future, I'd have to do some rejigging. And you can play around with sewing, but like ladder buckles and things stick out, so you mm. can trim those off. Um, See, the one thing that I quite like about the Warrior Assault suspender set that I wear underneath is that they've been, they've actually thought about it. They've made the adjustment really low to where the belt is. So, well, that's perfect then if it's out so of the way. It, yeah. it, it, it's about that far off of the belt, which doesn't affect the belt. When you bend over, it doesn't pinch or anything. Mm. Um, but also, as well, the because the, I went for the Y shaped one, so it goes down and just goes straight to the center buckle at the mm. back. That's got a bit of an elastic, uh, uh, elastic to it. Mm -hmm. So, it's got a bit of a stretch. So, when you bend over, it, it moves with you. Oh, that's cool. Um, and it, it, it's really thin. Mm. Um, so you can't feel it under that. Yeah, because I've seen some that are like proper padded up here yeah. and everything like that, which is great if that's all you're running. Yeah, so that that would be your harness for mm. just a, I would say probably uh, a yoke. Yeah, <laughs> well, it would be more for if you're running those um, grenadier pouches, the thick padded mm. things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the suspenders are more for if you're running the um, shooters belt style. Mm. If anyone wants to buy a yoke, by the way, I still have a whole load of yokes. And, oh, and, um, no. side pouches. Those PLCE yeah. ones you so, what did you buy? That? <laughs> I you went on eBay thinking I, it was. I thought I was buying one because for the price of how many I bought, that was reasonable. I think it was like fifteen pounds or, or ten or something mm. like that. And then I ended up with a box of these things being delivered, and I've got in the region of sort of twenty yoke setups. Um, <laughs> so, if you want to buy a yoke, I'll do very reasonable rates. Absolutely. <laughs> He'll give all the money to charity. Uh, <laughs> yes, I mean to be fair, I've give I've been giving them away. Like, you have been giving I'm them not, away. I'm not, I'm not actively selling them. Um, <laughs> like if people want a yoke or anything like that, you know, I've got because I then went out and bought some straps because they didn't have all the straps that they needed to then strap them to things. Um, so then I bought a stupid like eBay lot of straps because they were cheap. So I've also got a box of straps. <laughs> so, you never have enough. Oh, I've got straps, your I've got your set up, pal. That you lent me to try out. You know, oh, like, the webbing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's it, yeah. Nice. Uh, Defiance just tied up the money that we've got so far. Come um, on, quick maths, Ash. Save Podash. Calling him Podash. Podash. Yeah. So uh, eBay auctions now at one four seven. So the total is nine hundred and forty-seven pounds raised. Oh, 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 that's brilliant. Um, that's blinding. Come on, we've got to break a grand. We've got to break a grand, at least. Oh, I was genuinely surprised that we 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 got so much before we'd even started. Yeah, like um, well, I started dropping it out yesterday to certain yeah. groups of people like I and that to look, you know, doing this, like get involved, it's really well. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I was yeah. talking about it with April at um, my work and sort of said, oh, you know, <clears throat> a few weeks ago, she was like, oh, what you, what, what is it? Type of thing. I was just telling her about it, and then she was hassling me for the YouTube, like the oh, payment bless. link. No, fair play. Um, so she's like the first one on there in terms of the uh, the just giving. So well, oh, Phil says, genuinely. Phil says, night lads, got to work tomorrow. Catch you in the morning. Bye, Good night, bye. Phil. Night, Phil. Sleep, sleep well. You can catch us when you wake up as yeah, well. We'll still be here. <laughs> we'll, still be here. <laughs> we'll be watching you all night whilst you sleep, Phil. We still need to get Phil on at some point. <laughs> have a chat with him yeah we, we do we'll i really want to talk about like airsoft in australia fill the gel yeah it's gel blaster gel blasters but they're getting more and more popular over here as well notice well now do a gel blaster page now yeah which seems completely out of 
touch with what Nurse kind of. Yeah, I don't think I'd be very happy with two well, kids Nurse with gel glasses for... around my house. <laughs> <laughs> Nurse, really. Nurse itself is an acronym for non-expanding recreational foam. Mm. Um, fun fact. There you go. Um, wow. You learn something, <laughs> learn something new every day. Carry these facts around in your head all day long, do <laughs> you? Yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> is this why you can't speak properly sometimes? It's just oh, full it of usage. I need to get this Nerf fact out. My kid is genuinely like a ball pit, right? Where you've got a hole in the wall of current thought. Right, so if I'm I'm working on something, and then I've basically got like forty. I can't say children in my head. I've got like forty people in my head just throwing balls at the wall, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden a new nugget comes in, and I'm half of the conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to talk to you about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. And I'm pretty certain it's probably some like diagnosable condition that I've got. Um, Mike syndrome. But it's why yeah. when anyone and I, I'm really really frustrated with myself, but it's why whenever. People are having a conversation and I'm there, but all of a sudden I just butt in with something completely <laughs> different. I do, it, I do it on the show. I've noticed that and it's very frustrating. For me, for me I, I've got a very short memory of remembering something during a conversation, so I've got to shout it out or it's gone forever. But you could you be discussing something and I'll go, oh, yes, jeez. And, I, and I'll have to say, I've got to say this quickly, otherwise I'll never remember it and I'll be really angry with myself for not remembering this. Pearl of wisdom. <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> I've never done that to anyone. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm trying to sell. I love your interesting facts, though. I do, especially when they're relevant as well. But it's not just which is not often. Not, really. <laughs> not often. <laughs> <at all. laughs> I get it at work because it's rude jokes and stuff like that. So if somebody says something and I think, "Oh, that's funny," uh, you said dick. Uh, no, no. Somebody the other day we got up to like manhole sixty nine. Like, wow! Like, how can you not make it? Come on! Come on! <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there in a very serious chat between myself and two colleagues. They're reading some numbers out to me, and I'm running through a manhole schedule. And they're like, "Man, I'll, I do drainage. I'm a civil engineer." Um, That's how he got his letters they went, off. They they went, um, you know, schedule manhole sixty nine. I was like, <laughs> 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 um, "Oh, there you go. Silly, silly Gilly's got the exact same condition." We love Silly as well. Yeah, we love Ed. We love Ed and Mike. Harry's back from the shop. Not to say that you're boring, but I have nosh for the next 20 hours. Well done, Harry. Well, nosh is nice. Harry's going to get noshed. For 20 <laughs> hours. There you go. That was an example. Was of the yeah. <laughs> I was going to follow up with that's going to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. How much does she cost? Hmm. <laughs> um, we've had some comments. We have. I've left Drew's one in there about the Parachute Association just because I'm interested to follow that up yep. later on in the show um, just to see what happens. Yeah. Um, Phil says he's done a video on your plate carrot, Andy. Uh, I did. It was on one of the episodes, though, wasn't it? I know we've done we some blue phone loadouts. That's um, what it was on. That's when you showed. That's when you. That's when I did the video. New, that was yeah. Kit. I just got the new kit there. Blue so four loadout. Blue four loadout. Um, if you want Phil, uh, although he's gone. Um, if you want to do, if you want me to run through it, like give us a message, I can just give you a live stream or something quickly. Oh, a bit one on one. Yeah, there you go, Phil. Little, little private shows now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Only fans. $6.99 a month. Absolute filth. <laughs> that would be Phil's thing, wouldn't it? Absolute filth. Yeah, absolute filth. <laughs> absolute filth. Oh, yes. That's Phil's segment. <laughs> absolute filth. <laughs> and you can have that what's that Australian 
uh, instrument. It's like oh, what did we do? No, it's not did we do. That's like the whoa, 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 that one, isn't it? But that's like a really like a I thought instrument type thing. I don't know if it's like some sort of like string instrument. To or... be honest, I only thought Australians had one musical instrument, and that was <laughs> the did we do. They got the didgeridoo, but there's like that 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 noise. Oh, Unless like they make that sound with the didgeridoo, like a mouth harp. I don't know what the mouth harp is. Which is didgeridoo? No, it's all, all they go from well, even that tiny little like the yeah yeah they can go oh, real really? they so can cool. go real deep oh, right. and like real high. We could just have that played in the background with Phil, make it very generically Australian or racist. That's <laughs> <laughs> not racist. It's a musical I'm instrument. That is not stereotyping there. people getting on the show. What is the national instrument of Australia? What are you going to say, Phil? This is what how are you going to say? Didgeridoo. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing racist about that. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about some mouth harp. <laughs> no, you brought the mouth harp up. Um, I, I was unaware that a didgeridoo had that much range to make them sounds. Ryan Connor says, I use a dangler to cover the belly fat and also have to, uh, an eye fat in there because it keeps it soft. It's not a bad job. That's why I put the Call first jaw harp. Jaw harp. Jaw harp. Is it lunchtime yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't huh? get the sound. Five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. I'm going to go over there a minute and cook my cook my lunch. You've got to cook it out. If we've got something out there, I'll cook it on. Barbecue. Really? Yeah. It's in oh. the shed. Can I still use a pan though? You can use a pan. Get out of the chicken, clean it, and yeah, yeah. Build it. Still put it together. It goes away clean. What does that mean? Apart from the um, griddle, because it gives you flavour, doesn't it? Oh, you never washed a grill? Never. Ever. Silly Gilly says, I try not to put anything on my front at all but, uh, to lay low, but often I'm arching my back anyway to try and get Some over sort the of sexual pose because the photographer <laughs> spotted him. It's that kind of um, <laughs> mermaid pose. Yeah. Like... <laughs> it's like this, yeah. Explosion blows up his back sort of thing. Yeah, it's all very, very dramatic. Uh... <laughs> Defiant, I picked up a JJ's Day Sack recently, so Defiant will definitely be doing some rural, hard routine events next year. Yeah, Sounds fun. No, I'm way up for that. Please be down south. <laughs> <laughs> no, you start down south, but you've got to end up not. Yeah. No. <laughs> Infill in the south. Yeah. Infill. <laughs> the, where's, the, where's, the, where's the game zone? UK. <laughs> <laughs> Defiant's version of what is it? Um, hunted. Oh, man a manhunt, manhunt. Yeah, mm. yeah. I want. I really want to do a. So I do a bit of wild camping on Dartmoor. Mm-hmm. Um, I may have mentioned it before. Um, I'd love to do some wild camping with us, as like a. Dartmoor's the only place in the UK that's illegal. Uh, sorry, in England that's legal. Yeah, it doesn't have to be legal. No, I but what I was going to say is it'd be an interesting one if we can get um, a few of my mates to do it as well who don't Jason. have air pocket. Yeah. And we could do a proper comparison between like a, a milk sim uh, and a, like a, a light backpackers event. And then like a... Yeah, theirs will be much easier. <laughs> well, no, because I've, I've done it most of the time. You can I do go, wild camping in Scotland, can't you? You can do it in Scotland. It's, it's Scotland. a lot further away. <laughs> There's a plane. Yeah, we get a plane well, Flying to camp. <clears throat> You've got to jump I out. Fly, I want to be laid out on Nissy Beach with cocktails. <laughs> Should we go to fly to Cyprus? Well, I'll tell you what, if they organise... If yeah. they organise the parachute thing, we'll say we right, can we do it in parachuters. No, parachuters into Scotland with our kit. Job done in the Highlands. I'd like to point out, and we'll walk these, out. These 
these ideas is how we ended up doing the 24-hour show. We'll, yeah. get, we'll get dropped parachute in with gear, yeah. kit. In North Korea. Let's just throw that out there. In North Korea. <laughs> Kim Jong-un. We're going yeah. lock up, Kim. Come Our on. next charity event is Escape North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> no phone. 24 hours yeah. Escape yeah. North Korea. We don't get a gun because we're not actual soldiers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're just doing it for a show. The trouble is we wouldn't even know it's blending because they're all so small and skinny. <laughs> you just go... And we're not Korean. Just quickly... I, I, he looks slightly Korean. He could be a week. <laughs> he, he could be his prisoners. <laughs> couldn't we? That's how, we'd, that's how we'd blag it. You'd be our Korean prison officer. You need to learn Korean in a year. For our next charity. I'm not going to make a joke there. Ball came out the wall. done. Big brain moments. Before your phone gets taken away. And that, guys, is how you get arrested in your yeah. career. Yeah. Donate some money to the charity. <laughs> Stay no <in> phone. <laughs> where were we? Where were we? Oh, wherever that, that are went, we? That went on a tangent. It was, um, yeah, so lightweight backpacking kit and basically military kit. Or the equivalent mm. of tactical kit. Yeah, I think it'd just be an interesting comparison because there's a lot of stuff that obviously you wouldn't need to take. So, for example, you know, you're not going to be taking anything Q-related, um, toolkits and stuff like that. You probably don't need maybe a Leatherman. Yeah, yeah, Leatherman, I suppose. But I wouldn't certainly wouldn't take Doing a comparison between the kit that you take. And I'll tell you what, that is a real test of your, your gear. Mm. Right? Because firstly, weight. Um, secondly, practicality. Weight distribution. usable. Distribution. The pack, yeah. There is no car. You are no, but you have. <laughs> no, but there's no car. And if you go for like a couple of days, you have to shit in a hole. Mm-hmm. So like the number of people that are oh, just nip down the services or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it, it really puts you out of your comfort and tests what the stuff you have. Um, and I learned a lot about myself. <laughs> Yes. What just like struggle to get them out off quickly or we we've had this chat. Oh, we? I didn't know you No, we didn't know we didn't know you chat yourself. No, 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 no this is a no, breaking, this is no, breaking news. Before. Maybe not on the podcast. Have we got the breaking I, news. No, the no this buttons isn't working. You know we were talking about the crap strap. I have an issue whereby if I drop my trousers, I can't squat without being above my trousers. So I can't I can't just this is <laughs> Remembered where we are. Um, we're not, we're not just the three of us chatting here. No, two, se- two seconds. Two seconds. Get that. News. Breaking news. Go. Okay. Right. Um, I'll I shit myself. I struggled. No, I didn't shit myself per se. <laughs> I struggled if I dropped. So apparently the methodology is you dig a hole, you drop your trousers and sort of squat over the hole. Mm-hmm. I can't physically do that, and I don't know how anybody else does it without going straight into my trousers. Because you don't you don't put your trousers over the hole. You... No, but I can't. So I have to take my trousers off. Pull your trousers forward. I just have to derobe. That's it. That that's the only solution I have now. So I've just lost dignity on that front. Uh, and just go. But what what I ended up. So you're with... naked from the waist down. Yeah. In the in woods, the squatting in a hole. Oh, shit in your just, trousers. Well, this was the problem. So I didn't squat. <laughs> you well, you like, stood up. No, yeah. no, I didn't stand up either. You basically... I, I dug a hole and used it like a toilet. So I just sat above the hole. Well, you sat on the like, ground. I was like, I don't know if I dug the hole deep enough. So I sort of angled sideways thinking it would just sort of <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> pop out. Um, 
Did you wonder why I don't? Having packs, it didn't just pop out. It kind of gripped all the way down the side. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm running out of toilet roll. I haven't got any weapons left. And I'm like trying to get up and like maneuver. It's like, it went on my trousers. It was a nightmare. So, um, yes, Mike, you're a dirty boy. I completely agree. I might have got to that point. And you wonder, why I don't want to go, you wonder why I don't want to go wild camping with you. Because I know, I know the situation. I'm so going to Mark, come and help uh, you up or something. It's lunchtime now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm excited. Anyhow, let's move moving on you know, to the, to the next segment. We went to Red Tide 3. Yes. Three, and we got arrested and we did that thing in the police cell. I currently have that same level of mindset. Oh, behave. We've only been awake. Oh, you, you took all your clothes off? I didn't take all my clothes off. You weren't pooing again, were you? <laughs> Dirty protest in the cell. <laughs> Dirty protest in the no, he cell. Actually, don't say that because he actually will do that. No, I won't do a protest in the cell. Not intentional. mansion. Right. I'm keen to open this. Do you want me to, should, we, should we examine all of it? Should we examine the... Um, I'll tell you what we should do. We need to examine your bloody fish, uh, whatever you've got with this bad right. boy. Well, I actually need some way of opening this. I'll see. I've only had a multiple. Uh, not on camera though. You have to, you have to discreetly do it under the table. <laughs> can't have any cameras. Oh, thank you. No, I can't use that. We've got that camera on. So I'm going to see it. That's right. My thumbs in. Oh, don't worry. He's, he's, don't worry, mate. He's managed to man up and open the bag. Right, so my meat pate. Well, let's have a look. Are you opening that to start with? No, I'm going to have. The, I'm going to have it in order. So the equivalent of lunch. Yes. And then dinner later, which is supper, and then breakfast tomorrow morning. Oh, I see. Okay. So I'm going to have the things it gives me. So I need to look for the baked beans. Let's have a look. That's my meat, Pate. That's quite weighty. It's a meat, it's quite, quite 100 pate. grams. It's quite patey. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. So the, the year date on your bag is 22, correct? Yeah. So, but the pate, the pate is February 2023. Yeah. And this one's 2023 as well. So, so maybe that all that packaging. That's yeah. So, is it five? I thought it was five years from date shown on the thing. A bit like a hard hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone has any questions on the rat packs, please throw them into the chat. We can't uh, answer them. I don't no, know less than on how to crap in the field. It's it is an art. <laughs> there we go. See. That that would be a whole. I mean, we can't legally do it because of the chaos. But intro to Milsim, that should be what, a teaching session. people how to shit in a hole. <laughs> would you and would you run that session, Mike? <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. He's, he's, um, his reputation is now gone. Yeah. Oh, blimey! All right, okay, hang on. I think the fact that he digs a hole deep enough to act as a subsurface toilet that he can literally sit on. Are they? Are they? The, are these the special hard biscuits? I don't know. I've got a variety. Oh, uh, they got me the special hard biscuit. There's some <laughs> super speckly. Two different packet sizes, but the same thing. Maybe one's for your snack, Maybe, and one's for your. Yeah, one's got to be for lunch. Does it not give you a well, menu? The process of, of elimination doesn't it mention these super these biscuits? Are crisp, these are these are the crisp breads. Yeah, so these are the super hard biscuits. Yeah. So which one are you meant to have your baked beans on? Oh, look at them foil tins. They look lovely. wow. They look like Mills on Wheels. My nana used to get a Mills on Wheels <laughs> delivered. That's exactly what her. Uh oh! Um, Is it burst? There's mold on the bottom of it. No, there's not. There's something on the bottom of it. That one's burst, isn't it? That one has a smell. This could be interesting. 
No, don't open it yet. I'm not opening it yet. I'm just. I'll just. Yeah, but the to, mold's keeping in the flavour. I just wanted to bend up that side to see if it, if it splits. If it has split, you can't obviously eat it because it will kill you. Yeah. So if you do buy ration packs, I have uh, a from anywhere. I have a backup set, by the way. If, uh, I don't if, think yeah. that has split. Although there's something rank with it, though, isn't there? That better not be the lasagna because I was looking for. Hopefully, it's the beans. But obviously, if you do buy a ration pack, make sure that it's. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it's I'll let you. Um, I'll let you deal with that. Have you got a little sachets of water? I thought it was yeah, fucking... it comes with um, what, drinking water. It comes with not for drinking water. Oh, so that'll be for your. Why would not drink? Yeah, but surely no, that'll drink... be for your. That's, 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 that's for your heat. Contains heater. tap water and bleach. So, so that'll, that'll be for your. Drink, no, I know, you, I know you can what drink it's that. For, but why would you not put drinking water in there so that you don't have to use it for that? You could use it as emergency water. You've got to do it. What? You can still drink that. Point one bleach. Yeah, but it's specifically on it, not for drinking. Yeah, but if it contains tap water and point one bleach, it's completely safe water. It depends where you got the tap is. Yeah, if it's tapped out of my, my <laughs> class, for example. Uh, that is instant something or other. I assume that's the instant, instant coffee. coffee. Instant tea. You know, is. Constant fat, napoju, herba, yeah, herba, it's a tea. Some more instant tea. Some more instant tea. They like you to have your tea, don't they? Yep. See, that's bar. a proper 24 hour. I feel like your cereal bar through the roof. 16th of Feb, 23. Is that Valentine's Day? 16th? Absolutely no idea what that is. Isn't it? Oh, 14th. Honey? Yes, honey. Very solid honey. This is the same kit that si that Simon Bloke in the Woods set on um, when he done his uh, ration pack series. Yeah, Steve nineteen. I think that's fruit jam. Is, that one. That's really disappointing, mate. That that's like that. Well, that's it like, is what it is. That's, I mean, the, that's your two main meals. Open it up. Which one are you eating first? Your pate and crackers. No, I'm gonna. Open, oh, that's lasagna. That's lasagna. So hopefully the beans are the ones that's gone. That's lasagna. That's lasagna. If not, I've got a can of beans. Kind of binds. <laughs> I'm gonna open the beans. How do I open the beans? I'm going to open the beans. <laughs> Said it very mysterious. Then that, that to me looks like that's got because that's got more of the gunk on it. So I'm assuming that it's come out of that. Let's, show, let's not let the viewers miss out. Mmm. Mm. Oh, here we go. So open mine. It's got a tear port on mine. Nice, because they're they're smart. It's not, and that's it. That's all everything you get. So... I'm going to open mine standing up, just because I don't. Really like, 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 open your food like the way you shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it over his, over his sleeping bag. I open my rations how like I take so a crap. I need standing up. <laughs> Who can read Chinese? Does this? How do you do translate? Google Translate is going to be king. Google Translate. So this is something I presume. This is chocolate. So it says translate. Oh, has he spilled it? What's what's he doing? Chinese to English. Mike. Mm -hmm. So this packet is uh chocolate and chewing gum. What combination? I'm not sure. Ooh, open it, eat it. I think I've got some yeah, I like feel. I think there's some chocolate in there, oh, and then there's a. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. There, there, is it gone? Uh, these aren't right. How do you yeah, know? 
Uh, there's mould in the packet. Yeah, right, yeah. Oh, you yeah, can't yeah. eat that, mate. Where'd you get them from? Uh, it was MRE UK. Yeah. Oh, okay. But to be fair, I mean, the packet was completely sealed, so you're not going to know. Yeah, it's, it's clearly not. been damaged internally and yeah. nothing you can really do about that. Okay. Oh, I've got a backup. Yeah, people may always use the backup. So, yeah, use your backup. Yeah, you yeah. Um, MRE's UK rage. That's um, from, oh, well, Andy, did you get yours from the same one? No, no, I got one from eBay. All right, Andy got his from eBay. Mike got his from MREs UK. So that's the fish cake. Ooh. That feels chewy. Yes, but it's, I mean, the packaging's perfect on it. I don't know what that, what's that? Oh, that must be a fill thing. So on this, it says. I got the good old US. Well, I'm just, I want to just talk about this because sort of water bag. I think if this has leaked, one of the reasons it's possibly leaked is because of the type of packaging. Yeah. Um, so I was just going to open the this US is very impressive. Your, yeah, yeah, definitely. Types of packaging. Bill, um, that's, the fish, that's the fish, fish cake. cake. Is that just fish? Have you got sushi in a packet? I'd say that's like a bit of like cod in parsley sauce. You know, you used to get that. And I'm like gonna, the boil in the bag. I'm going to download so the this Google is, Translate app so I can see what that's actually That's says. my instant drink. He's Google Translate already. This is a fish cake. No, no I'm just going to see what it says on oh, the packet. Oh, see. On the packet. ingredients. It just says something completely different. It contains 100% mechanically recovered fish. <laughs> it doesn't. It literally all... What, on the back? Does it... It doesn't say anything. Oh, that's the chewing gum. What was the other bit you yeah? had? Uh, so that's my drinks powder. It just says... Drink, drink powder. Drink me. Yeah. <laughs> So the ingredients are pork starch, oh no, Spanish mackerel, pork starch, salt, sugar, green onion, ginger, and MSG. I love a bit of MSG. Oh, I love a bit of MSG. <laughs> Sorry, we've got a typo on our um, one of our timetables. Oh, we? That says costing of milsings. That's right. That's right. It's not a problem. Costing of milsings. Learning from our mistakes. Oh, look. And, um, so Said uh, Sierra Golf said, "Are you going to learn from that spelling mistake?" <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like this. It's it's sticky. I'm gonna have the lasagna, but that's because of that. You can't eat that. Well, I can eat the lasagna. 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 I got. It says red oil inoki mushroom. Ooh. Sauce. Oh, well, that's good. But that feels. Oh, that feels mushroomy. But the the thing I went for this was. Oh, they come, no. each one comes in its own. Oh, that's got as well. Added. Oh, that's what I mean. I like that. Yeah, the packaging. But that's that and retains it the heat. Its own effort. It's got its so own FRM, F, Flemish ration heater. Yeah. Um, and they send you that to fill up this. So it's a, it gives you a measurement. Oh, that's right. That's good. I have seen them. them. He's, done, he's done them ration packs as well, that Simon. I remember seeing that water filled thing. And then. You get a. I can smell that, Mike. Please. Yeah, I'm that's not that, really. good. <laughs> that's really disappointing because that was twice the price of the US one. What the Polish one? Yeah. Bloody uh, hell! No. Go and put it straight in the bin. With one out front. No, actually, put that sort. <laughs> Uh, so you get a super spork. Ooh, that's a good little size as well. That's quite a not bad little spork. Yeah, all right. And it's got a proper fork end to it. Yeah. 
that's your try. That's got aircraft. I'm going to oh, use that. I'm yeah. I'm generally going to use that. I think. Definitely, mate. You should prepare it. So, which one should I go for first? What's I feel the like. List? What's, how does the list work? Might need to hurry up. So we can see the this one is. I don't know what this one is. This I'm gutted for you, mate. I'm a bit annoyed. I, I, it's not. I'm not blaming the shop. No, because you could. Where's the packaging? If you put it all. Where's the green bag? Because. Let's ditch you. Let me have a look at it. Yeah, there's not a, literally not a blemish on it. No. There's no, there's no puncture mark. No, it's absolutely fine. I say it's not the shop's fault. It's just damage on the inside. It's, it's yeah. gone But that's not the greatest packaging, is it? To have that. No, in. but that's. I will. I will continue to eat the rest of the stuff, but it all looks fine. The rest of it. It's so. a. It's a great quality bag, though. That's that's. Yeah. Rigid. Great. <laughs> so, Forty quid. I've got beef chow mein. Yeah. Or the. It's not anything in it, but it's been packaging packed as well, wasn't it? Yeah. You can feel the noodles. You can feel the noodles in the packaging. I'm excited for this because this is America. I think I'm going to go for the fish. I'm going to go for the fish, I think. I'm going to go for the fish first. I'm going to go for the fish. I'm going to have the fish and the fish cake, I think. You should yourself a glass of white wine for the. Oh, sorry. Go with your fish balls. Or try a nice, a nice Mr. Chardonnay. Prosecco. Prosecco. That's not, that, my Mr. Balls, that might give you juice because it makes me giggle terribly. Prosecco. Uh, I think I'll have that one first. Just remember that. I will. We was at a party last time. So, are you going to Prosecco? No, absolutely not. I'm going to start cooking. Google. Anyone no. else uh, want Andy to fuck off the spork and use the chopsticks? No. For the immersion. They didn't have a chopstick, it came with a spork. And a toothpick. Only one. So no, it, no, no, no. It came with one very tiny set of chopsticks. If you turn that toothpick <laughs> in off. Have to step it in <laughs> off. You do a bit of whittling, yeah. Right, so what I'm going to do to adapt, improvise and overcome yep. is I'm going to take the main meal out of this one because this is a USMRE, so this is just menu two, okay. which the US ones aren't designed as a full... No, no, that's just a meal. But I'm not going to eat everything in here because otherwise that's kind of a bit counterproductive. So I'm just going to replace the mains. I think it's got a pirate's down there. How do they get a pirate jug into the, the restaurant? I was going to say. Blow up. <laughs> very interesting. Ingenuity. Um, so I wanted to talk about that. this one. The reason I brought this on the show was to talk about this for uh, Drew. So we obviously, when we were on the UK podcast, yeah. uh, two weeks ago, um, one of her questions was basically, you know, she's, she would be concerned about having to eat MREs on a meal stitch. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to bring these along because I actually think that these are very comparable to the British ones, food wise. I'd say so, yeah. But I think I would argue, maybe not correctly, but I would argue that some of the things in here are a little bit nicer for a naive palate. You bastard. No, would you not agree with that? Mate? I mean, like, like, beef and vegetable dumplings, or like the, the equivalent of that, is a bit. The steak and vegetables is delicious. It's very tasty, but yeah. when you open the bag for the first time, it's a little bit like. Oh, to look at, yeah, yeah. But it's the same as like if you if you eat that um, chicken tikka masala, it does look like someone's chundered in a bag. Yeah. But it tastes amazing. Yeah. If you had some chili sauce, it's amazing. So there are some nice meals, but I wanted yeah. to bring this one because this was. Uh, this is beef shredded oh. in barbecue sauce, which most people, you know, 
Well, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Everyone, everyone likes beef, even vegans. Has <laughs> <laughs> it got a hot quick? Yeah, mate, it's a spot. Ah, but... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it's lovely. How oh, hot is my feet? <laughs> That's like in, in seconds. It's... Oh, it's getting, it's getting bigger. It's very hot. <laughs> that is expanding so rapidly. Expanding rapidly. So it says 15 minutes cooked on. So I had, I, I took one of those to... Um, Hospital. Hospital when Anna, yeah. when Anna, <laughs> with Poppy, because um, I was like, you know, this is perfect. I don't have to go out of the hospital. The food there, I didn't know if I'd get food. Um, and I used uh, one of the British Army chemical ration packs. Uh, I don't know what it just went. <laughs> I smoke billowing everywhere. That's terrifying. Especially in a hospital. Yeah, especially when you can't with, even with, use deodorant. Like, yeah, bikes. and oxygen tanks around and stuff. <laughs> you know, and you're like, yeah, sorry. Can you not turn it inside out? Please tell me there's a little foil cover that goes over that. That. Oh. There must be, what's that for? That's the thing that came with Oh, okay. So what are you eating first? The fish course? Yeah. What fish course? What is it? What is it specifically? Curry, curried rice and seafood Mm. with fish cake. Sounds good to me, mate. So... Food-wise, from the USMRE, this is menu two, beef shredded in barbecue sauce. I've never had a USMRE. Uh, this comes with an apple, strawberry, and carrot puree. That's a lot of puree. Um, And I think one thing on the what the packaging... Oh, on this these, is like our explode, uh, fruit explosions in the British Army ration pack. The one thing on the packaging with these, you can't easily dent them. So, obviously, having witnessed what's happened with the Polish police MRE, yeah. the tin having been damaged in whatever way it has. That's really these bags are, you know, I mean, I can chuck that on the ground. There's not going to cause any issue. With no, that yeah, and these pack, these are packable. These are as well into mm. like rocket pouches, even into your kit. You know, chocolate hazelnut protein shake. Oh, okay. Is that, I'm guessing that's just an add water. Yep. Slobby. Uh, I've got the condiment pack, which has got chewing gum, matches, a moist toilet, and some salt. I do like. I want to say with this, I like the way it's actually like a drinks bottle that you can mm. hold it and actually drink from. That's quite cool. What a rubbish bag. US cinnamon bun. Oh, they're oh, well, right? Uh, what's in here? Oh, cheese. God, second York. Jalapeno no, second cheese spread. Oh, no. The cheese spread? I'm sorry, it's just one meal. This yeah. Is, this is one. Plain tortillas. Only, only in America. <laughs> just one thing, Mike, when you do the cheese thing, um, I've had a couple now. Obviously, do the same as you do with the peanut butter, but heat it up. Oh, okay. Because otherwise it just comes out like cement <laughs> so i've got my plain tortillas as well uh, which go with the beef yeah um, my little well, obviously you're not spread. having all these condiments no, no, you're just i'm just choosing. gonna have the beef and the tortillas obviously i haven't got no because you've got crackers and bread here you need to use that you can't use the tortillas yeah i'm just trying to make what i'm actually gonna eat the rest of the time because i don't have any other food <laughs> you got don't worry you got some jagadell i've got a load of whatever the fuck jagadell is brick wrap packs still I might grab one of those later. Then. I've got steaks and eggs and bacon <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> so so yeah, it all the, uh... Oh, that's really annoyed me about that. I know no one's fault, but it's frustrating because those um, the lasagna was. It just—it's quite good because it goes to show that even when you when you buy something like mm, one of these, best made bags, 
when you buy when you buy a foreign rat pack or something, or even a British one, just make sure that before you start shoveling, check your kit before you go to an event as well. Because if Mike, you think if you if that was the only oh, exactly. pack you take yeah. it to an event, yeah, knowing that oh yeah, right, it's sealed yeah, up. Yeah, so normally, but I'm, I'm I'm just slicing that bag neatly at the top. It's not going to compromise the meal that's inside. They're still all in date. You can yeah, break up ration packs. Right. You haven't got to keep the bag sealed. Crack it open, have a good look. The reason I hadn't done that, so I normally wouldn't take it in these at all. No. I would normally bring the individual elements in a pouch or something like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. The reason I hadn't done that is because I wanted to be like, oh, yeah, it's got the packaging and like, I'm going to open it up and we'll have that proper review of it. Yes. Fresh, which worked out really well. There you go. The proper review of the packaging is the best you've Exactly, yeah, yeah. Not, not the best, yeah. Right. So, we're going to have that. And. My meat from McDonald's. Lost it now. Doesn't actually say how much water's put in. What does that feel like? Oh, what is this? Is this the drink? Is that a lemon or something? Or? I don't know. All I can, all I can smell is. What do you reckon? I just don't want to look like I've got bad meat because I'm just surrounded yeah, by bugs. I'll put it down here. Right, I'll chuck it down there. there That'll do. That's like a lemon juice or I will use the Polish ration heater because this comes with the non-drinking water. Okay. I'll give that a go. So, this is a slightly different to your... You say you didn't have a, a line as to how much to put in? No, so they give me on this... You get a little packet? get a little packet. Of how much water to put right, in. Right, okay. A little water packet that has a fill-up line on it. So you filter that, and that's so you your right that and you thing. That in. Oh, okay, so this one's got basically a single packet um, with the heating pad in the back there, um, and it just literally says fill to that line. Yeah. I just I was shaking okay. my head in during the drink. Tear here. Let me smell the spoon because I can't drink it. That's it. I can't even. Figure out what that is. This water's got bits in it as well. Just like, put that out. <laughs> That's probably why. That's the bleach. Drink it. <laughs> I can't smell what it it's is. Only, what is that smell? It's only a bit of bleach, but it's solid bleach. Oh, God, that's lemon. It is lemon. Oh, lemon all day long, yeah. It says it's got green tea and shit in it. Well, it could be that. Well, yeah, I definitely smell the lemon, though. 100%. God, you're going to blow yourself up. Oh, I'm going to put the food on first. Yeah, where's the food packet? This one here. Uh, upright like that? Uh, yeah. Do you want me to turn the heat pad so it's the same way as the meat? Did you drop it in that way? Yeah. It's only because I stupidly opened the water before. Can you not just put another sachet in there? Have you got another drink sachet? No, they only send you one drink sachet as well. Well, this is going to be 24 hours. I've got some water for you if you want it. Oh, there we go. Hang on, let me just because oh, I've got an open pouch of me. water. Cleverly. No, not for me, thanks, mate. I've got my good old soda water so, here. Hang on, that requires a hundred mil of water, and this is forty-five mil. Just tip a bit more water in there. That's all right. I'm going to go with it as it's right. Hold it down. Yeah, but you've not put enough water yeah, in there. I'm going to leave it, leave it on its. Yeah, but you need to put 100 mil. You've only put 45 mil. Was it mil. max 100 mil? To be fair. Right. Use only in open space, not in combat vehicles. 
during thermal reaction, right. <laughs> during thermal reaction, hydrogen is released. Hydrogen. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, do, maybe do that one by the door. Maybe crack that back door open. Yeah, you? using a well ventilated <laughs> area. Oh god. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So I've just done the. Any good? No, we'll try it back. It's um. I don't no. Know. Yeah. It, you can feel the powder is different. It doesn't taste like too much. It's it's like that, does it? So far, the brick lemon ice tonic powder we used to get. The old lemon stuff, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Love that. Cherry powder drink, but hot, hot water. Yeah. More, maybe try it with hot water. What, the lemon? Yeah. I'm going to check. I don't really hot drinks. No, but that. Oh, mate, the cherry one's incredible. <coughs> so this is, I'm going to give a. It smells, it smells of water. <laughs> Mixed with. Well, lemon. 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 And, and there's definitely green tea in that. Yeah. You get a herbal smell. But it's, it's not, not very flavoursome. Well, it's more, Mike, put more water in it. Andy's mic has gone back to sleep, mate. Is your mic gone mute again? Well, I had, it, I had it off while I was oh, mixing the water. Oh, okay. There we go. Now we're in business. Jesus Christ. you got to roll it. You've got to keep that in. Does it not have a sticky tab? No, I can't keep that in, Andy. It's going to explode. <laughs> That's why you don't do it inside a sealed building. <laughs> I'm so glad we've got all that on video. <laughs> <laughs> you notice how me and Andy jumped to help him there. <laughs> Mike, put it down and come back in. No, we've got we've got him on the eye camera just there. Why is he? He's just got it open and he's trying to let some gas in. You got to see it, it back up, man. <laughs> You can go and help him. I was going to just end up killing himself. You sealed it up. You've got to leave it sealed up. Sorry to leave it sealed up. Well, this is this is um, how not to do. <laughs> this is vile. I didn't taste anything. It's a bit British, but I couldn't taste it. I don't know what that tastes like. It's got a weird syrupy taste. Open you up there for the rest of the show. It's not going to blow up. I think it's going to blow up. It's loony. That door's cold. Mike making, it's Mike making a hydrogen, hydrogen bomb. <laughs> the bag fights back. <laughs> Just leave it. It's cooking. It came unsealed. Very good looking. What do you think of cooking? Well, I presume they've got... Mine's come unsealed a bit. You've got 15 minutes on yours. Yours must be a nice slow roast. Jesus, this is hot. That's impressive. I love it because Mike gets into a panic. <laughs> he really panics the bit. I don't, I don't stand in my foot on it. So this is this is boiling away. This is boiling away nicely. He's got a duck. 
Because he's used the heat from the. Um, he's, he's using the heat of the bloody um, Polish kit. Grab it. Keep it. Keep it at an angle. So yeah, this is this is the um, how to eat at a meal sim. Uh, run around like a lunatic out there, or sit like a sensible person and. Getting to come in because I'm doing the show on my fucking cell. Just leave it alone. And he's all alone in there. I'm going up for the 12 minutes because I'm getting very cold feet. Well, leave it out there for 12 minutes. I'll leave the small pod outside. Ah, it's very windy as well. That's what's freaking me out. That's the hydrogen. Just leave it in there. That's not. Yeah, that'll be the hydrogen. Yeah, that's the hydrogen. It smells like insoles. Yeah. Obviously. Now we know. Now we know. We've lost. Sorry, we've lost eight people. (laughs) (laughs) In two minutes. That's a job to the casket. Long story short. You've given up. I haven't given up. I'm still eating it. I'm just gonna. It's warmish. You want to throw it in my one? So I'm just gonna eat it out of this. Because mine's mine's going away proper merrily. Like mine is right. So I have some uh, tortillas. You need to eat them up as well. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have cold tortillas. Mike, give me. We'll throw them in my bag. What's it is? Tortillas, mine chipping away merrily. Yeah, nice relaxing afternoon. It is with people sitting there watching us <laughs> fuck up. Probably the most sensible part of it. This might not have been the best idea for content, to be honest with you. Mine's been all right. We, the, um, the weird juice thing's not very nice. What have we got going on at one o'clock. Uh, we, it's, uh, We're meant to be eating. Yeah, well, one, one o'clock till two is uh, this. This. Yeah, one o'clock till two is this. Oh, did we point. finish the other thing early then? No, we finished well, late. We didn't have a guest, did we? Ah, right. Okay. Sort it out. Right, so the beef in barbecue sauce smells banging. It's good. Do I smell? I've had one. Well, you've had one already. So then... Um, I'm still off to trying to get one of the um, pizza ones that they did. Yeah, so I got this from the same place as the other one. Um, the disappointment. Um, <laughs> and the standard, there were three prices on this. The standard mm-hmm. menu price was £17. Um, the kind of next tier up, depending on which menus it was, was £20. And then I think the pizza one was like 25 Yeah, the pizza one was um, very expensive. Because obviously they go... Yeah. Um I can tell you how much I spent on this one. It was not that much, I don't think. Um so it was uh sixteen pounds. I paid for mine. Guru has said he's gone through a load of information. Um emotions. emotions. <laughs> <laughs> 
Honestly, it's been a right roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, so. <laughs> you unfortunately missed me burning my fingers and also being very cold outside. Into, at the same time. Events. I've gone through so many emotions watching Mike. <laughs> How's your cold lunch? You're not cold. You're not. No, the hydrogen no, yeah. <laughs> Mine's still going. I can't remember what. It said 15 minutes ago. Yeah, I can't remember when I put it on. Can someone scroll back and just tell us when Andy's back? <laughs> right, I feel like it's going to be hot enough. Was that the fish cake? So this is the fish cake and the rice. I'm going to go for it. Oh, no, the point I was trying to make about the different flavours of the MRE, so I really like the British ones. Like The British ones seem to be really good curries or I would say sort of really quite traditional flavors. Whereas if you like like barbecue and like the American culture, the, the US ones are really nice. What's that? It's fucking hot. <laughs> Do you want to throw anything in there while it's still going? No, sorry, thank you. Mike's put on fire for it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone to die. <laughs> Don't worry, we've got to do it yet. Yeah. You want to play? No, no, I'm going to try and use this and see what it does it's just getting the fucker out well thank you to the 21 people still watching <laughs> oh some people came back yeah drop down um, what we could probably do is if anyone has any general questions about um mres or eating or bombs <laughs> um hydrogen. hydrogen yeah if you've got any general questions about mre i mean i appreciate that a lot of the people that watch the show um already have experience with eating MREs and stuff like that. Sorry about the dog. If you have any questions, throw them in the chat. We've, we've eaten quite a lot of them. Um, Drew says, the British dumplings in butterscotch sauce is like looking at bag first game. <laughs> first gonads. Oh, oh. Dumplings in butterscotch sauce. Is anything to do? Do what? Dumplings in butterscotch sauce. Oh, I don't know if people can see that. That is very yellow. Can you smell that? No. They smell like proper banging. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know what the I've, I've got sauce all over the place. I don't want to. Um... Uh, it, yeah, I don't even. Uh, that I don't know where that came from. Oh, great! So the foreign yeah. MREs uh, that I bought um, were all from MRE UK. They don't have um, any Instagram, um, but they do have a website that you can you can buy from, and they're on Facebook as well. Um, Let's so say the. The American one, I think, was about twenty pounds, maybe seventeen, something like that. The Polish police one was, I say, near a sort of forty-five. Um, there's, there's mine. That looks pretty good. I'm actually rather impressed with that. That looks like a proper. It does, doesn't it? Chinese. Yeah. It looks like a proper Chinese. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I can smell it. It's got little prawns and everything in it. Prawns in it. Oh, God. Smell it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I the question for the chat because obviously we're going to be sitting here eating. What yeah. is the. Um, what would you love to see in ration pack form, meal wise? Now, if you could have any meal as a ration pack. 
And it might already be something that exists. Maybe you want something a bit better. Me? Well, I'd like to see an ration pack meal. Steak. Yeah, or the audience. I'd like to see steak. Or, or, or a, like, a, like a beef brisket. Yeah. <laughs> that does not look appealing. Is that the fish cake? You so put the... a cold fish cake on the top. <laughs> I'll put a warm fish cake on it. It'll warm it up as well. You probably need to mash that together, don't you? I'll tell you what, that does smell proper good, though. I'll, I'll try with this out. I've got less sauce all over the place now. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try a bit of the fish the cake bib. on its own. Do you want to rest it on the, your, your I'm, Polish? I'm Polish. not actually making a proper mess. I'm just being super conscious. This is Andy's sofa. Yeah. You, 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 yeah, mate. Brian just said that you can get the beef steak and dumplings from British Racket Packs. Yeah. Oh, I've had that before, beef steak and dumplings, yeah. And I've had the... Uh, Beef, something in vegetables as well. That's quite nice. Is that nice? I'm just going to say, this is fucking banging. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't... Are you allowed fish? I can have fish. And try a bit of the fish cake. No, oh, that fish cake smells... But it tastes something else. That's that interesting. Go on then, break me off a tiny little bit of the fish cake. I'll try, I'm happy to try that. Why is it so gelatinous? I don't know, <laughs> but it's actually like proper good. Is it, is it wise that we all eat this? <laughs> So I could end up the could end it up. tastes better than it looks. It's nice. Oh, that tastes like um like a crab stick. Yeah, like stick. A warm... To be fair, so far, I'm rather impressed. Yeah, that's impressive. To be fair, hey, I got um in my rush pack, pack I got uh, I got some chicken drumsticks in my rush pack. It's a very long answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout, Eddie. That so so far for the lunch menu of the. Fish cake, which uh, I have to admit is a bit. Yeah, you could definitely <laughs> slap someone around the face with it, couldn't you? You could definitely put someone off with that. Yeah. Trust me, the flavour is better than the um the, the look. But did you try a bit of the rice? Harry Bagger, my man. All scratches, mate. Yeah. Did you try a bit of the rice? Mm. That's, That's nice. Proper good, and it's got like. Up a little prawns in it. Fair play. Um, or a fondue with bits to dip in it. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Ra an MRE fondue. If you could heat the cheese up, that'd be. A it would just be a packet of cheese yeah. sauce with like little bread chunks of bread mm. or camembert. That'd be quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like the French do. The French do. Yeah, a little bottle of port. <laughs> <laughs> French ration pack has camembert. Yeah. It's not that brew cheese, is it? Brew. Rue. 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 Are you? Is it are you? No, is it that? Is it are you? I? Rue. It's like a little tinfoil and you flatten it out. It's got like a little white, very soft cheese in it. I thought it's called rule. Roulette. Rue. Roulette. I thought it was called roulette. Roulette? Are more educated people in the chat? Harry would know what fish. What, um, what, um, Harry says plus one to the finger, fish finger, Sarnie. Well, yeah, fish finger sandwiches. I need some of those crackers for that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good shout. I might have some of my. Uh... You're supposed to have them. Yeah, but you, 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 you failed because you had a Dorito. I saw a tortilla wrap you had. Yeah, you're... because they came with the meal. No, but you. No, that doesn't count. Well, so far. The drink is horrible, but I think that could have been me putting too much water in it. Right. 
This main mill. So, like, this main mill is, I would say, this is probably the nicest MRE that I've had. Really? Yeah. Wow. How I much could, was yours? Uh, 16 quid. Where do you get that from for 16 quid? EBay. China. Yeah, direct. <laughs> China.com. I could honestly have this all day. Raw cheese is like a roly poly. Yes, that's the one I'm about. Are they the super hard biscuits? Mm. Super tough biscuits. Oh, dear Christ. <laughs> yeah. I think you need to put some, some paint or a bit of honey on it. I'll try a bit of biscuit. Would anyone not try a piece of chicken or a piece of cheese? I wonder if they were meant to be that hard. <laughs> it does sit there. Ah, would you like a biscuit? No, I'm certainly not eating so I wouldn't would have any teeth left in my head. They're all right. They're all right once you get into them. Once your saliva gets sucked out of your mouth and rehydrates them. <laughs> They're probably meant to eat with the beans. They look like rich teas. They are. Really? Rich teas are the worst biscuit dippers anyway. I already called rich tea. You couldn't dip one in tea because they're shit. It's got a herby taste to it. Mm. It's got to be for the pate. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, that's what they've got the crackers for. If you try and spread pate on those crackers, they're going to crumble. You can see it. They're like they're like rye bread, wheat bread things. They go well with the fish. Not a rye What? Sharp. Yes, Harry. Lance is eating drumstick. <laughs> yeah. I've got three in my kit, which is handy. So how he eats at um, events now is he goes out and hunts. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should put a little bit of context on why I've not got a ration pack. Yeah. Um, which I'm going to talk about later as well, but in my segment. But basically, for those of you that aren't aware, um, I'm not going to go into it in great detail because I've, um, I'm talking about it later on this evening. But since uh, the 19th of June this year, I've been on a, like a bit of a full carnivore health, like diet slash lifestyle, um, which basically consists of beef, bacon, eggs, and butter. Um, we're very, very basically it's just it's basically an all meat diet, all animal products diet, which I've been on which I've tried, because I've tried many, many things in the past to lose weight and get healthier and this, that, and the other. And my friend of mine at work was a personal trainer, and he put me onto it. He said, this is something that could really work for you, I think, because you're like an endomorphic physique. I was like, all right, okay, I'll give it a go. So I dedicated, I did a lot of research, about two, three weeks of podcasts I was watching and reading up on stuff and YouTube videos. And I said, right, I'm going to give myself 30, 30 days. I'm going to dedicate 30 days of my time to this. Literally, the results have been unbelievable. But I used to get really bad inflammation in my left elbow and in my right knee. That's all gone. Um, other things, I no longer snore. Um, I've lost just over five stone. Um, so March last year, I was 18 stone. I'm now 13 stone one. So, and that's obviously not including. I, I sort of inadvertently went carnivore um, March last year. When I got back into your life, you still eat them biscuits. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so when I, when I started training uh, back at the gym, I sort of gave up all the pastas and the breads and, and, and sauces and sugars and stuff like that. And I was eating just a lot of, lot of protein meat, rich protein, meat, lots of beef, things like that, lots of fish. 
and some vegetables and a bit of salad and that's pretty much all I was eating. So I was almost keto diet. But then I sort of took it a step further and, and gone full carnivore. And literally, it's the best thing I've done. I'm healthier now that I'm 40 than I was for the entirety of my 30s, which is scary in itself. I wish I found this like 15 years ago. Possibly amazing. So, yeah, I've been on this journey. And hence why I've had to sort of try and mould my like food when I go away camping or if I'm out and about, sort of suit my needs as best as I can. You know, try and avoid processed foods as much as possible. Um, but that, that being said, it does limit you if you go away and do a meal sim. You know, I'm gonna have to have some packet built on. You can get sugar free stuff, you know, pork scratchings are fine. Uh, like the pork puffs, where it's like a nice light pork scratching, it's not too crunchy, they're, just, they're good. Um, and sort of like, like any of the canned meats, you know, I've got, it, it's processed, but obviously it's still a meat at the same time. It's like the corned beef, bacon grill, things like that. So that's what I'm sort of steering down now. So that's what my kit is today, which I'm going to go through later on. But <clears throat> feeling-wise, it's unbelievable. Like, I don't get because I don't eat any more sugar. I no longer get any sugar crashes. I don't get any sugar highs or lows. I'm just constantly on one level plane all the time. Constantly got energy. Um, I used to really struggle with my sleep, so I've been on nights. But <laughs> what? Who's calling? She's so much. Oh, so. Right, that's it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm filling for these two because they're currently filling their faces. Do you so know I'm what? Filling. This is the best meal I've ever had. It looks delicious. It's it so good. good. It, it looks like a proper, like, adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So the only thing, I'd have that again. Um, the only thing, though, is I don't know if you'll be able to see that. Look at that. Look back. There's so oils. much. In your camera. Oils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't tip it over your laptop. I can do that. Tough crackers. Soften them up a bit. A bit of oil. There's so much oil in the bottom of it. But I'm proper stuffed as well. Good man. I'm I'm impressed by that fish cake or the seafood stick. That that was genuinely I love those crab sticks. I really enjoy them. So let's use the napkin that they gave us. Ash, I might need you to uh, grab us some kitchen roll. <laughs> no. <laughs> Should be just next to the kettle. We've been going four hours and 48 minutes now. So, yeah, they, they should also supply another one of these. Because you only get one one tray. Yeah, Harry just said that all looks good as a dip for Mike's crackers. You should dip a cracker in it. I, I don't want to dip a cracker in it because I've still got the taste of beef in my house, barbecue beef, which is very tasty, and I'd like to try to maintain that. Mm-hmm. As I, you like a beefy mouth. Well, yeah. I'm sure you're supposed to have something with them. You've got another packet there as well. Oh, no. Perhaps. I don't know. I could dip it in my bleach water, couldn't I? Yeah. Maybe it's to go with the Jagadawi. Whatever Jagadawi is. The jam. Well, the jam is Jagadawi. Yeah, I'm saving that for those packets. Yeah, but oh, do you know, know what? You've got I'm, honey I'm, and the might. jam. 
You might not be, but I'm generally looking forward to dinner now. <laughs> What's your dinner? Uh, beef, uh, fried noodles with that um, chili mushroom sauce. Who <laughs> said I feel like a dirty boy? Just like, like, just like <laughs> he likes to watch. People would pay money for this, so just to see what be eating freaking drumsticks or you your, your super biscuits, or whatever they're called. What were they called? Super tough biscuits. Oh no. I was less fussed about the biscuits. I didn't think they'd be the main that I'd be looking forward to. Mm. Yeah, it's frustrating. I'm disappointed with the lasagna. The beans, I couldn't give, give a crap about, but... Beans are beans. It's very odd watching three blokes munch away. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be full podcast for 24 hours. We've got to... We need, oh, we need something. Got to eat. <laughs> Man's got to eat, goddammit. Uh, let's have a look. So this is my pudding. Lunch pudding? Oh, this is the um, chocolate This is the chocolate and... Oh, it's... Okay, that's pretty cool. I like the ones you get given at the end of a meal. Lovely. Yeah, so you get, like, one piece of chewing gum, which is huge. Nice. Oh, that is... That's like a chewing gum. It's a thumb. Maybe it's a sharing one. Like you need to cut that in half. And then you get five... Five chocks. Five bits of choc. Considering you're not... Eating chocolate, are you? Not for me. You want a bit of chocolate? Thank you. To go with your tub, chocolates you got out there? <laughs> I'll save the... Well, How I'll many save. have we got through so far? So, are you putting the empty wrappers back in the tub? I've got no, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> do you do Yeah, no. You need to talk to my missus. Because she does that. Lou, if you're on the chat, I'll give you an Yep, she does that. Actually, actually, quite nice chocolate. It was not blend at all. And what does they call it when the chocolate goes white? Bluing. <laughs> when Mike is looking at Andy, it looks like he's looking directly into the camera. A bit concerning. Oh, it's alright. It's just cheap chocolate. Oh. Do you know what it tastes Stop like? It. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like the um, coins. You know the chocolate yeah. coins you get at Christmas. That's all it is. Oh, God. Yeah, isn't it? So dry. I've never been dry. Them pads. Can I just ask, have either of you seen, do you take other things with you other than like rat pack stuff when you go on meal It all depends on what the event is. Um, if I'm doing... Well, it depends if we're allowed to barbecue and stuff, doesn't it, really? Yeah, yeah if I was doing an Octo event, then no, I'd probably just go with normal food. But if I was doing something like, say, Machiavellian, I'd probably have something Do you like just that. rely on the pack stuff, or do you take, like... You take additional, like, 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 like coffees and stuff like that. I used to. Cool, that's fine, because that just justifies me having a Mountain Dew. No, that doesn't count. That's like a full different drink. <laughs> <laughs> I would take one with me. So I, 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 I tend to take the sneak uh, packets. Oh, why not? Are we going to consume any water at some point today? <laughs> I've had some water. I had in the martini glass. <laughs> I had a martini of water. Yeah. I generally... Uh, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to... It's totally disappearing, yeah. I'm not going to... Oh, that is probably one of the nicest rat pack meals that I've had. Oh. And to be honest, that would beat some of the ready meals that you get from 
You know, you get like wafer or something like that. Uh, no, so you know you go into Tesco's and you get the family pack microwave meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That beats them, hands down. It's a statement, mate. It is. Are you feeling all right? I feel fine. Better I, water. I wouldn't say I feel happy about having lunch, but I feel like I've eaten something. No, you must you eat this your, chocolate. I'll open it for you. You got energy. Yeah, I've got twenty-four of them to get through. Should we? Um, should we jump tag into the chat? Yeah. Oh, that's very chocolatey. That smells very. British. Tag's eating as well. Oh. Smells very really much like oh, the. Um... What's tag eating? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's eating. We know you're eating. We know you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> we can see. We you can see you. Yeah. <laughs> too late. Right. Let's get him yeah. Bring him in. There he is. Yeah, what you got? Right. Hello. That's nice chocolate, by the way. That's good chocolate, isn't it? How are you doing, bud? What are you eating? More importantly, are you ready? It's right. going to be mirrored, I think. No, high quality Costco sweets, worms, <laughs> high quality worms. gummy worms. <laughs> One of your five a day. Absolutely. Thank How you are we all? My super hard biscuits. I'm all right. You know what? I think I've had enough. I've had, I, think, I think I've eaten enough. From, from you guys over event, uh, events over the years, mm. be it mystery mystery sausages that Lance has given us, or uh... I, I told you not to mention that game, didn't I? They're from the market, I promise, guys. <laughs> no, <Nah, okay. laughs> so how's business, mate? Are we busy? Far too busy. I won't be happy about it. Uh, no, we're doing we're doing good. We're 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 at the point with. It was apparently it was Black Friday the other day, um, where my phone didn't stop buzzing for about five days, Can't maybe even more than that. Yeah. Uh, which was a gr- it was great for the dopamine levels. Just every every kind of five minutes, just like oh sweet, got another order. Oh, another order's coming. Um, and now we've got to, now we've got to make them, which is kind of where the dopamine levels crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stood in a freezing cold workshop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is the take from Kydex Customs, who's joined us uh, kindly on the show today. So, yeah, welcome along, buddy. Thank Always you. Thank you for having me. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, you did, you did, you know, kind of dodge out of the way and miss me the first time I was there. But, you know, I won't, I won't say anything about it. I can only apologise. We were actually discussing a topic, uh, which was oh, right yeah, up your street earlier. Yeah. Mike, talk to Take regarding... What was your dilemma with your holster? I know, because I told you I can't talk to Tag about it, because every time I talk to him about my Black Hawk Slurper, he shouts to me. <laughs> <laughs> that face yeah. sums it up. I think you just hacked yeah. a gummy up. I was just waiting for him to eat Disgusting. Disgusting. What would, you, what, would you, what would be your alternative to um, the Black Hawk drop leg take? Easter. <laughs> At that put point, your, you know, put it in your pocket, yeah. in your prison pocket, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, what's what's depends what the problem is. Is the problem that you keep accidentally ending and shooting at your no, friends? The, the problem you know, is Mike. Like that. <laughs> what do you accidentally keep doing, Mike? I don't accidentally keep shooting myself. <laughs> he, does it on purpose. <laughs> he does it on purpose. <laughs> No, what I was saying, Tag, is I'm after a holster. Um, so I've got the 
uh, black ball one at the moment, the QD mount that rotates around. Yeah. Well, it sits a bit high, so I kind of want to mount that lower, but not oh, so like about well. four four inches lower. Mm. Um, and you want to keep for whatever reason the Serpa holster. Yes. <laughs> so what, what I can gather, you want, you want quite the pistol to be below the belt. Just below the belt. below the belt, but just lower than it you is. Want the, you want the you want the the pistol grip to be on your belt line. As in yeah. in line with your belt line. A low ride, I believe it's called a low ride. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, it's, it's called a mid ride, but yeah, close enough. Which um, <laughs> what's a low ride then? Um, I'm pretty sure it's I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a, it's I mean, yeah, as long as there's no guns, just don't look behind yeah. me. Um, just don't <laughs> look behind me. Don't touch them. All right, that's fine. There you go. It hasn't got anything on it. But you imagine your yeah. gun kind of sits like, like there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I'm allowed to do pit finger guns, but yeah, it sits about there. Um, well, the, the, you've got two options. Um, you could just get... Um, I'm pretty sure Blackhawk has compatible mid-rides, uh, like mid-ride holster mounts. Um True North Concepts do one if you've got like £150 to spend on a piece of Cerakoted aluminium. <laughs> uh, you get to feel better than everyone else, but that's about it. Um, who else is there? There's a few other ones. Uh, alternatively, well, alternatively, we've got there's, there's less cool, better options on the market. No, so I was wondering. Tag makes make, better options. No, no. I, I know Tag makes holsters. I'm very aware that Tag makes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Yeah, I've got one of his. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's because you two are real friends. Uh, yeah. Pose that might. <laughs> so Ash has got a holster from Kydex Customs. I've got a holster from Kydex Customs, and Andy's got oh, a holster got one. from Kydex Customs. What I was wondering. Well, if you've got a holster from Kydex Customs, well, you haven't got one. No. What I was wondering. I know who's been uninvited from my birthday party. Who's who's the one? Who's the one with the holster problem here as well? <laughs> the common denominator here. Just, you know, I just to address the elephant in the room. What I was wondering was, without having to spend loads of money to replace all of the stuff, because I've got like four or five of the circle ones with all the different pistols. Yeah. Um, was whether there was a, a product that you made that sat <laughs> or like interface between the two? Well. The great question is, I don't know where they are. Um, I shan't. I shan't run away to go and find them. Basically, what you'd need is an adapter to go from a Safari Land mount to go to a Blackhawk mount. So you could mount your Blackhawk holster or your Blackhawk receiver onto a midride. Mm -hmm. Now imagine that in my hand currently, and you see a product that's probably going to come out in the next six weeks. Oh, cool! Oh, um, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, and is that um, a Kydex product? Yeah. yeah. So uh, we we designed it initially for the wonderful next generation radar holsters that the British Army use, which are really good, and no one's shot themselves because of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah basically the but if you see the radar mount uh i think there's a gun in that one i'm gonna go grab it but um 
if you look at the radar mount that the British Army currently use, it's about the size of a small baby. Uh, and you just kind of buckle it to your leg. It's huge. It has those really great features that don't really work that amazingly. And then some really uncomfortable, solid webbing straps that don't work that amazingly. Um, and uh, we so we have had a lot of people over the years come to us and say, hey, can you make a way to mount my issued holster onto like a Spiraland mid-ride with a single elasticated leg strap? It's like, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, we can. We're pretty good at that. Um, so, yeah, we've got something like that. It basically looks like a triangle with a couple holes in it and some like threaded bits. It's really high tech. But it okay. is a bit bizarre that no one's designed one up until now. Uh, but yeah, we've got the one for the radar dropping. Uh, it'll be in the next couple of weeks. We've got another another product for the radar holster coming out at the same time. So we could do them at the same time. I just need to pull my finger out and do them. Uh, and then once we've done those, we'll uh, we'll have one for the Blade Tech. For the Blade Tech? The Black Hawk. Well, it'll fit Blade Tech stuff as well. But uh, it'll fit the Black Hawk holsters and all that jazz. And that'll come out somewhere in the new year, probably. Mm. And then you can throw all of it in the bin and just go buy Cardex Christmas sauces. Yeah. <laughs> Grow well, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Has anyone else got a question for Tay? I've got a whole slew from Cardex Customs already. Yeah. No, you all mentioned. So, have you, got, have you got any more sneaky ideas that you've got coming up? And any, any releases that no one really knows about yet? Um, it's a great question. Sorry, my R and D board is on the on the on the door over in that side of the room. Um, just like staring yeah. at someone. Like, there's a lawyer in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we can't afford say? lawyers. <laughs> having we we have enforcers do all of our legal problems. Um, <laughs> no, um, the answer is yes. In multiple different directions. So we're starting to stock other companies' products, companies that we've used before, companies that we believe in. Obviously, we, we stock Vortex, Olight, Surefire at the moment. But we're trying to kind of bring in a few more kind of kit companies. So we've got an order coming in from Tasmanian Tiger um, just to kind of fill the void where we want our customers, customers to be able to come to us and say, buy everything that they would possibly need from start to finish. So we're trying to fill that void where there's stuff that we don't make. A lot of majority of it's going to be like nylon goods, because believe me, when I say you don't want something that I've sewn, you don't want it at all. Um, it will maybe it'll look good for about 15 minutes and then it'll probably fall apart. That's why I don't make our belts. Um, we, we have a very lovely belt person that makes our belts. Um, so we've got, yeah, we've got a few companies that we're working with to, to bring stuff in. Uh, I don't know if any of it's exclusive. I've, had that conversation but more stuff is better stuff and it's not going to be random chinese alibaba specials uh which is always good um we're trying to bring in a lot of stuff that's made in the uk uh, tasmanian tiger is not a good example of stuff that's made over in europe but um yeah there's a few, few uk companies that we're looking at bringing uh and stocking um and then talking about products that we're making Got a couple, obviously, a couple, holsters, a couple of things for the radar holsters. We've been um, adding more covert options to the website, so a lot of concealed carry products, uh, concealed carry holsters, uh, concealed carry magazine carriers, that sort of stuff. Um, 
Uh, what can I not give away? Um, I can just be a bit generic. We've got some stuff for some G&G pistols coming out. We've got some stuff for some of the new SIG Air stuff coming out as well. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Um, oh, and then we're, mm. we're overhauling every single one of our pistol mag carriers as well. Because I, I don't have enough to do. Uh, and we're some of those molds are, busy, mate. <laughs> yeah some of the, some of those molds are probably three years old at that point at this point uh and you know they've been made to, used to make hundreds if not thousands of my carriers um and there's like there's just loads of marginal improvements that we've made over the years that it's it's a case of like oh you know what i should probably just overhaul everything move all the production into the automations uh into the automated side of the business um and just kind of do that instead rather than keeping them back because they're not it's not that they're not, they're not our most popular products but like they're not as popular as holsters right, that makes sense i gotta i gotta play things close to the chest at the minute um and then yeah other than that we might be venturing there there have been whispers of starting a gear company but i can't confirm or deny any of that technically kind of customs to the gear company but we can't sell a plate carrier that's not got any Kydex on it and call it Kydex Customs Plate Carrier. So, you know, just stick your badge on it. Just stick your yeah, logo on it. Yeah, that's basically all you got to do. Out of Kydex, that's it, done. That'd be <laughs> fine. Just, just so a lot. Or like a hard, rigid yeah. plate carrier. You, so, it might be it might be True North Concepts. It might be SNS Precision Make. I want to say it's called the Airframe Plate Carrier, which is literally a kite is literally made of kydex um and we've repaired a few over the years and the whole time i've been working on repairing them over the years it's been like i have no idea why anyone didn't stop and think maybe this isn't a great idea like <laughs> there's just like so many weird design points where they could have gone Oh, you know what? Actually, let's just like run a track around the entire plate to keep the plate in. No, 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 we won't do that. We're just gonna like make this weird like generative design web thing out of plastic that's <laughs> gonna break and then can't be fixed easily. Um, yeah, I don't know why they did that, but hey, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've I've had to fix one of those for someone. Um, We're talking about it was... being a while. It, yes, so that's Kydex sort of next year-ish sort of bits of what's going on. Uh, when are we gonna be seeing you? At an event mm. with the old oh, shooty luck. shooty bang bangs out again. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good. I don't play airsoft. <laughs> don't play it. Don't be silly. Um, I actually, to be fair, I did play an event maybe three weeks ago. Maybe it was like the the tenth or eleventh of October. Okay. Um, um, yeah, about six weeks ago. Um, yeah, no. Uh, one of uh, the local sites to us, uh, Dragon Valley. Um, managed to book Sunnybridge for a day. Um, so we got to run around Sunnybridge like Prats for six hours, uh, and it was great fun. The, uh, the I'll be honest, this is the first time this has ever happened to me in 12, 13 years of playing airsoft. But, um, I actually managed to lose my eye protection that has my prescription inserts in it. Oh, no. Oh, no. So. I don't have any contact lenses because I don't like contact lenses, but I have like my revision saw flies with my inserts in and 
spent about four and a half hours the night before looking for them because they weren't where they were meant to be. And uh, I ended up having to play with just normal safety glasses and uh, using an LPVO basically as a pair of glasses on top of my rifle <laughs> to be able to see. I bet that um, was great fun. <laughs> it was really, it was, so I started the day running, uh, an MW, running an MWS, so running a, a gas blowback rifle. Um, at, and it was that paired with being like a, a bat that could only see while I was rifled, <laughs> kind of looking around <laughs> for stuff. Um, it made it a bit too difficult, so I did then have to swap over to a Polar Star to just kind of stop nerfing myself, but it's give myself a chance. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a bit bleak, but other than that, it was a great day. It was really nice. We got I got to I even bumped into a customer that had a holster that was a, from us, which was about five years old, I think. Um, it was like one of the early, early holsters that I made when I just moved to Wales. So it was before we were even in this building. It, this was in the, the building at the end of the garden, uh, mm -hmm. making holsters possibly still part time at that point. Um, and it was still going strong. It was the, the screws were a little bit rusty because we didn't use oxy coated, like finished screws. They were just kind of, I don't even know what they were. They were just whatever I got my hands on at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, so they were a bit rusty, but it blended in with the multi-cam. It was fine. Um, battle battle yeah. hard and warm. So. Yeah. Mm. It, it looked whole like whole it had been well-loved. My horse has got to be four or five years old now, surely. My, for my high capper, 45, WE. I'm pretty, well, I think it's got to be about three years old. I vaguely remember messaging you about it while I was sat in the office. Yes. So it would have been when we've been here. So we, we've been in this though. building. I think it was mid COVID, which is probably why it feels like it about been, 10 years yes, ago. It could well have been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes that, that rings a bell now. <laughs> um, That's still going strong. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's been a while, but yeah, we've been in the, we've been in this building for three and a bit years now, I think, mm -hmm. I think maybe four years can't remember um and then yeah well all i know is we we've gone over our lease once and our lease was three years um so we're on the second lease but yeah um yeah no it's uh yeah how time flies when you're being a miserable bloke in wales <laughs> i can only imagine um, yes <laughs> uh, to, to be fair to, to answer your question i will try and i am i do plan on playing a bit more um the the main downside is i prefer cqb mm -hmm. and there's really not much in the way of cqb in wales um well they said yeah, they had five sites didn't they oh right and they're all just rural yeah and on the stick sort of things yeah so if you if you count kind of mid wales uh where there's nothing but mountains and sheep there's maybe maybe six or seven sites um and there's a few that we won't name, a few that are lovely and are, are run by lovely people. But um, for the most part, the vast majority of them are fields with pallets and tyres and very, very generic woodland sites in the nicest way possible. Um, they're just the woodland sites. Um, and obviously where I used to live, I used to live near Cambridge. 
uh, as you may be able to tell by my thick Welsh accent. Um, uh, my my local site was the jail, so I was very much spoilt, rotten by Justin and his wonderful site, uh, and everything is kind of faded ever so slightly in comparison. Um, so it takes takes a fair amount to like get excited for me to play again, um, but you know I try. Um, uh, some of my employees play way more than me and bully me to come out with them every now and then, which does does sometimes happen. Maybe that's another venture. Maybe you need to get a, another warehouse and get another yeah. Your own CQB. Don't tempt me. <laughs> don't don't even tempt me. There's so there's a uh, I, as it happens, I've been having conversations with uh, commercial mortgage companies this month. Um, if you ever want to like really have your socks blown off and feel inferior, go talk to commercial mortgage companies. Jesus Christ! Uh, you thought getting a normal mortgage was difficult. Um, but where, as it happens, there's a building on our estate. Our, our estate is probably one of the biggest or uh, biggest in kind of the, the local area. Um, it's probably got about 200 units on varying sizes. But right down the far, far end, there is a um, there is this huge 90,000 square foot building. Huge. It's um, it's like a tile place. It's like a tile distribution uh, distribution center. Um, and it's been on the market for the last like three years, about 1.9 million. And every single time I go and I look at commercial properties in the area, it's always the one at the top because it's the one that's been listed the longest. Um, and I always look at it and go, oh, that'd be a really, really good site. Just, oh, I need like more rich friends that like, are <laughs> happy to just you know, give me, give me a cheeky two mil to go make a, a dope ass off site. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it would be would, we'd have to do it properly if we ever did did do it properly. And every time I leave an airsoft site and I'm in, enthusiastic about airsoft, I go, ah oh, man, I should really get started an airsoft site. Go find like a, a warehouse somewhere mm-hmm. that's massive. We did we did have a CQB airsoft site that opened um, as it happens it's about five minutes away from where I live now. Um, it opened and it was run really well run by one of the guys that has a couple of sites in the local area um but the issue with it was is because it was uh it was just on an industrial state it was about it was about four thousand square foot which was fine as long as you didn't want to have more than like 30 people on a game day which as a business you're really really limiting yourself if you can only have kind of 30 paying customers that come in every day or come in on the weekend um so in that situation, you kind of have to go big or go home. Otherwise, I don't think you'd be able to get the footfall. It is something that I'm interested in, and it's something that I've put way too much thought into. Um, but at the moment, I'm kept too busy making holsters. Rather than, yeah, what what few weekends I do get to myself, I'd maybe not want to spend them getting up at the crack of dawn and then doing, talking to our softers. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> there's a couple um comments that come in in terms of uh, airsoft site that apparently just opened up in Pontebrid. Um, yes, Cardiff, called the station. There's a CQB site. Yes, so they. Like, I think today. Kimru. 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 Just means Wales. Yeah. Airsoft Wales. Yeah. Yeah, it just means Wales. Yes, Wales in Welsh. Um. Yeah, no, today's their opening day. Uh, it's run by the Depot, the guys that have the Depot airsoft shop in Cardiff. 
who do stock our products or, or stocked our products and uh, some of our good friends and employees used to work there. Nice. Mm. Mm. I've got a question a thingy from Gilly, Silly Gilly. I'd like a cheek riser, just saying. I'm guessing that's a cheek riser for a sniper rifle to raise it up off the rear stock. Something taken potentially. How does a. What's the rules around parts of rifles? Uh, as long as it's not. Yeah, as long as there's it's a not complete. It's not a complete. Okay, hang on. There you go. Here's a sneak peek. I'd actually forgotten about this. Ooh. So, um, there you go. Ooh, sneak peek. Oh, sneak peek. You can have a look at the side of my looking chair. So. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Ah, um, good. Um, if anyone nice. gets unhappy, it doesn't have a trigger or a barrel or anything. But yeah. So, that's something that's going to be we've been working on for way too long. It took us way too long to work, took me way too long to work out how to manufacture it consistently. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think we're probably going to have a couple of versions. We, I was talking to, to Ed, Mr. Silly Gilly, about this earlier this week. Uh, this one is uh, a very airsofted DIY-friendly one because you don't have to use any power tools. Um, not that I would usually trust an airsofter with a power tool, but um, <laughs> it, it is literally Velcro. Very, very strong adhesive Velcro and very, very strong adhesive Velcro. So if you want to adjust it, you'd literally just peel it up, stick it down again, and then you're done. There you go. Before before you get in trouble, I'll put that away. Yeah. Um, That's impressive. I, like Mike, I could literally see Mike panicking going, bit... it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's just a generic black limb. It's fine. Yeah. Right, it's only because um, of all the ones that are behind you that aren't generic black limbs. The ones behind me are fine. They've not moved. It's uh, it's like a fake oh, background. <laughs> it's a fake background. It's like a green yeah. screen. Green screen. Yeah. Fine. It'll be uh, fine. Um, so fine yeah. I've said I'd like a Riz mounted Kydex CR123 battery holder so I can feed the hungry thermal optic. That's a good show. I like that. That we have. They're not wrist mounted. Um, if you type in CR123A on our website, it will come up with what it is. Um, I used to usually have one on my rifle, but I think I took it off the other day for photos and I don't know where it's gone. Um, it's basically a little clip that has some elastic that goes through it. So you can, we normally put them like over an optic, like you put the elastic around an optic uh, and it just holds a single CR123A battery in place nice and easily. Uh, although we have had some customers, um, what was it they've, they've done? Oh, they put them onto like night vision and stuff like that. So they've, they've pinged it onto the side of some night vision or they've put uh, like cable ties. There's two little holes that the elastic goes through. So they've put cable ties through those to keep them nice and tight. Uh, and then they've just Velcroed it to their bump helmet. Uh, but yeah, we do Yeah, we do, do, do something pretty similar. It's not wrist mounted, but you can just elastic it. With some shock cord uh, around your optic, and it's nothing secure. It doesn't rattle or anything. To find with like a double CR one two three. Oh, can't please everyone. Honestly. Well, buy two. <laughs> yeah, just buy two. Put one on either end of your optic. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, take you've obviously got a whole plethora of stuff that you produce. What's the like, yeah. the most popular thing that you make? Now, 
Don't I mean, say it's going to... Kydex stuff. Um, it depends on what you mean by most popular. If you mean sheer volume, like what products that we have on the website do we sh shift the sheer volume of? Um, then the answer is, much to your dismay, mid-ride combos. So a mid-ride mount with a QLS mount and a leg strap. Uh, and we, we sell one of those with pretty much every single one of the holsters that we sell. Um, yeah, that, that's probably our most popular one. Uh, and then alternatively, it's probably some type, it's either Glock light bearing holsters or high kappa light bearing holsters. It's quite boring. Mm -hmm. But you've got to think what 90% what of people use. Oh, there we go. Look at those. Ooh, look. For the low, low price of $6.99. There you go. Uh, there you go. If you look on the, what was it, the penultimate photo? Or it might be the last photo. There you go. You can see it on one of my rifles uh, where we literally just put the elastic around a, a red dot. That's very cool. Yeah. Does the job. I think. If I remember off the top of my head, we, the the person we developed that for was like a Met Police officer. That might have been something else, but vague, like vaguely rings a bell. Uh, where they wanted stuff to go on to mountains like night vision. Uh, yeah, you could get. In, I mean, in terms of James saying um, that he wanted a double one, you could get two of those, put them on the side, yeah. and kind of like yeah, mount them back to back them. Yeah, yeah. Have them sort of sitting either side of your rifle. Oh, cool. Like a little, I don't know what you'd call that. One of them. One of them. Two, p two peas next to each other. Yeah, like. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like a little teapot. There you go. Thank you. All. Very excited that I'm not wearing a piece So, what um, what events have you got coming up? Take in terms of like, because uh, you obviously go to oh. NAE. So have you we got do. anything else like that that you go to? NAE. Is it called NAE still or is it NAF? NAF, whatever it is. Oh, something NAF like that. To me it's implies that it's rubbish. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I'll agree with that one. It's not a great abbreviation, is it? <laughs> um, so, yeah. you said it was NAF. Oh, I see. No, that's right. You said last year's one was rubbish. No, 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 no. Last year's one was good. <laughs> but like, oh. it's just whenever people say something, it's like, it's NAF. Yeah, that's really NAF. I was like, oh, that's not very good. Then. Oh, maybe I won't go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit shit, really. yeah. <laughs> um, so what so I mean every year we do uh the Midlands Airsoft Fair, which is usually in June. Uh although there's now two a year. There's one in June and one in October, I think. Something like that. Um and then obviously we do the National Airsoft Festival. Um and then this coming year we have got the British shooting show that we're going to, um, which is going to be a bit different to previous shooting shows that have gone on. I'm just going to do their spiel for you. But basically what they're doing is they're conglomerating all of the target shooting show, the British shooting show, the national shooting show, um, the southern shooting show. I think everything apart from the northern shooting show, uh, they're putting all of those into one big event rather than having like five little events throughout the year. Um, 
and having spoken with the organizers quite a lot they're wanting to put a bit of an emphasis on airsoft um mainly because airsoft is probably bigger like sheer numbers wise than most shooting sports in the uk um but yeah if you were to go to the national shooting show at the nec i think it's at the nec um last year there were like six airsoft guns there from umarex and that was it everything else was over-unders side-by-sides air rifles and kind of lbps and it just wasn't a great representation but they are actually i'm not going to say who we've been told to go in because that's their job but um there's a lot more airsoft companies going this year uh including us uh although we might not necessarily be in the airsoft section because uh, there's a few other bits and bobs that we're working on that that might that mean we probably won't go in that section but we'll be close um but yeah so we're going to that um and then the weekend before because i don't like my employees having any spare time or rest <laughs> um the weekend before so we're going to the first ever operation scorpio which there have been lots of murmurs about and lots of people asking us what it is um and the the crux of it is it's the first proper 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 airsoft tournament happening in the uk with a prize pool of over hundred thousand pounds oh yeah we've seen that. oh we spoke about this mm. the other day <clears throat> yeah yeah me and ash were speaking about it um where it's the team yeah. the entry entry point entry for the team is like 395 quid that's right yeah because you said that the ticketing was quite confusing wasn't it it's like do you get is that two entries yeah, for that I think price it's like or three people yeah price. yeah yeah right mm. Yeah, that would be interesting to yeah. see. Is it, is it, is it, is so, it like um, CQB and Speedsoft sort of competition, is it? Or is it no. Like... No, it's got totally so, four different events, isn't there? Yeah, there's like, put it this way, we, we've been pretty, we, we were one of the first like, ad like adopters to say, yeah, we're going to put our name behind it and we're going to go. We read through everything that was happening and we were like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot to put on for an event. Mm -hmm. um, so with the Airsoft stuff, there is kind of a big event that's happening like a big an actual like big game day that's happening yeah. it's just like a, a normal airsoft game day then there is also the tournament which are kind of force on force objective based games with a definitive winner where each person gets three revives each there's a team you're a team of like see the four or eight i can't remember um and then, like, it's kind of like a knockout tournament round up until it gets to the point where there is one final team. They have they have an objective to complete against every other competitor. Um, mm -hmm. And if that one team wins, they split the £100,000 prize pool. But if they lose, everyone that wasn't in that one final team um, still gets money. Okay. So oh, I think... Wow. So, yeah, mm. that's sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So I'd argue it's probably better. It's probably better to just get second, if I'm honest. But yeah, um, but yeah, from 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 that perspective, um, I think it's it seems to be everything's going very well with it from the behind the scenes things that we're seeing, um, and it's exciting. They've got like crazy activities that aren't even airsoft related. There's like tank driving quad biking a bunch of other stuff that's just happening on the day just why not um there's going to be like a whole um 
kind of trade village that we'll be at, obviously. So it'll be us. I think there's Viper, Flashbang Smoke, Just for Patches. Uh, I imagine Krios Photography is probably going to have a booth there. Um, and a few other a few other companies. I can't remember who's also in the email chain. But um, yeah, there'll be loads of people there. Uh, and that seems like it's going to be... It's at the beginning of the year. I want to say it's March, I think. Um, but it seems like it's going to kind of be another... Not a rival to NAF, but it's going to be like a, a, a second big event that happens throughout the year um, to hopefully kind of put an airsoft to look forward to, really. Absolutely, yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, other than that, oh, I'm going to IWA. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I think that's about as far ahead as I've planned for this year now. Is that, as, um, is that just as um, to just, like, drum up business, or is that actually going to have a stand out there, or...? Um, I think it's probably just going to be to show my face and mm -hmm. chat to people. Um, I would love for us to have a stand, but with shows like that, it gets that you have the extortionate price, which, you know, they're, they're more than welcome to charge. You get a, a huge price to get a stand. Uh, and then you also have to get all your stuff over there. Right. Um, so either, you know, you're driving a van from Wales to Germany or uh you're shipping it in a container um or you're taking over the bare minimum with you and then buying what you can while you're there and then just leaving it or selling it or binning it or whatever um so i think this year we probably aren't going to be at that point but we're going to go there shake some hands kiss some babies and yeah see what kind of see what happens it's going to be my first year going full stop um i've i usually go every single every single time it comes around i go oh, i'm gonna go to that and then i just go oh, i'm really busy i can't afford a week off to go to that i'll just stay in wales um and this year is the first year i've had enough people ask me if i'm going and then tell me i should go that i've gone oh you know what? i'll probably Absolutely. i should probably leave, leave my hovel uh and uh and and make sure you know brush dust off the passport um the pre-Brexit passport, for goodness sake. Uh, <laughs> and uh, actually, actually, yeah, I know it's purple and everything. Um, and, I don't uh, yeah. outside. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't drive there, I'm not going. That's usually oh, how yeah. it goes. <laughs> if anyone in the chat has any questions for Take, then please feel free to throw them in there. A little cue at the beginning of the chat just helps us to pick those out. I had a question. I've completely forgot what it was. Is it about holsters again? Well, I yeah. think it was about holsters, yeah. Oh man, do I do I have the right guy for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, are you still doing um, like custom orders for like knives or things like that, or are you kind yeah. of keeping it to like a stock um, sort of thing? I'll be totally honest. The answer is yes, although they have gotten more expensive. Um, just because I'm the only person in the company that can make them and my time is in way more demand than it ever has been. So that is the, it's the boring business answer, basically. So I have to charge more for it. Um, and then one thing that we are doing a lot more for 
with not even necessarily like custom stuff but like if someone comes to us and says hey can you make blah 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 a holster for the a good example is can you make a holster for the vorpal bunny you know the the tokyo marui i think uh armor works have just released another one it's like that weird anime gold not gold uh pink pistol uh, it's oh, basically yeah. like a stubby 1911 with a weird compensator sort of front end. Um, and we had like a dozen people come to us and say, hey, can you make this? Um, and the answer is like, rather than being like, yes, first person, you know, it, it's going to be a custom holster. Um, it's going to cost you, you know, 150 quid or something like that. Uh, yeah. What we end up doing is we'll just open a pre-order for it um, and we'll get those first few people to pre-order it and that basically covers the tooling uh the time for me to design the tooling the, to the the money for us to buy the gun and the money for us to you know get the machine in plastic and run the machine to to make the actual vacuum tooling um and then we'll basically break even on those first few holsters to offset the tooling costs um and then that web that model of holster is now up on the website for anyone to order at the same price everyone else ordered it at no one's like fronting the cost massively um yeah. So it just means that we're able to offer more unique and weird models uh, for people without anyone getting any kind of extortionate bills and us not losing money, which in the long run is usually a big good business plan. Fair play, mate. Yeah. Uh, I remember what I was going to ask now. Oh, go on then. Oh, here we go. Um, you know, I've you get got like, a uh... <laughs> I've got this holster that's on my belt. It's really high and I want it lower. Do do you do spare screws? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you sell glue for the screws? <laughs> I love your take. You can get away with it, but I'm going to beat these two later. <laughs> quite the, it's quite, yeah, it's so quite the commute to beat me up, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so do you do anything holster-wise that's obviously not like rifles or pistols or anything like that? Because like, I was thinking like... Um, you know when you're doing DIY and you've got like your, your drill? Yeah, got to have a holster. Something like it. that. I was thinking like if there was a drill holster for that, that would be pretty cool. Well, like a dual impact gun. Mm. And just have a, have a Kydex holster for it, yeah. The, In dual black and yellow But I don't camo. know if there would be a market for it. I presume there would be because I would have thought that, that all of the airsofters would love to have holsters yeah. for their drills. Are you talking about the 18 so, volt that has the belt clip already attached to the drill? We could have the... But I'm just thinking if you've got like a proper... That would be cool. Um... The answer is, well, the only thing that's close that I've looked that we've looked into is this is I'm going to dox myself, even though our address is on the website. Um, our neighbor, whose unit we then stole, uh, used to be a silicon sealant company where they would like they, they drove around and got hired by companies to make their buildings airtight, to get rid of drafts and basically just run mastic around every every surface in the world. Um, and he asked me, I think I made a prototype to basically make a holster, like a like a clip holster for their cork guns, their mastic guns. Um, and then he said he was going to get back to me. And uh, I think just the world fell apart. Um, but so like we've done similar sort of things to that. My only issue with like if we did. If we did them for like power tools is there's arguably probably about 40 years worth of power tools that I think once we open that Pandora's box, people mm -hmm. are going to say, hey, 
what about us old boys that have had this DeWalt, you know, <laughs> NICAD battery uh, impact driver that's limping along and has been limping along for the last 15 years? Say, um, no, I knew can, I, can I get a holster for that? And it's like, oh. And also, I don't know if it's, it's easy. I, 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 well, I know all the specs for pistols. I know when Glock made the change from Gen 1 to Gen 2, what changed. I have no idea what what spec changed when Makita went from the M185K to the M1857. You know, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it's, I know it's really a bit of a crap answer, really, but um, we no, do stuff that's not. What's the um, what's the oddest uh, Kydex holster you've made uh, for an item? So. Uh, it might not necessarily be like the oddest. The coolest one we made was for a, a Sawn-Off double barrel shotgun. That's like cool. one of my faves. Cool. Um, yeah. That one alone, I posted a video for that and it alone got like 35,000 views. And like that was really early on and that was like a huge pump in numbers that we've never been able to replicate. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. Some of my favorites have been like weird recent ones. That we've like released as actual products. So like we've done like Mac 10 holsters, or sorry, Mac 11 holsters, um, MP7 holsters, the Scorpion. The Scorpion is a really cool holster that I'm really happy with. Uh, and when I say Scorpion, I mean the Russian one, not the yeah. CZ one. Yeah. Um, the VZ61. Um, that's a cool one, just because we had to get retention off of the back of the magazine because the trigger guard isn't in the right place. Uh, or the trigger guard isn't accessible, so you have to get it off of the back of the holster making stuff. Uh, that was a cool one. I like that one. That was a good. That was a good problem. Um, I don't know. We've done a lot of um, C ninety uh, the C ninety six Mauser, which is okay. the um, in layman's terms, it's the gun that Han Solo's pistol is based off of. Um, sometimes called the Red. I see the Red Nine or Red Six one of those um yeah that was cool we've made quite a few of those we that's kind of a weird constant supply i think there's some posts some photos of those holsters that we've made before on some forums somewhere because it comes in spates of we'll get like 10 people ask us to make them uh and that is actually currently going on so we're considering just making the tooling for them and being the only people on the market that make C96 Mauser holster. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's yes, that's quite a cool one that we've done. Um, you should make a little business card holder that like clips onto your belt that you can be like, it's a Kydex business card. Oh, hang on. Kydex, that would be, oh, yeah. Hang on, that would be a really... Sorry, give me two seconds. He's that. writing that down. <laughs> no, no, no. Really no, I'm, 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 business card. I want one. Actually, yeah, Kydex. Well, so we have these. We have the Kydex wallets, uh, and mm. you you can work out what I was doing uh, while I pulled this out of my pocket because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I realised I probably shouldn't show the last four digits of my de business debit card uh, <laughs> yeah. on stream. <laughs> um, so we have these. These do actually fit business cards as well. Um, so um i in up until very recently because i gave them away um i've had like business cards stuffed in the back of this uh and then i replaced it for like what was a lovely qr code that's slowly been rubbed off by my pocket um it's not quite belt mounted i'll give you that but um you know 
you also are walking around with some weird kind of like I don't know rectangle attached to your belt, which might be a bit much. Yeah, I was just thinking um, for events. Yeah. So if you're standing there talking to someone and they go, "Oh, have you got a business card?" You rather than have to kind of lean on the table, which you've probably got them in front of you anyway, you can just be like, "There yeah. you go." <laughs> it's like well, by the Assassin's way, we Creed it. out the sleeve. Yes, it, yeah. <laughs> See, I wanted to get you know the uh, the money guns. Mm. They work. They work with cards. So you could literally just fill it up with cards and just go. <laughs> Happy days. I was bombing with business cards. Well, look, I can't remember where it was. Literally. Well, I, I can't remember where it was. It might have been the local CQB site. The the one that, that closed that was that is very local to me ish. The, the smaller one. Um, I ran my APS Cam Eight Seventy shotgun. Um there once that's the only time i've ever used it um and when you i don't know if you're particularly familiar with the cam 870s but you have to like manually load every shell with uh it has like a wad you put your bbs in and then it has a cap um and the the wads and caps that you buy from aps it ends up making every shot cost about 25p um which is suboptimal so what you can do is you can get like these special craft hole punch things that punch the hole perfectly that you need for the stamp for the for the cup and then another one that's like a little it's i think it's a flower it's like a circle with some limbs coming off of it uh, and that makes the cup so you have the, the cap and the cup um and the as it happens the the ideal thickness of card for those is business cards um and i played a game like it must have been like half a game day there back in it would have been like 2021 i think it was when restrictions were like just coming off um and i just had loads of old kydex customs business cards that had like the old email address on i had no use for so i was basically just inadvertently you know just firing advertisements at people <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah um and then like yeah the, the marshals and stuff swept up and they were like hey how many like business cards do you chop up and it was like i, I don't even know just yeah it got swept up at the end of the day oh, just like know. loads of little ky's and like parts <laughs> of our email address and website and stuff uh, there's a question that came in from land nav challenge so how hard do you think it would be to oh, somebody to start up an airsoft business It totally depends what you want to do. Um, if we're talking like retailing, um, the question is: there's so there are a lot of airsoft, like small to medium airsoft retailers in the UK already that all stock the same stuff they all have they all come from the same three retail the same three wholesalers so then what you end up having to do is you have to find your niche and you can't just be this you can't just be the 50th company that stocks viper plate carriers ammo max holsters uh new pro bbs new pro green gas um and then like some generic m4s like 15 different models of m4 um and Vorsk pistols you know there's like 50 retailers that already do that so if you have a niche in mind if you end up being like our good friend kenny at empire who 
kind of yeah. has sort of gone down the sneaky beaky airsoft sniping route, or uh, obviously like Longbow, who they he specialises in heavyweight BBs and uh, Desert Tech uh, Desert Tech SRSs and um, silverback stuff, um, or you end up going down kind of the air attack route where you're going down the high pressure uh, like HPA route, that sort of stuff. If you have a niche in mind and you are like laser focused on your niche, it, it's pretty easy. You know, um, you have to, as long as you're happy to spend some money to begin with and not like instantly be like, oh, man, I've not made a million pounds in six weeks. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm just going to close the business down. Um, but as long as you like, you, know, you have your, your niche, you have your everything you want to do, like it's easier than you would think, but it's still not easy. You know, it's not impossible. There's no like crazy red tape around it. You don't have to spend, you know, it's not like the, I don't know, like airplane industry or the medical device industry where you've got to spend 10 million quid before you even turn a profit and you need like venture capitalists to back you and everything like that. You could probably start like an SF business with like as a generic retailer, not even including manufacturing and stuff like that. You could probably start it with kind of like 15, 20 grand. Uh, which in terms of obviously might sound like a lot of money, but in terms of like retail, like being a retailer and being a business isn't a crazy <clears throat> amount of money. Um, or you do what I did and start it as a hobby in your mum's kitchen. Uh, and, that was, you yeah. and then, yeah, and then grow it into a business, which obviously mm -hmm. takes quite a bit longer and has advantages and disadvantages. Obviously being <clears throat> manufacturer um, is... I don't know. Easier? Harder? I don't, it depends. Depends who you ask. Depends what it is you're making. Um, but yeah, it, it, it totally depends on what you want to do. Um, sorry, crap answer, but it depends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how hard you want to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, if, if I did it again, oh, you also have to really love it. Yourself. That's that. If you talk to any business owner, that made their hobby their business you would be surprised how many of them say it totally killed their passion for their their hobby mm. um i think it was yeah i think it was um the guys behind eagle six he said that his hobby is no longer playing airsoft his hobby is fixing airsoft guns and now his hobby is what well, his hobby is his job he loves it but when he goes to an airsoft game, he very rarely ends up playing airsoft. He usually ends up sitting in the car park fixing people's airsoft guns. Um, and I think that's Imagine. kind of, yeah, normally what happens is I go airsoft in and then people ask me questions about holsters. And then I'm sat in the session, answer questions about holsters. And I'm in the element. Um, I don't have to be out myself as a big, fat, out of shape person that can't run 25 meters without something hurting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything hurts. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh Oh, here we go. Pod Ash has piped up the question tag. Hang on, mate. I can't be the only person that had this issue. But mounting the hardware, how do you take the nuts out? <laughs> How'd you get your nuts so, out, Tag? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, oh, hang on, no, so, Mike's got his yeah. microscope here. Let's get that ready. <laughs> so, step one, and I mean it with the the you, the most love is you can't have like soft office dwelling fingers. 
it just doesn't work. If, if you if you're not like you have to have a bit of like actual dexterity and a bit of strength to your fingers, you get oh I've not got anything here that will do it with. Um, no, I've not. Basically, get your finger, put it inside like the holster, and put your finger on the back of the screw, and then get a screwdriver. Yeah, I can't. I didn't hear that. I said I've cut many holes into my fingers doing that. So then there's the pro tip, and there's one of two things that you can use. One of them is don't know. <laughs> I would you will be charged more than the price of the holster if you post it to me to take the screws off. Um, uh, the one alternative is get a um, they're, they're rubber thimbles. It's been like a thimble for like when you're sewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get like rubber silicon ones. They're really useful. Just like they're like a really useful toolbox thing to have if you need to hold something and it's like hurting the finger or it's like a rounded knot or something like that. Similar to like uh, you ever see the trick of like if you have a uh, if if you have a, a rounded out Allen key and you put it through like a, a rubber band and then it feels yeah it does the exact same thing on your finger but just literally just put a, a rubber thimble on your finger. And do that and then undo it or a thick rubber band literally just put a thick rubber band over your finger hold it do it um it is also easier like if you have a bit of dexterity in your hand and you can just like really push against the female screw then you're golden uh when it comes to like mag carriers uh obviously that's holsters with mag carriers um you if you can't do that for whatever reason you're struggling uh, you can always just put a flathead screwdriver through the uh, the holes on the other side of the holster, or the other side of the mag carry. So if you see, let me take the dangerous things out. There's holes on both sides, mm -hmm. and the holes are mirrored on the other side of the uh, of the belt, uh, of the other side of the carrier. So you would literally just put a female, uh, like a flathead Phillips, no, a flathead screwdriver through uh, to go in the slot, and then bumps your uncle. Yeah. Yeah, get that. We are oddly enough, uh, this part and parcel with why we have this wonderful background behind me uh, is we are working on like a on like a, a series of instructional videos for customers that answer those sort of questions. Where you know, loads of people don't, there's loads of there's a lot of features in a lot of our products that if we were to list all of them, our product descriptions would be like a short story. But if you mention it in a video and point, people go, oh, yeah, oh, of course. Oh, Who'd have guessed? Hi there, <laughs> yeah. I'm Tay from Kydex Customs, and I'm going to Hi show there. you how you can put a thimble in your finger. Literally, I, um, I'm awful. I hate the sound of my own voice, which is funny because I don't shut up. But um, <laughs> when we do videos, I will happily record the video, but like, I, do, I cannot edit them. Like the, the sound of my own voice is just like toe-curlingly uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, so I, I have to get I have to get um, our social media and website guy to, to edit them for me. I just can't do it. <laughs> it's just too much for me. Sorry, I can't poke up with this. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Like I could I could never have my own have my own podcast and edit my own podcast because just the sound of my own voice makes me want to like dive out the window and play the traffic. Take is we don't bother to edit it. Yeah, well, it's, I'm not saying it shows, but um... <laughs> anyhow, thanks, Tiggs. All yeah. planned. You're welcome. <laughs> we don't plan anything. A <laughs> little bit, little bit of planning for this one. A little bit, yeah, put a little bit into this one. Turn I heard. I thought Ash did most of the planning. 
I've done nothing. I've sat here. He's done. He's, right. <laughs> He's off his tits on sneak powder at the moment. <laughs> he needs to clear this that game of fuel. Four jars of sneak powder and a and a big tub of her, uh, heroes chocolates, and that's yeah. him sorted for the day. Be running around later. <laughs> just on the, on the gonna, and just see him go like that. Just, yeah. just crab him. Yeah. Um, You're going to have to phone his mum to pick him up because he's got tummy ache. Yeah. 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 We've got a few more minutes with takes. So if there's any last questions coming in, please get them in quickly because we're going to have to move on in a little bit. We are indeed. But take. Thank Who, you very who's much. on after me? Pleasure. Uh, Kai from uh, Shop. Shop. Well, I think in between we've got to swap over. Streamers, uh, streams. Yes, oh yeah, we're going to hit the limit. Hours. Yeah. Six hours is fast approaching. Good heavens. Five hours to check, a, yeah. to check a, uh, our numbers. The clients our... updating us regularly. It's £987 total now. £987 total. Wow. Amazing. So close. So close, close to getting from us. Nearly there. Telephonage. A month's telephone lines for the. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'd love it if we could. I know it's a big ask, but I'd love it if we could get to a full two months of the two grand. Oh, two grand. You're only a quarter of the way through. I mean, statistically talking, you're going to hit four months, surely. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I feel like you're being generous. <laughs> the, the lovely people watching, I'm sure. We On the basis that the same people Kevin donate did. four times, that'd be great. <laughs> It was, a, it was a membership they signed up for, wasn't it? It wasn't yeah. a donation. Yeah, you've got to re resubscribe to every stream. eBay's. <laughs> eBay's uh, hasn't changed that much. No, the hoodie's gone up a little bit. And oh, has gone up a couple. Of oh, is it? So the hoodie's now sitting at £131 and the book is sitting at £26. Wow. So, yeah, that's we signed. Oh no, I'm talking about the hoodie. Oh no, the hoodie's not signed, but the book's signed copy of the book. Oh, wonderful. Good. If you've not read I highly recommend it, mate. Yeah. Outstanding. Probably I, one of I'm, re I'm really boring with all my reading. My reading is like, I can't listen to my, like, some of my audiobooks in the car because I will fall asleep at the wheel. <laughs> but if you ever want to talk about lean manufacturing, <laughs> or, you know, how Toyota <laughs> paved the way for, for modern manufacturing. I'm your guy. Wow, that sounds interesting. So, so, so yes. shady oh, yeah. or anything like that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. It's just nothing but machines and <laughs> very <laughs> talking in monotone talk voices. All good, all good. Yeah, it is that. Right, we'll take. Thank you. Have decided to disconnect. Oh no! Is he back? Is he back? Is he back? Or is he swallowed? I'm thinking it was he a gummy sweet. Is there? Yeah, oh, the um, sound. Oh, his headset's gone. Yeah. Oh right, I didn't hear that. Sorry. There we go. There my we go. Sorry, uh, one of my employees just phoned me on Facebook and kicked and kicked my uh, kicked my headphones off of my own phone. Which is great. <laughs> no, we were just saying thanks very much for coming on, mate. Always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Never a pleasure, mate. You're, you are more than welcome, and hopefully, I will see you guys more than once in the next twelve months. Absolutely. Uh, you never yeah, know. Yeah. If not, I'll see you at NAF. Yeah, we'll come and sit with you we'll for a couple of hours. <laughs>
Michael, bring his hops <laughs> down as well, and you can fit all your lovely new Well, I might need to, but I'll apparently have replaced them all. <laughs> oh, yeah, all you need We could bring his old ones down and burn them. You do, um, do <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine with me. Did you part exchange, like, trading the uh, old crap for the new? I'm not a second-hand car dealer, to be fair. Um, I would probably, I'd probably give Mike a heavy discount if he sent me a, a video and publicly shared a video of burning all of his sub holsters. <laughs> like the discount. Yeah, how are we talking here? We'll chat after the show. I mean, we'll chat after the show. I, I could think of a pretty <laughs> decent number that would be like, yeah, twenty for, for the next eighteen hours. We'll, we'll come back to you. <laughs> I'm probably going to be prone to very rash decisions anyway. <laughs> it has to be. But it also, it has to be public. There's none of this. Oh, I've DM'd it to you. No, no, no. I, it needs to be like either a live stream or like a public video. Oh, we can do it live. I won't stand for anything less. Yeah, next, yeah. next I Wednesday. Like I them if I was to get rid of them, I'd probably give them away. But that's not going to please take. You need to take them out of circulation. That's what you need to do. Take them out. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Right. right. You're all welcome, guys. Good luck with the rest of your stream. Thanks, and well, enjoy the rest time. of your weekend. I will talk to you guys later. Take care, mate. See you soon. Well, oh, well, I love talking about take. He's a good guy. Yeah, no. Um, well, I, 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 I want to see, see you burn stuff now. Yeah, we'll see how many DB take, hits it takes. Just light it up. So we're coming up to the end of the first segment. Um, so we're going to be swapping stream in a second. I think everything's set up for the next stream already. We're all good to go. Pod Ash, give me a nod. So, um, cool. Um, so we have a short little video for you to watch. Uh, and then, yeah, you can join us in the other stream. And in the meantime, if Tag, listening to Tag has inspired you to donate your money towards the course, that'd be great. The links are on the bottom there. So you've got the eBay codes for the hoodie and book, as well as the Just Giving code as well. The what's not the WhatsApp, the WhatsApp website. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the meantime, we will just take a short intermission for us. You, you're, the stream will continue for you, uh, and then we we'll just need to swap over. So we will see you on the new link, and I will uh, see you in a second. Bye. Bye. See you in a minute. <laughs> I need the support because I lost my dad and I felt lost without him and it was all so quick. It was suicide so we didn't know anything about it until the night he did it. I kind of knew that it was going to happen at some stage. Uh, yeah, she had cancer. Last year my dad died and my family decided we should get some help by Jigsaw. Well, we knew there was a gap in the service locally to support bereaved young people, so that's how we started the provision through Jigsaw South East. And then following on from that in 2012, um, we set up a Macmillan Family Support Service, and this supports young people who are facing the loss of a loved one. So we're able to offer a seamless service for families. 
everyone at school talking about oh, I'm going to go practice football and play with their dads and I can't really do that. It's helped talking to other people who've been in the same situation as me. Well, I was like quite upset and I wasn't I didn't I didn't really feel like that confident about talking to people. I kind of thought, well, let's give it a try and they've really helped me like sort out what I want to sort out. I'm still upset, but they've helped a lot. And then there was a lady called Sue who came to my school before and she was nice. She came to our house as well. They're just really patient and kind. Well, primarily, I think it's important just to recognise how devastating grief can impact their lives, so affect their home and their school life. Because quite often, it's too painful to talk about their loved one, so they stop talking about that person. So the groups, through our gentle therapeutic activities, offer them the opportunity to remember that person. The memory box, it's helpful because I can look back at it and I've got a few things of his in there. He liked certain things and I've got pictures of him. It's sort of its own world, like remembering him. We'd write what we hate on a piece of paper and then we'd get clay and lob it at that. Let anger out of the system. It gives you more confidence in ways at school and places like that that it makes you feel like you're not the only one. I felt a bit trapped, but then when I started talking to Jigsaw, I felt more open and more able to speak to people about it. And they're like quite reassuring to you, and that makes me feel very happy that I'm welcome. And we know from feedback from the young people that they feel more emotionally resilient, hopefully sort of increased self-esteem, and to give them a way forward really to manage their grief um, so they can develop into resilient young adults. It was like a friendly environment, like all calm, no pressure or anything. And mum was actually relaxed for once. Before I felt less confident and less able, but whereas now I feel normal in the way that I can do more things and not feel upset. It's a much needed, specialised, valuable service for young people. We're a very small charity and we have a very skilled team of staff and volunteers as well who deliver fantastic support to our young people and we need that ongoing help and support so that we can continue delivering this service. Before, like everyone was just sort of like a noisy background, a load of stuff that didn't really make sense, but now it makes all sense. Because there's people in the same place as you, you feel more confident speaking around them because they know how you feel. I'm not the only one in the world, which is what it's been feeling like because I haven't known anyone else like it. <laughs>